<clears throat> Go. What's going on, guys? We've got Painkiller already, episode 130. Got your regular cast and crew, Woody's Gamertag, Lefty Wings Redemption, and myself. And we've got a very special guest tonight. We've got Sage Francis, hailing from Rhode Island. He is a freestyle world champion. There's the medal right there. <laughs> What's up, buddy? How you doing? What's doing up? all right. Sage Famous! <laughs> uh, I think you said Strange Famous there. Yeah. That's what he said. Hey, Sage, tell us who you are, what you do. Um, well, I'm an MC. I'm a writer. I'm a poet. Um, I run a record label called Strange Famous Records, and yeah, I just kind of like work myself day and night, and look at you and your pretty shirt. <laughs> you know, I, I sympathize with your efforts to to look away from the shirt. The thing is magnificent, isn't it? Like, it, there's nothing you can do. You're just bound it's to. It's funny how the how the wire of the headset kind of blends into it. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it's it's headphone it's it's headphone mic wire camouflage. All right, usually you break the ice with a would you rather question, Sage. And this question is one of the the, the painkiller already cornerstones. So here it is. You have two choices. Would you rather have sex with a mermaid that is top half human, bottom half fish, or a mermaid that is top half fish, bottom half human? Top half human. Expand on that. Why, why top half human? Which, by the way, is the popular choice. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to fuck the bottom of a human and be looking at the top of a fish. I, really, <laughs> I fish heads. I'd much rather get head from a human. And uh, well, you know, if, if the top half was fish, you get to have mouth sex and bottom sex. So that's you can fuck a fish in the bottom. <laughs> don't fish have that kind of no fish pussies like like high between the scales though. Like, couldn't you actually yeah, risk damage? You can't do that. You, you don't want to meet. I don't think you can have sex with a fish, right? Like, don't they just sort of, like, spray their eggs on the ground, and the guy comes along, and he sprays his seed on the eggs, and the whole thing happens externally? It's a crap. I don't think I sharks, sharks don't do that. Sharks get it on. Do yeah, they? Whales get it on, too. Whales aren't whales fish. Whales are mammals, though. Yeah, they're mammals. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'm but with you, of, actually. A lot but, of times when you see sharks with, like, lots of, like, scarring on them, that's where, like, the when they have sex, like, the male shark will bite and, you know, hang on so he can do his thing. Tell him, Wings, that's how you do it, right? A little <laughs> bit of fighting? I was there thinking about the Jaws movies. I'm wondering if Jaws is a female because he always has these scars on him. If only yeah. sharks had fingernails to scratch with. That'd be some... Oh, yeah. cla- <laughs> that's a Wings of Redemption. Now let him know you're there. I'm just picturing this scene. You have all these little baby fish eating off, their, eating off her belly while this one shark's biting her fin. Give it to me, bitch. <laughs> oh God! Well, it's gonna add bubbles in there. <laughs> Is it? They're sharp. They're underwater. Yeah, I don't think they have bubbles. I think they have gills. Yeah, there could be some bubbles if they could talk. If I don't think they can talk though. Thrashing so. around. Well, in this yeah, scenario, maybe point. they do. Not a lot of talking from. I, I don't sharks. think they can talk at all. Sharks don't have tongues anyway. No, wait a minute. Are you sure about that? I'm positive about that. They have something like a tongue, but it's not an actual tongue. I don't really have tongues. Well, then at what all. defines a tongue? Then you have to get into that. Well, the reason I know this is because I was actually looking at the um, Jaws 4, the revenge, and um, they talk about the shark roaring, which the shark obviously can't roar because he roars in Jaws 4 to revenge and pain. And uh, they go, and reason he can't roar is one vocal cords, and sharks do not have tongues. Hmm. So, um, shark talk. <laughs> I Googled, do sharks have tongues? And uh, it both agrees and disagrees with you. It says, all sharks have tongues, though they're not like ours. And they're not called tongues. They're called, and I'm going to mess this up, 
Bale, a shark has something Bale like Silly Eels. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and uh, Basil Hyel, I'm gonna, I totally screwed that up, is found on the floor of the mouth of a shark and fish, and just like ours, and it goes on. So, But that's where the similarity ends, yada, yada. But, yeah, they have something like tongues. I would, I just thought they had to have something to sort of direct the food down the back. <clears throat> I just think they just force it in there like like an alligator would. Well, wait a second. Is the mermaid you're talking about the top half is a shark? <laughs> you don't want yeah, like that, right? I picture it as like a largemouth bass or something. Yeah, I did too. I, I imagine one of those really big mouth ugly fish that, like, when you're out of the water, they're just they're just making that face like wah 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 wah. You gonna go with the blowfish then? <laughs> oh the, yeah, gotta, that thing's got a pretty yeah. mouth. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you could be really sadistic and have a catfish half, top half. With the whiskers and everything? Oh, oh they actually have teeth. Yeah, they've got like these little needle. They're not. Re- they are teeth, but it's more like oh, super coarse sandpaper. Yeah, they hurt. What yeah, is the big kind of fish people go noodling for? Catfish. Catfish, one where you put they, your hand and they bite your arm. Yeah. And them out. That sounds that, terrible. How pathetic is it that that was a big thing on reality TV at one point? <laughs> it's almost as pathetic as a sci fi channel showing pro wrestling. Oh yeah, I know, right? TV is such shit now. You got wait, wait before yeah, we get too deep. I really want to pimp our advertiser. We should have it yes. at the start of the show. The man writing the checks. The man writing the checks. So youtubecom slash st. These guys have the YouTube channel that everybody wishes they had. It, it's basically a bunch of Scottish guys hanging out, having fun. If you watch their videos, like. <laughs> They're obviously having a good time. They only pick games they feel like playing. There are a lot you have never heard of, or at least I've never heard of. And then they play Minecraft and stuff like that, too. Um, and it's clear that the guys have, like, a... I was going to say they have a genuine affection for each other, but I didn't mean it to get, like, all homo about it. But they uh, they have a good time playing, and when you watch the videos, you have a good time, too. That's what the channel's all about. It's It's... It's the channel that I think everyone in gaming wishes they had. Like, just freaking... Just the ability to play it's a lot of you want and have fun. Play. It's a lot of fun to watch, too. You showed me that channel yesterday. It's a good channel. Yeah, it so... Makes sense. You guys were wondering what ST stood for, and I Googled it. It was sexually oh, transmitted. Cool. Uh, <laughs> now uh, we know! Okay. <laughs> now we got so it. the camping police were sexually transmitted. That's, right. <laughs> that's how they work. That so, always happens. Yeah, anyway, check them out. They're our advertiser this week. Dude, we've been getting advertisers every week lately, which is kind of nice. And, um, we're, you know, we're actually in negotiations, and I swear this is true. There is a company that makes moose antler headbands for dogs. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Painkiller already is this close to hitting the big time with regards to... Moose antler bring your dogs in, wearing them and stuff. <laughs> I would crazy. totally do that. I, 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 if they could outfit all our dogs with moose antlers, then, um, then I'd rock them like they're hot. If you give me some moose antlers, I'll have my pit bull pull around a car with them. I like this. Let's keep talking. Yeah. (laughs) We got ideas here. You bring us the moose antlers and we'll make it happen for you. But this week, it's all about the camping police. Their channel's fun to watch. Give them a try. Kyle, what were you talking about? We were talking about how sad reality TV is becoming. (laughs) It's pathetic. It's pathetic. It's it's not even... I don't get it. Like, especially when you look on the networks like Real TV or True TV or whatever the hell it is now. It used to be Court TV, and you just watched cops and I don't know court cases and shit. Now you end up watching like Storage Wars, you know, V2 or something. Who cares about people bidding on storage buildings? That's the dumbest shit I've ever. I wouldn't even if that were happening next to my house. I wouldn't even look out the window. And you people are sitting on your couches. 
paying to watch it. I, I have seen two or three episodes of that, and I thought, this is so obviously staged. This can't yeah. possibly be real. And then, sure enough, it's come out now as it is totally staged. It, there was another one. I don't know the name of the show. I've never seen it. But it's called, like, Leaping Lizards or something. It's about people who tow cars. Lizard Lick. Lizard Lick, North Carolina, baby. Is that it? Yeah. Lizard Lake is completely fake. Is yeah, it's one hundred percent fake. One hundred of shows are fake. But Pawn Stars is. But here, the thing is, is Lizard Lake is an actual tow company, but they have fifty-two trucks on the show. You think they'd have two, two or three employees? And uh, Ronnie's actually the mayor of Lizard Lake, North Carolina. Like, if you were to watch the show, you, like you hear it's fake, right? And you think, oh, like yeah some element of fake no like they literally hire actors they put the cars there and then tow them away they um they didn't they filmed an episode like my agent she has a regular job too and they filmed an episode in the parking lot and like it wasn't planned they didn't get permission of the parking lot or anything but they like sure enough they drove up there and then they towed it away and they had this thing and there's cameras everywhere from all these different angles and they're watching an episode of lizard lick getting filmed outside and the the whole thing was like properly lit and mic'd and everyone involved as an actor and the car real, they're towing i.e. real. In other <laughs> words, it was real. And the car they're towing was put yeah. there by the tow company. Yeah, I'll tell you how you can tell a real reality show from either a complete fake like the show you just described or something that's somewhere in between like Duck Dynasty. Duck Dynasty is is, is called scripted reality. There's a script there's a loose script and there, there, there are setups and everything, but they're real guys kind of having a good time. They're, you know, that's one of those things again where it looks like there's four or five guys working, but they actually just hired 50 more in addition to their already full staff. It's a huge company. But I'll tell you what a real reality show looks like. Go watch Cops. That's what a fucking reality show looks like. You've got well, you the cameraman chasing the cop down and yeah. shit. They occasionally yeah, miss a shot. Those cameras, the lighting's before. bad. Sometimes you miss what actually happened. Yeah, you yeah. Know, they, the they cop should. isn't always funny and charismatic. He's just kind of like, "Yep, been on the job." I'll tell you, every cop's episode starts like this: nine nine five coming down, rah, rah, rah. ten four, blah blah blah. Yep, been on the job about five ten years. It's a good job. You get to be part of your community, and you know you get to make a difference. Car fifty-seven. We need blah 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 blah. All right, we got a domestic disturbance, and then they speed away somewhere where some guys beat his wife up, whip his ass, and throw him in the car. That's a reality show. <laughs> and the mic gets all really crunchy when they get out of the yeah, car because they got all their stuff moving. All that business going on. I, I hope that worked when I touched the mic. Do they and, still film cops? Are they still filming? Yeah, it's. I think it's the longest running reality show of all time. I, I saw a thing the other day. It was like cops twenty-five year anniversary or something. Wow. I'm going to put it out there to fuck cops. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Wait, all right, Wings, what do you hate more, cops or Little Wayne? Oh. That's a great oh, question. That's a perfect question. If you could rid the earth of one or the other, which would you pick? Oh, man. See, cops have a role that they actually do well. Let's rephrase it then. If you could get rid of all the douchebag cops or Little Wayne. L- Little Wayne. All right. Mm. You're gonna well, go I'm to. Surprised. I'm surprised you hate Little Wayne so much. You got that that bottle of Robitussin over there. <laughs> yeah, I, I got the flu. I mean, I don't. I don't really. He's I'm not, not drinking this stuff. Like you see, there's, <laughs> there's, there's a good three fourths of it still there. I don't like the stuff. I don't, That's a that. second bottle. That's a second bottle. Don't <laughs> Wings. Believe me, I'm as straight edge as they come. Wings, you're going to attend like a barbecue or a house party. Who would you rather have there, a douchebag cop or Little Wayne? 
<laughs> the cop that gave you that gave you a ticket for going two miles an hour I mean, over the speed limit in the. It wasn't two yeah. miles an hour. It was like nine or eleven or something. Miles well, an hour. well, but it was like in the. It was because of the school zone thing, though, wasn't it? Like the school zone was about to end. Yeah, it was like five minutes before the school zone ends, and they, yeah. So that guy's at the party, over. or Little Wayne. I'd rather him be at the party so I can embarrass him. You think how that's how it'd go down? Yeah, that's how it'd go down. How, how would, would you, you embarrass Little Wayne? I wouldn't. No, no I'd the, the cop. cop be at the party. How would you embarrass the cop? I don't know off the top of my head. I'd figure some elaborate scheme out to embarrass him, though. <laughs> I mean, they would be there. I'd either try to spike his drink and get him drunk and then videotape him while he's drunk. But, like, look at this off-duty officer at my party being a public drunk. Wow, so you tried to ruin his career. That's not just, like, playing a little... That's not right. just, like, some harmless shenanigans on him. That's, like, I I'm know. sending this to your, to your commanding officer so you get... <laughs> Serious Wings, trouble. Wings is like, I'd feed him some weed brownies, not tell him, and then report him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I think I think uh, Mr. Eli is driving under influence on Highway 134. He might want to send a car out here and maybe do him. Yeah, he's got these tags on this car. So it's, a, it's a burgundy sedan. <laughs> he's also missing both of his taillights. And... <laughs> All right, Sage, you ready? Yes. For whatever, one person... You are allowed to kill them, person of your choice. <laughs> Would you get it done? You got someone in mind? Nah. nah. Really? So given yeah. given the ability to kill a guy, you you just pass. I'd pass. I think in the past I would have I would have taken that offer, but I don't know. I I've given up on that hate. <laughs> I don't there's nothing I mean, even like Kim Jong un, like there has to be some other fucking dumbass who's gonna just step up in his place is I can't I can't even think of a single person who's like yeah he should die I kind of still believe that people you, you know speaking of Kim Jong-un no Wings I want to keep on hey, this because okay. you, you were gonna be next Wings you have the ability to kill a guy I'm gonna talk about Kim Jong-un just a second though oh, fuck alright I pick Wings <laughs> second, second. I the Go ahead, Wings. Tell us all about Kingdom Oon. I'll be saying I've seen something today that really pissed me off more than him attending the Nuke America. It, it was just like a little thing on ABC News where it shows him like showing that he hit the X on a target while he stood like ten feet away from it with a pistol. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. not hard. He, like he's sitting there bragging about his marksmanship, and he's like next to it. How would that? Did he hold the gun properly and do it all right? Did you see the rest of it? Yeah, I couldn't really tell if he's holding it properly or not. It looked like he was like, a little high. A shooter, like, so I'm not a basketball player, but if a basketball player were to see me take one foul shot, they would instantly know that I'm not a basketball player. Even if it went in, they'd be like, yeah, that's not a good stroke. <laughs> like, just by the stroke of it, they'd well, be like... Well, when you do it underhanded... But no, like, a, a real basketball player has like can recognize somebody with a proper stroke and know that you're not a player or you are. Um, a shooter can see the same thing. Like, it, I watch... Um, Oh, you know who's bad for it? Uh, the Sopranos on HBO. And Kyle, back me up here. Do you see those guys, like, push forward during the shoot, like, yeah. as the bullet's supposed to exit the muzzle? Yeah. Is it called a muzzle? A barrel, I guess, probably. Yeah. Um, Plus, none of them do the side shoot, which is really popular when you're killing someone. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> So I was curious if Kim Jong, like, you would instantly know if he's holding the pistol, right? If, he's, if yeah. he can shoot or not. But I didn't see him. Well, but Let's you were talking about the question. 
they're state-sponsored media, though. They lie about everything. Kim Jong-il yeah. supposedly shot like a 3,600 par the first time he played golf. I heard he shot say. an 18. Is that just oh, yeah. exaggerated? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 18 under par, first time he ever played no, no, golf? No, no, no. An 18. He, he hit no. 18 holes in one in a row. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't shoot. Strokes. <laughs> yeah, 18 strokes. People believe this shit? In no, also, career, this is why you think he was only 10 feet away from the target, because he's so large, he's like a giant. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen him next to Dennis off. Robin, he's not a giant. No. Right, but, um, well, that's just Dennis, Dennis Robin, huge. Dennis Robin, bigger he's than about 6 foot 4, 6 foot 5, he's not the biggest basketball no. player out there. No, he was big. He's like 6'9", okay, I think. Carry on. Um, But there were other things, too, like the North Korean... North Korea, I think, won something in the Olympics, or they were they were about to. And apparently the coach was forced to say that he called Kim Jong-il during a break in the action, and <laughs> Kim Jong-il gave him some advice that helped them win the thing. And, it's, <laughs> and the same thing still happens with Kim Jong-un and all this stuff. It's like, what, what are these people like? Okay, you rule a country. What makes you think you can get away with all this in, in the what age you, of what information? Makes people believe this. Like, you've got to be stroking golf yourself. Be like, how does this guy do it in one shot? 18 times in a row. Yeah. His first time. His first time. Like, 500 yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's I, the... They made a mistake in that one. It's it, That's when you overplay your hand, right? If they had said his first time ever he shot under par. That's hard really to believe. Mean. Yeah, that's hard to believe. But to say he had an 18, that's just mm-hmm. so clearly bullshit. But um, Let's alter your question and try to get back to that a little bit. Let's make it an ass-whipping. If you could beat the shit out of anybody in the world, <laughs> who would it be? Who would you throw that ass-whipping to? Talking to me? Anyone. Whoever wants to take it first. Yeah, I don't want to name names, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, I got some people. Let's just, okay, well, let's not pick people from our personal or business uh, lives. Let's just pick a, a public figure, oh. a celebrity. We don't have to be like, yeah, my neighbor Rodney. I think Justin Bieber needs to get Justin Bieber needs to get You know what? He was in my life. head, too. And and I, I feel like... Just a if, beating, not dead. Just a beating. Yeah, if Justin, beat Justin Bieber up, though? Here's the thing. Here's why I want to beat up Justin Bieber. It's not because I hate him, although... I'm not his biggest fan, but I don't really have hate for Justin Bieber. He's out there. He's doing his thing. He's tremendously talented. I call that hate. Hold on. Hold on. No, uh, let me get to this. So a lot of people will see Justin Bieber and be like, ah, it's terrible. Someone who's more talented should take his spot. Justin Bieber's incredibly talented. You know, he can play instruments. He really can. He can dance. He can sing. He does his thing. He spends a lot of time on fitness, clearly. You know, that part of it's being 18. I know, but dude, he's... It's not still every, he's still in shape, even for you know, most eighteen-year-olds aren't that fit. The thing is, it's clear to me that he needs an ass kicking. Like if I were to give him a beatdown, <laughs> I think it'd make him a better man. It is an act of charity. It's an act of service. So you're basically saying it like this: some people need to wreck their car because they're they not they don't respect it enough. So, yeah, some people it, some people need a well, whooping. Here's the thing: he, he he did just turn eighteen, right? I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's really young. Mm-hmm. He became famous really young, well before it was um, generally accepted for him to have his ass kicked. So now he never gets to have that experience, and he has his bodyguards, and but he still gets to pose like he's a like, tough guy. Like when he was in London, and, and you know, mm-hmm. he was like acting a fool. Like, you know, he's the shit, and some guy was kind of taunting him. He didn't know how to deal with that situation. And then his bodyguards kind of shoved him in the, the, the limo while he was 
Yeah, what's up? Yeah, fuck you up. <laughs> you yeah, are. You need to talk shit with a couple six point five guys around you. Yeah. See, uh, that, it's just weird. It's, it's just it's very strange. Same thing with Justin Timberlake. I think he should get fucking punched in the face. I got no problem with Timberlake. Yeah, I, I, like, I Timberlake. like Timberlake, man. I think yeah, does he do anything? Bad? No, he, get, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't get the pass. He gets. He, he has to have a broken nose and then see if he can still. Cur- I'm with Sage on this. I think Timberlake pushed everybody from NSYNC down to use them as stepping stones in his career. <laughs> How you so? Think, no, no. Like, oh, that was the easy part. The, the the tough part was pushing down Britney Spears. And uh, you know, he finally climbed <laughs> well, she up did that to herself. Like Rapunzel. I disagree on this entirely. I don't think he I pushed did. anyone down. I think he pulled himself up. You can't say yeah, the but reason. Yeah, he was using Britney Spears' hair while he pulled himself up. <laughs> you can't say the reason I'm unsuccessful is that he is successful. Like, accept responsibility on your own. No one's stopping you from being a star. Go get it on your own. You know. I don't think he shouldn't be a star. I just think he should get punched in the face because I want to see how he's able to continue the path that he's on while with a broken nose. See, now that's fair. I didn't say you had to have a good reason. I just asked yeah. whose ass you wanted to whip. <laughs> yeah, but back to Bieber. I don't even want to whip his ass. I would do that. I do that for my partner, B. Dolan. I don't even really want to whip his ass, but that's in honor of him because, like, this is his theory, and, and you know, this just makes sense to me. I, I don't. It doesn't make sense to me quite yet. Can you lay out the theory? Which part? I... I'm not quite sure about the parts. All right, but... <laughs> all right, all right. Well, the, the theory, I guess, is that he he started out as the Mickey Mouse Club kid mm-hmm. when he had the ramen noodle hair, and then he uh, when he kind of just came up through the ranks in in the entertainment business. But he he's part of the urban market, which which is like um, he kind of is not. Deriving his stuff from Michael Jackson, but it's more from like uh, Usher, and he was like, I don't know, he was really the Disney version of Usher, even though Usher was kind of Disney as well. And then, but the, he's talented. He he really is. He's funny. He can sing. He can rap. He can he can sh- shuck and jive really well. Act. And he can act, except except when he had a leading role. What was that movie he was in? The time. The in time. time or something. Like in that. Time, yeah. yeah. That kind of showed his Achilles heel, I think, when when he did that movie. Because I thought the I thought the writing of that movie was pretty incredible. And I thought it had a lot of promise, but um, and I was like, damn, you know, like every so often Justin Timberlake will do something that makes me like him. Like I I, I kind of do enjoy stuff that he does, but his limitations are there, which I'm happy about. I find it to be really funny. I think he does comedy well. I like I like the stuff he's he does. Awesome. He should be on SNL, dude. Every time he's, he's on there, that's just dope. Dude, yeah, the thing about he makes the show. Justin Timberlake to me is that he's cool. Like, it, like I'm I don't buy s- that shit. He's not. That dude is not cool. That guy is cool as ice, <laughs> man. That guy, <laughs> like everything he does, is, that Justin, guy can dress Justin like Timberlake. a fucking hot dog and steal your girlfriend from you. That's, That's how cool he is. He's not cool. He is in the face. See how cool he is. He's wicked cool. I saw him downing tequila. He so clearly had a a tequila sponsorship, and he's downing him with some guy, (laughs) and he does it cool. He dances cool. He sings cool. He can dress up like a bar of soap. Cool. It doesn't matter that it's calculated. He's cool. He's got a vibe. Let me ask you this question, Woody, because I think I already know the answer. Uh huh. if if you were going to have a uh, a homosexual oh. <laughs> uh, experience with someone, and and this I'm not being negative right now. Uh huh. W- do you think Justin Timberlake would be a good you know partner? Fucking, I'm going large, baby. James Earl Jones. 
<laughs> if I'm going gay, I'm going yeah, all the way gay. Wait, you realize James Earl Jones doesn't actually look like Darth Vader, right? <laughs> he would for me. Yeah, I was going to say, um, oh, who's the guy from Green Mile? He's oh. dead. Michael I, Clark Duncan. Yeah, Michael Clark Duncan. You still have sex with him, I guess. Yeah, the problem with Michael Clark Duncan is that he's dead. So that's that's why I went with James Earl Jones, his backup. But uh, or you know maybe I'll go The Rock or something. But if I'm going gay, I'm going wicked gay. <laughs> the person I want to beat up is so much less cooler than you guys. Uh, oh, just ten seconds on the Justin outside. Bieber thing. I think if he took an ass whooping, it'd be a public service and he'd be a better man. That's I why. Salute. Salute. And it'd, it'd be you'd be a hero to so many people. And you know what? If he took that ass beating and then said, "No, you know what? Even if I know that's still going to happen, if I continue to be this this character or whatever he's doing now, mm-hmm. and he still does it, then fine, good, okay, good for you." If he's uh, like, "No, man, yeah, I'll Justin take an ass Bieber, beating." Justin Bieber, uh, the, like in line with the whole Justin Timberlake thing, like he's the next guy coming up. He's the next Justin Timberlake man. He just kind of like blew up no. a little sooner. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. In, a, in a major pop culture sense, in the mainstream. No, no he'll no. never. He, he, Bieber will never be Timberlake, and it's not because he's not talented I'm, enough to do it. It's it's because he's his head's not right. He, yeah, the, the thing is somewhere well, along the line. It all happened too soon. Right? Yeah, think, it did. Timberlake got professional like in his twenties. I think by the time Bieber hits his twenties, he'll be the next Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, I don't know. You'll see, we'll see. I, I don't know. I think I think Bieber's going to be the next Lindsay Lohan. That's a good. Yeah, that's, that's where I see him. Is the Lindsay is Lindsay Lohan making a little bit of a comeback? I saw her on Letterman. She was laughing about she the whole that, uh, thing. New Charlie, about Charlie everything. Sheen show, isn't she? Yeah, no, she's in the new uh, scary movie, Scary Movie Five. Dude, which... I saw her on Letterman too, and she was a mess. I think it's the same letter. Like she stole a camera. She showed up late on set. Yeah, I but... read this indie film report. We on met her, her dad, recently. Woody. Oh yeah, we did meet Lindsay did? Lohan's dad. Yeah, we met Lindsay Lohan's dad, and like, dude, he was sketchy. Oh, he almost family. Like a Her mom is still like, oh, Lindsay's the greatest. It's like she's been to rehab like four different times. Yeah, it, I thought Letterman was a dick to her. I mean, the parenting of Lindsay is Lohan's a dick. camp is not going to be the greatest. It's... Letterman's a dick, but she could have handled it so much better. I you know, thought she handled it the best she. I, I guess, dude, I guess no, she no, could no. have. If but I'm I Lindsay how Lohan, she handled it because it like it made it clear that he was being a dick. It, it, right, but if I'm Lindsay Lohan, I'd be like, oh, man, it's so embarrassing. I'd rather talk about sexual affairs I had with interns. What do you think, Letterman? It oh, just... <laughs> yeah, that would be good. That yeah, would be you know, Byron. turn that shit around. <laughs> He'd be like, want to be my intern, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, like, if you, what, you going to bring up every embarrassing thing I did? Let's talk about yeah, your stuff, Letterman. For those that don't know, Letterman was like, so if you're, if, when you're, if you're a celebrity doing a, a thing on The Tonight Show, they're going to, or whatever David Letterman shows. I hate Letterman. I always have. He's a dude. What? I do. Fuck off. I like like Conan O'Brien. But so this guy, you know, you agree to what you're going to talk about before you go on the air. And you don't ambush a a fellow professional ever. You're not going to – and that's what he did. He got her out there and immediately starts talking about rehab and drug problems and asking her specifically what she's got an addiction issue with. And she literally says, she's like, we didn't talk about this in the pre-show. Yeah, blah, they do a sample run-through. Like it, the interview you're watching is actually like a live pre, a live replay. That's of, his call, though. I mean, that's his call. Like that's that's not. You're not obligated to do that. The the pre-interview. It's unprofessional. It, it, well, it's a sneak attack, what? though. Yeah. You know what? Maybe, maybe, I mean, David Letterman's been around the block a couple times, and and Hollywood is watching Lindsay Lohan fucking kill herself. 
and maybe this was, I mean, maybe he was... I don't think he it, had benevolent intentions no, when he did he, that. He, I, I think he, he was making a show. I don't think Letterman's in a place where he needs he needs this that kind of, like, cheap attention. Maybe he's not. I think he's just, di- just a dick. I think he does cheap attention for a living. And he was not being benevolent when he was on Lindsay Lohan. It was decent TV, but it, he he sort of a sneak attacker. For people to, those those things you watch on like Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel, like you ever see him talk to a comedian like, oh, so how are the kids? And then the comedian just happens to have like a six minute riff on his children. That that wasn't you know he's not that funny <laughs> off the top of his head. He was they have these questions that lead them into their stuff. And well, Lohan it's possible, was it's possible it's possible he just made that that snap decision because her pre interview was so bad. Dude, he had pages of um, like embarrassing things to ask her. She actually handed them over to Lindsay Lohan at one point, and she's like, "Oh my god, I don't want to talk about any of these things." <laughs> yeah, he had pages of like you know sabotage questions. But um, yeah, so Beaver's Lohan the next... was hot back in the day, though. Remember when she was in that oh, Mean Girls? Mean Girls. Oh, Mean Girls. Smoke. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Is only Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. Uh, I once had this question on Mail Monday about a guy who was like totally attracted to seventeen-year-olds and like young girls with women bodies and Lohan was one of the people that the internet celebrated turning 18 like aha Lohan um, Brooke Shields um, Miley Cyrus the Olsen twins these are all people where like uh, their birthdays you, were you like lost a, me with the twins all right all right fair <laughs> enough but I do remember it was a really big deal and it was like national fap day to each one of these people who finally came of age so and and National Day, like everybody acted I like they hadn't been fapping to those people you can't put the last two pedestal. years. What'd you say, Wings? You can't put the pussy on a pedestal. Pussy's pussy, dude. <laughs> Words of wisdom. We yeah, need it. Yeah. We and somebody tweet me a, an inspirational picture where Wings defines pussy as pussy. <laughs> <laughs> pussy, pussy. I mean, Maybe Wings of Redemption on a beach with the sunset, <laughs> just laying out. Pussy is pussy. I mean, uh, <laughs> people make the pussy out to be this great holy grail. I was mm-hmm. sitting, I was watching in Lifetime. It was, uh, I think, it was Grey's Anatomy. And, uh, and like this girl's trying to withhold sex from her boyfriend. You're not getting any until you give me a commitment. That shit wouldn't work with me. That bitch, her <laughs> pussy be dried up like an old grape. <laughs> I do the same thing, but with the dick. I'm like, you're not getting this dick until I get a commit. <laughs> right. Let's finish this this topic. Yeah, quick, yeah. So, Lefty, who would you beat up? Who would, you can beat up anybody you want, any way you want. You could be a fair fight. I'll tie him down to a chair for you if that's what you're into. You can you can use a whip. You can bare hands, gloves, Let, however you want to do it. You can throw an asshole thing that up Sean up, and, Sean up to oh, Lefty. No. If you want, you can whip them. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I got mine if Lifted needs more time. And I go ahead, Wings, because I can't say Justin Bieber because Woody already took it because he's a Deutsch. Mark player. Stanford. <laughs> Who's Mark Stanford? Oh. Mark Stanford was our governor of South Carolina. Oh yeah. He raised taxes in South Carolina and he used the extra tax money to visit his Brazilian girlfriend and have sex with her with extramarital affairs. Yeah, uh, she was Argentinian, I think. And yeah. um, she was smoking hot. He put the pussy on a pedestal. That was his primary. <laughs> 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 so, right, um, got, so you're going to beat up Bieber. Wings is going to beat up his former governor, who I have hold nothing against. That chick was hot. I'd have done the same thing, brother. So you're going to use taxpayer um, money. He was married. Neither one of those things are going to slow me down. That chick was hot. <laughs> 
It was taxpayer money. Really, free money. It was married. Really, he's got an old ugly lady that he's having to sleep with instead. Please, <laughs> Argentinian Argentinian supermodel versus... She wasn't a supermodel, but she's I'm just a, saying. She's a news lady. Yeah, she I, was I, She was a yeah, reporter. News, like, uh, aspired to be like an anchor. And, you know, the, especially on the female side, they're often beautiful, and she was. And um, he just fell... Like, you guys have probably all been there at one point in your life. Just head over heels, crazy, stupid, in love with this woman. And he told everyone that he was out hiking on the Appalachian Trail, got on a goddamn plane, went to Argentina, and landed his tail. That and then they were worried for a while. They were like, where did he go? He, he just appeared from the Appalachian Mountains. Oh, my God. He's like, oh, yeah, I was in Argentina. <laughs> yeah, I, I right, who, who are you going to beat up? Jamie Foxx, Eddie Murphy? Who's it going to be? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, here's some what black celebrity movie. are you gonna take? No, no. Yeah. no, no can you, can you go back in time and actor in the history of acting? Who is the worst actor in the history of acting? Eddie Murphy brings in less money than any actor in history. His value per dollar is like he, he averages two dollars and ten cents to every dollar spent on the movie. That may be ratio of any flops. He's had a lot of flops. He's had a few good ones, but he's had a lot of flops in between. Well, Beverly Hills Cop, Beverly Hills Cop Two, Forty Eight Hours, Forty Eight Hours, Pluto Nash, worst flop, Golden Child, all eighties movies. Wait, wait, wait! I've got some more current ones. The Shrek movies were very profitable and good. Good and the first Nutty Professor movie I liked. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. but that was like ninety eight. So go ahead, Lefty. What are you going to do? Who are you going to go back in time and and kill or beat up? Rosa Parks. What? You know, before the Very show started, I want it, I want this to, be, to make it into the broadcast. Before the show started, Woody said, he was apologetic. He said, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> the last time I go over the top with the racist lefty stuff, the video I made. And I said, oh, it's fine. You know, everybody's having good fun with it. But okay, okay if, you, if you're saying it's done or you're going to stop proliferating it. But then the show starts and all of a sudden. Kyle, that I, never I, happened. Back me up. I, Harry I actually heard that. I, I heard Ray asking us if we could find a Robo Hitler poster to put in his background. <laughs> I mean, cool. Anyway, all right, I'm beating up Jeffrey Loria, the owner of the Miami Marlins. Why? Really? Um, petitioned, took control of the team, um, petitioned the state of Florida to get a, a ton of public money to build a, a stadium, and then summarily dismantled the team because he wanted to get the public money to build a a baseball stadium, which is just an awful, awful, awful move for the state and for the surrounding areas, and uh, and then is now looking to sell the team. So fuck that so, guy. That was so a there, business plan. All right, yeah. So, the, so, do you want to go, Kyle? Go ahead. I'll, I'll be quiet. Yeah. All right. So there's a couple of politicians I would like to beat up, but I think there are like laws against saying that sort of thing, and I'm not even going to split hairs on that shit. You just said so I would work Stanford, Kyle. Come on. God, Kyle's no. about to say something racist, and he's censoring himself. Yeah, not nothing right. racist at all. I just, I just right. think that there is some politicians that I'd like to beat up. Might be president. But I, I, I literally think there <laughs> are like Condoleezza Rice beating up certain presidents. No, Condoleezza Rice is hot. I'd, I'd get all anyway. Um, <laughs> be all up in that with that gap tooth. Um, stick my tongue between them. Oh <laughs> it, wow! This is, this is gonna sound really um, cliche, but I really think that that that, and I'm gonna give some reasons. Kim Jong-un needs an ass-whipping. Now, I'm not just saying this because North Korea is in the news and they're threatening to nuke us. That has nothing to do with that. He needs, an, he needs a public ass-whipping to show the people of his country and the world that he's a little punk. He's, but he's, he's, like, he's like the Justin Bieber of North Korea. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Kim Jong-un <laughs> is the Justin Bieber of North Korea. He just he Dude, went through life. A, that would be a great propaganda run. 
He went through yeah, life. Un, like turned himself into Justin Bieber. Like I see the parallels. Like he went through life immune from ass kickings, and therefore doesn't really understand where his place in the world is. And you know who he is? He is King Joffrey. Oh, that's a good one. He is King Joffrey from Game of Thrones, and we all want to whip that kid's ass. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Ass. I, thought about- I take mine back. No more Kim Jong-un. I want to kick the kid who plays Joffrey in Game of Thrones, <laughs> and I want him to have be forced, forced under penalty of death, to pretend like he is that character. <laughs> Use the accent and keep telling... And keep like calling for the guards and, and stuff like that while I'm like laying an epic ass whipping on him. I want that. I'm a Lannister. Pow, pow, pow. Just, just Start ass. begging to pay you to stop the ass kicking and stuff like yeah. that. My uh, grandfather will destroy you. You know, like all these old. I'm, I'm thinking of both Spartacus and Game of Thrones. They act like having a sword is like carrying a gun. It, there's all this like, oh my god, he's got a sword. Look out, you know, disarm, etc. Like, is a sword really that dangerous? Back then, it was the deadliest yeah. weapon available. But it seems like two people Bruh. could subdue somebody with a sword. Oh, oh you know that's not true. Come Get on. out! If he's after if you, I touch like, you with a sword, you are mortally wounded. <laughs> like, yeah, especially with the medicine no. in those days. That's yeah, not. Back- if, if, All right, a broadsword. It's like three and a half feet long. It's two and a half, three inches wide. It's sharp as a razor. I know I, what handling I just, one of those is like. It, it, I, <laughs> oh, <laughs> three and a half feet <laughs> long? Poor yeah. you. Poor her. Uh, I was imagining him riding a horse with a hood on, swinging it above his head. <laughs> oh, God. That wasn't me this time. said, <laughs> uh, Go on. I'm just, I'm just saying... I feel like, a, especially, I, I know, like in Japanese society, especially, you know, that was a huge deal. Like, like, so, there was sword control. You know, like the emperor would come through and take all the swords away and stuff every now. and They then. just don't seem that deadly to me. That like yeah, but the, the swords in those shows and the movies are not as prevalent as they actually were. Not the at all. The background checks were insane back then. <laughs> <laughs> like, the other I, thing you have to keep in mind is a sword was a super expensive thing back then. It, yeah. A sword might be as expensive as a car, you know, more expensive than a car is like, now. It's very difficult to gather iron, I assume. Yeah, you know, and and to forge it correctly into a weapon yeah. and all like, that I, stuff. It's, I know this. I know that, um, like, so stick fighting is not sword fighting. I'll I'll lay that out there. But for people who do stick fighting, they have these. Picture it as like kind of a broom handle or heavyweight piece of bamboo. At, kindo. I'm not familiar with kindo, but um, that's that's. That's what that is. Like, so you're familiar with like fight clubs, right? Yes. There, there are legit like organizations are ill and not really that legit, but people who do stick fighting, and it always turns into grappling every fight. Like to to, to win at stick fighting, pretty much one guy is going to close the distance, and it turns into a grappling match because your stick is just freaking worthless when you get too close. And it's a stick, not a sword. Right, but I mm-hmm. I just have this idea that like. In real sword fighting, if it was a 1v1, something similar could happen. I, I disagree. It turns into a ground fight. I, I, I was told I by somebody once. Go ahead, Kyle. Go I, ahead. I, I think two things are true. From what, I've under, what I understand, and I've obviously never been in a real sword fight, so I, from what I understand, sword fights last like three seconds... And they're over. It's over with when it's a real sword fight. There's none of this cling, cling, cling. It's it's cling, cling, slash, and the dude's dead. And that's the end of the sword fight. That's how it actually went down. I bet you're right. As a parent... More like how the Discovery Channel depicted it. As as a parent of two fencers, 
both of and have to attend you know many tournaments that's right i think you know they rarely last 10 seconds before somebody gets a, a touch which is a like a the tip of the sword into someone's chest hmm. well the discovery channel talked about it because you got to understand they wore armor and like slashing protection and stuff like this like full heavy armor the sword was more to get closer to them because the sword couldn't actually penetrate the breastplates and stuff like of that nature. And they would use daggers to get in between the breast and ring mails and actually stab them and actually kill them. That's not how we did it in my Roman days. <laughs> but that's just from the Discovery Channel where they actually discussed medieval fighting. Some of that stuff's bullshit, though. Like, I don't know. I saw them compare Navy SEALs to, like, Russian Spetsnats or something like that. And the, like... The Russian Spetsnaz guys are crazy. They are look. I'm not knocking them in general, but like one of the things in particular is they compared which knife was more deadly. First of all, I don't think the knife is like a primary weapon of any special forces. This is a something went wrong or rope cutting tool. And and Kyle, you might know more about this than me. And the other thing is they had this like spring driven ballistic thing. That yep. And they were acting like that was the most deadly thing. That, you know, that was enough, actually, to give the Spetsnats the edge over Navy SEALs. The fact that their spring-driven knife was so deadly. What if the spring-driven knife gets blocked or is missed entirely? So, the thing about those spring-driven knives, because I've got one here, um, they don't fucking work. You know, if, if, if we are grappling, it allows me to stab you without having to make the motion of stabbing. But if you're across a room, then I'm just launching my weapon at you. That's pretty much it. You're giving so how away fast the blade. can I give my knife how, away? How fast? That, how, how, fa- how much velocity does that thing have, Kyle? Like, would it stick into the wall across the? From yeah, the it, it, from from six to eight feet away, it'll stick right into a wall about an inch and a half, two inches. It'll stick right into a tree or a board or the side of a house. Well, and I imagine if you hit a person, it'd make. Well, a let me ask you this: You have like a coat or like a, like a nice coat. And, and you just hit it, would it stop? Would it knock it down? And say the person thing again. Like, what kind of, what, what does it take to hurt a person with one of those knives? Like, you know, I mean, you would have to be like six, eight inches away. Hmm. It, 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 at that point, I don't think it works because you can just stab it. It doesn't give you any range more than your arm can give you. You know, you can stab someone two, two or three feet away because your arm's that long. But a ballistic knife, and this is a spring-loaded one, not the ones that use compressed air or black powder, and those do exist, and I don't, I don't have any experience with those. But the spring-loaded ones are just crap. You're just throwing your weapon away. Now, they work Same better thing. in COD. So they do. <laughs> the same thing with, like, uh, with throwing knives. I met this guy once who was, who was this badass. It, you, you, pro- you met him, too, the guy at T1G. Okay. Remember Carl? Um, which one was he? Was he he like the the owner guy? guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember the guy in charge. I sat down and had a few drinks with Carl, and uh, and he he said that he told me two things. One, they had watched that movie, uh, like Navy Seals or something, and there's a scene where they come parachuting into a roof and they're shooting people while they're floating down on the parachutes. And his commander was like, "Why don't you guys do that? You should do that." And they're like, "Sir, you know that's impossible. Bullshit! I can do it." And he tries to demonstrate it, and on his second attempt, he broke his ankle. So they completely disproved that. And then I asked him, I was like, what about knife throwing? What's the deal with that? He's like, you mean giving somebody your weapon? That doesn't make any sense. He's like, I can, I can, kill, him in, I can kill him in a split second with my blade, and then I can, and I can hang on to it. If I throw it, what if it glances off? What if they're wearing some kind, of, some kind of armor? What if they got a thick fucking coat on? I can't throw it that fast. If I can throw it that fast, I'd be playing Major League Baseball. I'd be pitching. Also, and I don't... Look, I, I'm terrible at throwing knives, and I'm terrible at throwing axes, so I'll lay that out there. But what little bit I do know about knife throwing and axe throwing 
is you kind of get like a like with an axe anyway. I have to stand at just the right spot and do just the right amount of revolutions to get the bladed part to hit the guy. Otherwise, I, like, hit him with a handle or the back of the axe or something like that. I was just asking, like, the standard knife defense is to take, like, a shirt or coat off and actually wrap the knife that way. So I was still going. Uh, On the throwing knife, I imagine it would be the same thing. Like, you have to be in just the right distance to know the rotation to actually I thought we concluded that throwing knives don't work. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, they do work. As a kid, I was fascinated with ninjas. I had all like the, the the Chinese stars thing, but when those got tiring, I grabbed my mom's knives, the the butcher knives. I used my door as a target. I don't know why she let me get away with this, but she did. <laughs> I invited friends over. We wrestled. I would use knives on them, but my 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 aim was so direct. I would get it like right before their leg. How did you right convince there. new people to be your friends after you killed the old <laughs> ones? They were, they were old friends that were like always in my life. I never got new friends. But eventually, you learn that you got to just got to put the knife inside of a slingshot if you really want it fast. Now we're talking about a crossbow. Well, yeah, but I'm just talking about a switchblade knife inside of uh, actual uh, slingshot. Yeah, I don't think I'd survive as your friend. I don't think so either. Yeah, no. yeah. That's I think we know why you didn't. What do you had the same crap with the with the, uh, with, with the with um, with the. Lifeguard, you like to let people go almost drown themselves before you come you out. You guys fucking love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was I was a really good like life saving machine, but I was a horrible like like I would I would for people who haven't heard this, I think a lot of people have and they hate repeat stories, but I would when I was a lifeguard on the beach I would just let them go out. Just let them go. People would be, you know, can I go to that sandbar? I would dare them. Go ahead, go. <laughs> just hoping that they start to drown and, I, and it improves my day. <laughs> That's how I did it, it all the purpose, time. It gives purpose to your day, if nothing else. Yeah, absolutely. Like there was, I loved rescues, so I would like, <laughs> you know, pretty much encourage them to do dangerous shit so that I'd get to rescue them. <laughs> now, didn't you tell us a story one time where a guy had to go into a gun club? And to get into it, they had somebody shoot a crossbow off of, like a, a lunch dinner off of his head, end up getting stabbed in the neck with the bow. Um, no, that's uh, no, that wasn't me. It might have been somebody in my life. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, Woody, you're a big Reddit guy, right? Oh, embarrassingly so. Go on. Tell us, tell us what Morgan Freeman did. Oh, uh, or didn't do. <laughs> so, Reddit has this thing called Ask Me Anything, and um, basically, you go on there. And you, like, open yourself up for questions. People get to talk to you. When it's a minor league celeb, like like me, I'm trying to, that's an ass thing to say. But whatever, like, when I did my Ask Me Anything, I just answered just straight up and didn't promote because I didn't feel like that was right. When it's a major guy, like, if I'll make something up. Um, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, yeah. Or, you know, James Earl Jones or, like, a Leonardo DiCaprio. It's kind of understood that they're coming on to promote a movie. And in exchange for that promotion, they sort of answer your questions. You know, what was high school like? What was this? And um, Morgan Freeman said he was going to do an Ask Me Anything. And he's big enough that they, like, promote it days in advance. And then he goes on and does his Ask Me Anything, and he's not even there. It was just his PR agent, like, pretending to be him, answering questions on his behalf. He didn't even show. It was bullshit. How do they know it wasn't Morgan Freeman? Pulled an MF Doom, huh? I mean, it, it, it's out there. I, I don't know if the PR guy admitted it or um, – but there was like the top-rated thread there's, today was about how bad yeah. it was. There's lots of proof. that It's all over Reddit. They're talking about it. 
Yeah, and it's, I think it's kind of obvious when it, when a celebrity comes in and, and they have their PR agent do all the questions. It actually is obvious. It's weird that you can just tell. Um, they just they're tighter. They they don't give up as much information. They're not as casual. And uh, yeah, the Morgan Freeman thing I noticed right away. Where I was like, yeah. damn, this is like. And did, all right, so you probably noticed this too. So for those who don't know the uninitiated, when you do an an AMA on Reddit. The standard proof is a picture of you holding a handwritten note that says, Hi, Reddit. You know, something like that. And the picture of Morgan Freeman, it, it's so weird. It's literally him asleep on a couch, supposedly, with a typed out Hi, Reddit, like, laying on his chest. And it looks, it looks photoshopped. No, that, that, that was after the fact. When, when he and did, that was after the fact, yeah. So what I'm thinking is Morgan Freeman... He probably didn't even know about it. I think the the whoever the the publicist was set this up, worked it out. Maybe they asked Morgan Freeman about it, and he didn't really know the the how AMAs work or why it what matters. Reddit was. Or yeah, I'm, I'm halfway there with you. Like I suspect that he didn't know it was bad, but he knew it was right. happening. Yeah, but the there's no way. I mean, if he knew that this was such a big deal that so many people would see it, that like his integrity was on the line. Mm-hmm. I think after the fact, with he's probably kind of like not feeling good about it right now. Yeah, I is, hope he does another. I hope he does a makeup. Ask me anything. The the correct way to do it. If I, if I were him, there's two ways to do it. One that would be completely. Uh, you know, believable is if he did a, a live video feed answering the questions. That would be badass because everybody, nobody wants to see Morgan Freeman type. They want to hear Morgan Freeman right. speak. Yeah, yeah but the other way they could work, do it. It doesn't work so well with AMAs. The only other person I saw do video stuff was um, the fucking Deepak Chopra, and um, that was really fucking lame. It wasn't live videos, but it just was kind of seemed like the dude didn't know how to type and wasn't comfortable with his spellings. So. I'm kind of with you on that. Like it, So I, it kind of has a point, especially with Morgan Freeman and the voice thing, but it turns out that video is not always the coolest way to get information. I thought video was going to take over the internet back in the 90s. It was like once the bandwidth is there, people are only going to want to see internet. It turns out, or video, it turns out that there's a lot of things I prefer in text form. You know? Yeah. This is true. And if he has an issue with typing the internet, Reddit, etc., it's okay to have the publicist there or or an assistant typing, but the assistant looks at Morgan Freeman and says, they want want to know what your opinion about titty sprinkles is. And he says, (laughs) I like titties. I like sprinkles. What could be wrong? The the picture of him, the the proof, is so funny because he's... So lame. It literally looks like... If that sign said "Goodbye, Cruel World," I would think it was a suicide note. He looks like he's dead. <laughs> but it's just, he's just taking an old man nap. It's like Wing should be there Total videotaping him. Total old man. <laughs> like Wing should be standing right there with the camera. Grandpa napping. <laughs> Granny napping. <laughs> you can tell it's just Morgan. He's like, I'm old. I'm taking a damn nap. Did that video ever Come get on. a lot of views, Wings? Did that end up working no, it out? Didn't. It didn't take off. We only had like. Th- it actually has a website, GrannyNapping.net, I think now. <laughs> it's a big thing. Take pictures of your grandparents napping. It'd go huge. So weird, man. Uh, oh, dude, there's a couple of <laughs> Granny Napping videos out there. Holy shit! Ooh, dude, search <laughs> Granny Napping on YouTube. Oh shit. Dude, there are multiple videos. There's like, ha- I, I'm. There's at least six good ones. My video is still the number one one. 
Of course. <laughs> well, that's why that was the whole point. Wings is to get yeah. everybody to search granny napping on YouTube. Your long tail would be huge. Dude, there's a bunch of awesome granny napping videos out oh, there. Oh, there's definitely one of somebody in a hospital. And a lot oh, of them no. are in response to PKA. They're like two weeks no. old. You got to look for the ones in hospice. See <laughs> the hospice care granny napping. <laughs> I fucking love granny napping. <laughs> so, uh, Guys, Sage, I, you might I not know. When you go out and film your grandmother sleeping, it was a fucking joke, okay? This is no, creepy. No joke. This is awesome. <laughs> There's one with vertical video. That's perfect, too. But what else this? do we want to film? All right, so since we've seen that we could get six to eight people literally film their grandmother sleeping, what else could we get people to do? Can anybody think of any other weird video that we I don't know. to I, make? Like, it comes to the pop of my head, like dogs drinking from a bowl. Is this, well, is this I want to see like something like borderline violent. Like, what if we had somebody like <laughs> smash, like give somebody a cream pie in the face and and say PKA bitch, and when they did it. Oh, dude, I, I'm sorry. This is just a, a related topic. And lefty apologies in advance. Oh no, what now? <laughs> did you guys see at the um, MLG Championships? Oh. And it, so there was a million dollar Call of Duty tournament, and every so often they would go to the crowd. Wait a minute, I have the video. I I can't show it to you guys oh. in the um, in the show, but I can put it on the podcast. I, I got the answer to what we can do, Kyle. Since wait, wait, God damn it, Wings! Did we, we've seen the racist lefty video. Dude, shut up, Wings! Up shut up, Wings! <laughs> <laughs> this is the best video on YouTube. Um, but there was a guy in the audience who put like a, a lefty is racist like iPhone app things, and <laughs> yeah, it was like a scrolling billboard. They, it was a crowd yep. shot after the, the cod yeah, chips had wrapped, and he like I because you can see him. He's like he's looking at the, he's looking around, and then he noticed the camera is panning onto the crowd, and he quick looks down at his phone, and then he holds it right up, and the camera see it says it, and it scrolls. Lefty is racist. This is it. This is our, our while Woody pulls up the video for the stream. This is the video that I want from you guys. I want you to write "Lefty is racist" somewhere very prominent and film it for us. I don't want you to do anything illegal. That's not what I'm telling you to do. But if you perhaps own a billboard. Something like that. And you could maybe put Lefty is Racist on it. Something like that. Maybe, maybe a big sign that you hang out in the streets. Maybe a banner. Maybe you reprogram one of those road signs that normally says, you know, construction ahead. Maybe it says Lefty is a Racist. <laughs> I want that. Tell you what. The best video, and it has to be a good one. If there's one that everyone here agrees is really good, 50 bucks. I'll lay down 50 bucks for the best video. Maybe All if right. You fast there you have job. it. I just paid to put the billboard at McDonald's says lefty is racist. Yeah, dude. You get the, dude, if you get the billboard at McDonald's to say lefty is racist, I'm sure a bunch of you work at McDonald's. Just get it to, <laughs> get it to scroll lefty is racist, film it with your iPhone, then maybe you could change it back later, maybe not. So I, I have a, a topic, and I'm sorry this kind of excludes Sage, but in the history of COD memes, right? Like, there's a bunch of them. There's Unsub Woody, Fuck Kyle, Wings Lost a 1v1 or I'm Down Cal. There's Gold Glove Has a Tiny Penis. There's Hutch Likes Young Girls. Um, am I missing any significant ones? Fake Hutch likes young girls. <laughs> we covered that one. Um, where does racist lefty fit in in all these memes? In terms time, of we're done, it'll be number one. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the top with you, lefty. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Love it, lefty. Listen, it. listen, man. If if you ever have to turn this around. In Rhode Island, we had a DJ called Lefty. This was in 97, and he was DJing at, like, uh, March Madness at URI. Uh, and 
he got pissed on by some white dudes up in um, like uh, the stand area, right behind the DJ, and it turned into a very racial thing. Mm-hmm. DJ Lefty was dope. Like he had had one arm. He had he had a he didn't have a left arm. He just had a right arm. So they called him Lefty for whatever reason. But he was great. But he got pissed on, and then that became a racial episode in Rhode Island. And this whole Lefty is racist thing. You might want to like kind of go back into the archives there and try to like tweak it in your own kind of like. Fuck these dudes. They're trying to fucking diminish my name like DJ Lefty's the shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, no, I like that. Just turn okay. around. Like, oh, you're talking about this guy, huh? Yeah, yeah, no, he's totally not racist. Maybe I should do a dual kind of DJ Lefty. You should, that's what you should do. Uh, so just just for the record, Lefty's not racist at all. Like he never actually said anything racist. No. I, I did a video recently with – um. It, it was called Lefty's a Racist Bastard. <laughs> God, I happen to know for a fact Lefty's last girlfriend was black. Lefty's hair is racist. And uh, (laughs) um, what was I going to say? Oh, oh, and all all he kept saying was like "Death to America." They did like a remix of it, and they're like "Death to America" is not actually a racist thing. Of course, he's never said anything racist to make a video out of. He's just, not publicly, at least. The whole thing is invented. uh, Just to lay it out there. Don't get it wrong, guys. Um, Stage. You've probably done a lot of like back market shows in your life. Um, you, you, are you familiar with the Lamb of God Lee singer on trial for like attempted murder? What is it? Uh, I forgot his name. The, the, he's the lead singer of Lamb of God. He was in like some European country, and a guy jumped up on stage and he pushed him, and he fell off the stage and he yes, like, hit yes. his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just got off. He just he he was he was cleared of the charge. Yeah. So what do you think of that kind of situation? You've played some dirty clubs, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean when I heard that. An old roommate of mine who's in a who, he's in a metal band called uh, Kill Switch Engage. Like they deal with that much more often, often than I do because you know at hip hop shows sometimes we do have people jump on stage and like jump into the crowd and act crazy, but like at metal shows it's the whole time, right? And um, it made a lot of people really scared because here we have people putting themselves at danger and then. Even, like, threatening us. I've had people come on stage. I've slapped people. I've punched people out, like, at my shows. And to, to see that this can turn into, like, a potential life sentence, <laughs> even though, like, when you're stuck in the moment and your adrenaline's going, like, crazy and, you know, there's not there's not too much sense of mind in those instances. It I, was, I've got to ask, like, what, what what's somebody do to get punched out? Some dude threw, like in Houston, a dude threw, like, a slice of pizza at me. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch. That's bad. Well, well, no, the first thing is, like, I took took a bite of the pizza. I was okay with it. But then, like, he threw the whole box after that. You have no idea how many pizzas have been sent to my house during this show. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, is it, it felt like an assault of sorts. So I looked at him. It was an assault. The dude was just kind of like drunk and he threw his shit and I went went into the crowd we scuffled I punched him out eventually he came back with a car full of dudes and guns and they, it became an episode and that was like one that was in 2007 during the the human the death dance tour but like that was one instance where I'm like when you the, the story you were just telling me about the Lamb of God band and the kind of shit that happened there and, and how he was well like, I'm guessing he was in prison right because charges were placed against him and 
I'm pretty sure he just got cleared of them, but it was pretty scary because it could go either way. You never know. You don't know what's going to happen. I'm just wondering, like, how do, how can you justify that as a tit murder when somebody comes into your personal right. space and you, you push him? You, you had no intention of killing him. Because I mean, because it's you're putting on a show. <laughs> you know, like, because you're the entertainer, they paid to go there, and... I don't know. Like, I, I feel like maybe security wasn't tight enough there. And like, well, you said, they're, they're, be perfectly honest. Metal shows are about being one with the crowd. You can't like put barriers up and keep right. them thirty feet feet from you. Right. You metal never shows know. are about being loud and jumping around and things yeah. like that. You never know that. I mean, that's the scary part is you never know because uh, anything can happen at a show, especially in these. I mean, if you're not playing a stadium, if you're not playing a large venue and you're in an intimate environment with the crowd, anything could happen. And you're just as much at risk as anybody else. And, you know, attention's all on you. When people come up on stage and if it's in a threatening manner or, you know, your your personal space is threatened, if the dude fucking pushed him off stage and he died, like, he's got to live with that for the rest of his life. But at the same time, it happens a million times a year. You know, like, how are you supposed to fucking, like, deal with that on, on a day-to-day basis when you're doing shows and all these kind of, like, like small stage areas and I don't know, dude. I, I did hear about that. And the, do, the a lot cat- of, do you do a lot of shows in countries that don't speak the same language? Like, do you speak, like, how do you deal with that when you can't speak the language? Well, that was one thing. What the, I played uh, Istanbul, Turkey and um, the crowd was actually one of the most aggressive and <laughs> kind of scary crowds where they didn't respect your personal space as much as other places I've been. And you couldn't really communicate with them. And not even my body language was enough. And the security guard, there's a, I put a short video on YouTube about it where there was a security guard who kind of like was behind my back the whole time. Um, I, I get very, very, uh, I look out big time when I'm, I'm abroad because I don't want to go to fucking jail in Turkey, man. I don't want to like. I don't ever want to end up in a situation where I'm not in complete control or or safe, and or, or if I get like, I don't. I don't know, man. On Even the other America, hand, a Turkish prison would be an, an adventure, dude. Like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> my, my, my hotel there had a fucking metal detector in it, man. It was like I just was not. I was kind of on edge the whole time. It didn't feel safe, and I was looked after. I mean, one of the. Um, Sago is, is the name of the MC there. He's like the most popular MC in, in Turkey, and he was looking out for me. He's the one who put the show on. He made sure everything was taken care of. But still in all, it even there and in, in, in Russia was another spot where I kind of I got lost at like 2 or 3 a.m. walking around, and I couldn't ask people for directions. And then I was like, holy shit, are there still gulags here? What the fuck? I, <laughs> I got scared and shit, so I don't know. Well, the reason I was asking was mainly because of like Dennis Rodman going to North Korea right. and like Seal playing that show recently in Russia. Like, how can you go to these places and not fear for your life in some in some indications? Well, I don't think you're going to fear for your life, but you, you have to, like, you have to at least be extra careful. You have to you have to be aware of the would laws. Would you go to North Korea? I would not go to North Korea. You wouldn't put on a show for Kim Jong-un? No, he I would not. was like, I got to have it. What if money wasn't an option? I have friends. I have friends who, who've recently played China. Like, Toki Wright has played China. Uh, I don't think I would. I would even play China. Like even that is is like. Sage Francis hates Asians. 
I love Asia. <laughs> Japan, Japan was awesome. Um, I'll be back to Japan. I'll be I'll be to as many Asian countries as possible, as long as I don't fear for my fucking life just for speaking my mind. Um, and okay, I don't that's, know. I guess that's a reasonable. I don't want to go to jail or be beaten or killed for saying things. <laughs> Japan's expensive, yeah, right. man. Have you? When did you go to Japan? Uh, that was 2006. Oh, it's they're probably about the same. I went last year, and I couldn't yeah. get over how expensive everything was. No, it is really expensive, but it is super beautiful, right? I mean, I, you got... Maybe I'm too worried. I, like, scrambled <laughs> eggs were $40. I, I bought a hair gel for, like, $27 or something. It was, it was... I know, Sage, you're sympathizing with the hair gel thing. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I saved money. Really, was, it, was these was these eggs like on a plane or something? Were these actual like eggs out of the store? It was a hotel restaurant. Oh, you had room service at like a fancy Japan. Uh, it was. Hotel. I, I imagine that's even worse. But this was like a downstairs hotel restaurant. It had. It might have been a Howard Johnson's. I'm not sure. So I'm wondering. Does, Hilton, does, Hilton. Does Japan just have like a really high pay grade, or is is that their actual prices? I guess a big part of it's the exchange rate, but it, it was just. It was I mean, the yen is really is under the dollar, isn't it? No. Well, it, I have a hard time comparing. That's another thing. Like, it, I, I think the exchange ratio was like 140 to 1. So you see something and it costs 26,000 yen, and you're like, I don't even know if that's a lot or not. Like, if, if you go to somewhere else and the exchange rate's like $1.37, then at least the numbers mean something to you. But when it's 100 and something, like... It, I don't know, 50,000 yen? Like, I, I've lost track of whether that's even high or low. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Here, just take it. Here, yeah, take yeah. It. A, lot of current, a lot of countries have currencies like that. I hope that never happens to the U.S., where all of a sudden the dollar is so worthless. You go to McDonald's, and it's like, yeah, here's $37,000 for that big man. <laughs> but if, like, <laughs> how that shitty do you feel? If that were to happen, like, hypothetically, at least you'd have a vibe for what 37000 is. You know, like, in yen, yeah. there's no pennies. So, you, you know, it's not as wacky. It's Just, just imagine been... that, though, Kyle. All these, like, college dropouts would be having trouble doing the math. When <laughs> That's actually true. You know, there's something to be said for – I was reading something the other day, and they were talking about the fact that, like, a lot of kids in school don't have any idea how to do, like, basic multiplication and division, you know, on paper anymore because calculators are so prevalent. And they're – you know, your phone has a calculator and everything thank, does. Thank God our money's base 10, right? Like, you know, it, dollars go into $10. It's all base 10. It's just regular numbers. If yeah, it was what like if our money was like the, time. our measure? If it was like time or a measuring system, yeah, that works too. Where all of a sudden it's like, I don't know, 60-something go into a dollar and then a $60 equals an hour or something. Like they just fucked it up like they did time. That would suck as well. Or or our measurement system, you know, inches and feet yeah, and stuff. that makes no sense at all. So. No, it doesn't. I like the metric system. I wish the metric system would... Here's what I wish, because I don't like the idea of a meter being, you know, your standard measurement. It seems like it's too big. I like I like the, I like a foot. What if we just renamed a foot a meter, and instead of 12 everything. inches, we made it 10 inches? Wouldn't that make it easy? Just just, just kind of a, a melding of both systems why don't we the just, same system. Why so, don't we just switch over to the metric system and everybody be on the same one, Kyle? Yeah, I, I think I in like terms of... Metric. I think in terms like, of being practical, like... Wings is ah, right, but no, in terms of oh, wait, wait, no, hold on. I really like Kyle's. The trouble with a meter is that three feet for you Americans here, roughly, it's just too long a measurement to be all that useful. They should have feet in there. 
They should yeah, have, we have a measure yeah. called a yard, which is three feet, and very similar to the meter. We don't ever use that shit. <laughs> right. No one talks about how many yards tall they are. It, it doesn't fit at all. It's yeah, that's yeah. right. The, the the there's no like it goes from the meter to the centimeter, doesn't it? Like well, in of, of course, usage it, it, in popular usage, like exactly. Right. There's hectometers and all sorts of yeah. random stuff, but really, there's centimeters and there's meters, and they don't really. Use the other ones. Centimeters too small for lots of things in my life, and a meter's too big. <laughs> he went right to the penis. You see his face? Yeah. No. That's a good point. Like, you I went right to the penis. No, Sage did. No, but if you do it in centimeters, though, it, you feel, like, huge. You're like, wow, I could do porn. Yeah, oh. in terms of, I might want to measure in millimeters. Like, yeah, 600 oh. millimeters or whatever the hell it would be. <laughs> like, I'm 23,000 nanometers. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm a gazillion picometers. Well, you know who's the pervert then when they actually break out the, the fucking charts to see what a nanometer actually measures up to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they do, like, hold on, hold on. You're at the bar. Some chick's like, okay, hold on. Let me get my calculator out. i got to convert that to... <laughs> oh, never mind. Yeah, I'm there's, tiny there's an app for that. I gotta... <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Do we need a new topic? Yeah, On sure. the call, right? If we were to reduce our body fat to anything you wanted, who here would be the sexiest? <laughs> right? You just, just you know, take away whatever you know bad thing. You just your current body, suck in all the body fat until you're ripped. Who here's rocking it? I mean, that that pretty much set, stays who has the best bone structure on the face. That's what really? I wouldn't that ask. I, I was all about you, man. I, I think if you took Wings of Redemption. And sucked off all the body fat. I don't because first off, Wings of Redemption. I'm going bald. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people don't see that part of your head. Don't even worry about. Yeah, it. that's all you, man. Yeah, but see, yeah, you're, you're, you're tall guy. Guy. Not not see the top. Look at the back of me. I mean, so that's what you see around. in the back. Just don't turn around. Just walk backwards away from people. <laughs> date date short chicks. They'll never see you going bald. Mm-hmm. I, I think a short a short chick. She's like five foot one. Okay. But I think Lefty. Lefty, huh? Mm-hmm. I, I, lefty has wings. the best bone structure. Yeah. Lefty's a handsome guy, but Wings, do you know how strong you are? You, yeah, would, wings, look, you, would, be, you would be really strong. You would look like a shaved gorilla if you were to have, Could like... <laughs> almost be a borderline superhero if we, if we made him, you know, if we got him down to 8% body fat? Well, I wouldn't be any stronger than anybody else. I could, like, lift, like, 400 um, pounds. Dude, really. you have been... Dude, oh, yeah, you wouldn't... You have been carrying around like a Volkswagen bug. (laughs) Yeah, Wings literally said, I wouldn't be any stronger than anybody else who walks around daily with 300 pounds on their back. (laughs) (laughs) No one does that. That's what, like, hardcore spec ops dudes do for training. (laughs) Right. I'd be the same as anyone else who... I'm just saying, like, bodybuilders and people like that, these really buff people that can, like, you know, deadlift 330... Yeah, but they don't do that every time they stand up or do anything. They do that for a couple hours a day. I I saw um, John Goodman, you know the guy, that's his name, right? He played Roseanne Barr's husband. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That guy had forearms that looked like my calves. They just, he just, and Wings does too. Look at that. Look at that. If you took Wings. Up my arms. Yeah. If you sucked all the body fat off of Wings, he'd be like a shaved gorilla. He'd be fucking enormous, like strong. That's all muscle. It is. Yeah. That's That's from my melting job. There it yeah. is. I, I I want to see the 8% body fat version of Wings. He'd look like Lou Ferengo. 
What, what that's from is uh, when you're melting, you had to stick this pipe in. You had to turn it with your hands like this. And uh-huh. it, sometimes it weighs excess of 100 kg. <laughs> uh, we all know where Sage is. I know, right? Like, well, that's, you know what? I was my cans compare, like mm-hmm. body by masturbation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's from See, the jerking at guns. <laughs> oh, what, 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 you already kind of, you kind of already to me look like uh, dirt nasty. You know who dirt nasty is? <laughs> oh God, the, the, the yeah. um, what's his name? Am I mixing him up? Well, I'm thinking of Joe Dirt. That's who I'm thinking of. Who's Dirt? Uh, Dirt Nasty. He's a rapper who also was an actor. He's, he, he 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 hangs with a uh, I don't know, fuck who the fuck cares. But he did uh, he did the 1980 song, right? Right. Dirt Nasty. Yeah. Okay. Is he but Simon Rex? Is that his other name? Simon Rex. That's who the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. You kind of remind me of him. He's a sexy guy doing like gay porn shit. Oh God. <laughs> that was just kind of sprung on me right there. I, <laughs> but really, I'm going to have to pick Kyle because I've never seen someone so young with a beard that thick. This is actually Harley Mornstein's beard, and he's the same age as me. Well, mm. I have to assume that your fucking bone structure is really tight. It's Kyle. <laughs> it's Kyle. I have very nice cheekbones. I didn't get the beard jeans. Nice My beard grows in really well here, but it sucks right here and right here. I think that's the only difference between you and me. Like that I have, I do have like, I mean, I got the bald spot. But I, mm-hmm. I, I'm but looking at Sage's uh, beard. Is that natural, that reverse skunk thing you've got going yeah. on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you it look is. like Peppy the Pew's evil twin. I want to ask you this about beards and drone. You used I mean, to have the Who has the evil twin? Bizarro Peppy. <laughs> Sage used to have this huge beard like this. Yeah, just a couple weeks ago. I just took it off. Beard talk. Like how long does it take you to grow that? A year. A year? Yeah, it was down in my nipples. I had like wizard level shit. I don't think I can grow anything. I grew a beard for like almost a year and a half, and it was like this, but it was thicker. It came out to maybe here. Well, the problem is sometimes our beards grow this way instead of down. So, you know, it takes a little bit of maintenance. But What are you supposed to do? Like condition it and calm it down? Like what? No, you got to just trim the sides. I don't like like when it goes out because my face is fat enough. My shit shit grows out like this and it puffs and it almost looks like pubic hair. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta shave that because we we don't have much to work with anyway. So if you got hair growing on your face, sculpt it to like give the illusion that like your beard is your chin, so your head is longer than it is wide. Hmm. Science. Science, Science, bitch. I've always always wanted to ask this man that because he's had the best beard I've ever seen. I mean, Harley's got a good beard too. So wait a minute. I'm thinking your advice was actually to grow the beard in the spot that wings can't. Right. Which is right there. <laughs> well, I mean, you, do, you get wings on the right uh, on the right medication, you can start growing hair everywhere. But he needs Rogaine for his lower chin. <laughs> no, he needs oh. testosterone. That's he what he needs. Or which is the? It's testosterone, right? You'll start growing a lot of hair. You'd think, but bald testosterone makes you go bald too. Right? I'm gonna have a surgery. I'm gonna have the hair from my nuts put on my face. <laughs> Like lefty, you don't even have to I can't imagine a better idea. No, I do have to. <laughs> if I don't, I uh, never mind. That sounds racist. Never mind. I'm not because my it. nut hair grows like wildfire. What were you, oh, dude? Is, can you phrase it non-racist? Uh, 
Oh, no, the way I just thought of was even more racist. Um, <laughs> of course, your mind works like that. I, uh, no, that's still racist. I don't um, even see stubble on your face, man. I shaved today. It's <laughs> because I shaved today. Okay. Um, but, um, I look like I, uh... Lefty's like, I shaved today. Are you, are you saying you have an Afro beard? No, I... Do you I, to say look, it for uh, you? I look like I'm from Mexico. Okay. All right. I... That's very racist, Lefty. Yeah. <laughs> I love Sage. Just fucking look at him. down. I think I'm Mexican. I think I've told this on the podcast before. Have I ever said this? I haven't heard it. I haven't heard this. I remember your father being a sex addict. Oh, dude. That's, but, that's was true. Was he a Mexican sex addict? I, but, I didn't remember that no. far. Dude, so I had this um, assignment. In, this is like fourth grade or something, 7,000 years ago. And... I asked my mom what we were, like, you know, what are, like, what's our heritage, and et cetera. My father will tell you exactly. His mother was Irish. His father was English. It's why they got divorced. Right? <laughs> they fought. There was this IRA thing that it was over. So, um, but my mom, on the other hand, she just starts naming shit. You know, like, mom, what are we? Like, where do we come from? She's like, ah, uh, French, English, Belgium, um, Danish, Netherlands, uh, Germany. And I'm like, how can we be everything? Like, what is this? And it turns out, and I'm not even sure this is true, but somewhere, like, my great-great-grandfather or something was Mexican. And my mother's family decided to bury it because at the time, being Mexican was, like, uh, not a good thing to have in your heritage. Like, you wanted to be pure wasp or something. I don't know. So it is possible that I am part Mexican and it's the reason for my deep-seated really conflict with... Mexican, be perfectly honest? No, no, no. I get the feeling Woody's about to say something incredibly racist. Woody, please finish. It's the reason that Lefty doesn't like me. Oh, come on. <laughs> you have a... <laughs> what do you have a deep conflict with? You. That's That actually is where uh, I was headed. Uh, yeah, no, oh, it's where I was leading to. But that whole story is true. Like, I, And I'm not even sure that it's true. It's just like, you know, my family's legend. Like, I, I think that there is Mexican in our background, and it somehow got removed from our spoken heritage. Of course, not me. I, I could give a shit, but that's uh, that's the story. That's, uh, I have a similar story. I don't know if it's – well, I'm Portuguese, part Portuguese, and that side of my family has, like, buried the shit out of it. They changed their name to an English name. And uh, my grandmother won't even tell me uh, the story of her background or anything like that. So I, that's really weird. Did what? What's with the, the family name? Did you have any kind of like? I uh, I don't even know. Like so, like for me personally, it comes from my father's father, right? You know, because it's my mom's side, so it'd be lost right there. And I don't know, like above her, what the story is. What the story, right. yeah. And so it, German descent, bitch. Me and Lefty should be homies. Lefty, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. No, I got it. That was good. I'll, I can take my hat off for when it when there's a good one. That was a good one. Good job. You <laughs> uh, <he> fist bumped. <laughs> Window love. That's what uh, we do. So you guys, you need can a new we topic? Do a prank phone call. Yeah, can we do a prank phone call? I uh, I can I can totally do it. I don't know who to call. I'm not picky. We have a freestyle champion here. Wonder if he'd give us one. Ah. We could do that. How about if he is willing, of course? Yeah, maybe he could will. knock out a, a freestyle rap, and I will be thinking about a fun prank phone call we could do. Okay. All right. 
So do you Sage, need anything, Sage? Or can Sage you doesn't just, seem to realize he's on the hot seat. He's like, yeah, sure, let's do that. And then he starts playing with kitty. his cat. I'm like, no, this is this is the moment in which you bust out your freestyle rap. Sage, stop petting your pussy and get to work. <laughs> I love when I bring out my cat and people say the pussy jokes. Let's make this fucking call. No, <laughs> I, I think that the plan is, if it worked with you, while Kyle prepares for the call, he wants you to bust out a freestyle rap. Is that it? I'm a, ready. I'm ready. Begin. So you think you're going to do it on the call? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have to do. I have to do it like before the call. I well, we don't have anyone to call. So oh, Kyle's Kyle working on like, that. Kyle's actually making the uh, the call up. He has to find out a Craigslist ad and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Well, I'll work with the moment. It could be about how racist Lefty is. No, let's not do a freestyle rap about how racist. <laughs> Poor not, Lefty. Lefty, you should that. embrace it. Well, not like I, embrace I it, embrace, but like... Well, see, that's the thing. I've thought about this because people are like, oh, well, just embrace it. It's like, well, in my mind, to embrace it, I'd have to actually like be like, yeah, I'm racist. See, look at me say racist things. And it's just like, I don't want to do that because I'm yeah. just got to kill the mellow here. Racist. This can't be any worse than Little Wayne on Westwood. <laughs> <laughs> Did you happen to see Little Wayne freestyle on Westwood Entertainment? Oh, Tim Westwood? Yeah, Tim Westwood, yeah. No, I, I didn't see that. Do you, oh, man. Do you it need was a, horrible. Do you need a topic to get you started on the free? Like, you could do it on us. You could do it on Kim Jong-il. You could do it on you know, North Korea, uh, Select oh, Vision. I, I figured, like, a crank call would just be you call somebody up and, like, I'll, I'll freestyle to them. We can't do it live, though. Uh, we can do that. Yeah, all right. Uh, we, the thing with your plan is we need someone to call, so I'll work on that. We should call Hutch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I can't do that. Although that no. would be funny. Um, Let's see what's uh, what's it so. Good? Who could we call? I'm Maybe. thinking. Would you call the gangster grandma? That's not bad. All right, Wings. We could, we could call Wings grandma. That would be fun. Wings, put her number in the chat. Let me let me look it up real quick. Yeah, uh, but what time is it? What's though? her name? I mean, what's your she, grandma's name? It's nine thirty. Yeah. She'll be up. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, she stays up like one o'clock. Yeah, she, I'm sure she got a nap. <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> takes her nap. I almost want to call her up and 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 tell her that like I saw her granny napping video and I think she's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Don't. I, I think that would be. Pretty I just funny. hope she doesn't get all gangster and starts cussing at you. <laughs> What's her name? What's her name? Sarah. S A R A. Wings, did you give me her phone number yet? I am looking it up. It's one of those things I have it in my phone. I just don't know it off the top of my head. Yeah, that's another thing that's lost in this, uh, you know, we're talking about calculators and stuff and, and just doing fundamental math. People don't know phone numbers anymore. I know my father's phone number, my mother's phone number, and my sister's phone number, and that's it. Yeah. Do you, is, are, are they landlines or cell phones, though? Cell phones. This, this, this is a landline right here. I don't know. It's just because everybody, because once you, you know, you see all those Facebook groups and stuff, it's like, oh, like when I was in college, I started like, oh, I got drunk and lost my phone, so I need all your numbers again because I don't remember any of them. Yeah, well, and also, like, I don't know, I've got probably 120 contacts on my phone. There's no way I can remember all those names. Why do you have 120 contacts? I use the phone book for people I call often. <laughs> the peop- Some of the people I call aren't in the phone book. Oh, <laughs> 
All right, so people watching this, you're going to lose video for a second, so I can protect Wing's grandmother's phone number. Oh, how awful would that be if we accidentally, if you, like, slip of the thumb and we showed Wing's grandma's phone number to a couple hundred thousand people? Shut up! <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I don't know what that was about. <laughs> was, your, was your cat talking shit? Like, what, what was that about? <laughs> All right, are we, we all wait anxiously. Yeah, I'm... Sage is going to rap to Wings' grandmother. <clears throat> and it's going to be glorious. Ooh, I see the number. Damn it. All right, I can fix that. Well, we can only see Why a little it of it. so loud? Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, the, oh, the main shit! It's showing up in the thing. I have to edit this. Know. Just put a black box over it. I will. I will. Oh, is she here? <laughs> Hello? 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 Hey, Sarah. Uh, this ain't Sarah. Well, I'm looking for the napping granny. Oh, she's uh, a napping. Well, I'm going <laughs> to slap I'm going to slap that fanny. Slap ass granny. I'm looking for the napping granny so I can slap that fanny. How are you doing? My name is Rapping Franny. Rapping Franny. Sound like you might be sucking Peter's. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what, sucking what? Pagers? Peckers? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sucking peckers? Plain yeah. checkers? I don't give a fuck. I mean, what the heck, cur? What? What's your name, Sue? I don't have one. Well, that's a damn shame. My name is my name's nobody. <laughs> well, you know what? Nobody's perfect. That's right. So hell, that name is worth it. Huh? Why don't you come over here and let me fucking work it? No. <laughs> I'm gonna work your nobody parts until they short circuit. Take off those pants. Take off that shirt, kid. I got to go, man. I'm sick. Good night. <laughs> All right. Well, shit. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm based. Whoever that was, I I feel like uh, I upset him. <laughs> Everyone's all upset now. No, no, no. no. I, I just want to make sure the call's ended. All right. I ended the call. Um, that was Bastard Brook. He's, he's that was, right now. Oh, that fucking give me that name. That's a good name. <laughs> <laughs> Wings, did you get him sick? Yeah. Well, he got me sick, and then I was all upset at him, so I went and sat over there at the house for like two, two hours the other day, got him sick again. <laughs> uh, I, I, that whole thing. Like, that phone number <laughs> popped up on the screen like seven times. I've got editing to do now. You can probably just place a black bar over there. and It like comes and goes. It was in the main screen where like our faces show. I got I got editing to do. I'll ah, fix it. It's going to be easy. Yeah, I'll fix it. It's Wings' fault. Or we could just let it roll and enjoy the... The fun. <laughs> that was a, wait. What? What was his name? Because that was Bastard Brook. Bastard Brook. What's up with him? What's his story? Well, it, the, I have this little thing on my channel called Bastard Brook and Gangster Grandma. My my grandma is an actual gangster. She's been stabbed. She's been shot at. She's shot at people. She deals drugs. 
she's really hardcore. Okay. She's a well, really hardcore life. These are all things I need to know ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> Wings gives him all the information he needs to come up with great material after the call. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Bastard Brooke, give him, give him my love next time you talk. Sorry. Let's call Walmart. Okay. Any Walmart. I'm not picky. Yeah. When, when, I don't even know uh, what I'm going to say to him. Grandma yeah, met Bastard Brooke. They had sex, right? <clears throat> And then she held him at gunpoint and made him have sex with her again. <laughs> Did that work? That was, sounds like rape. He was scared stiff. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. I liked it. Oh, I didn't even get it until... Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, see? It, it takes a little while. Sharp as a marble. Warms up. <laughs> All right. Um... I guess we can. Do I have to hide Walmart's phone number? No, no. They want you to call. All right then. Like, yeah, give us a, give us give us some damn. Where, where's, who's gonna call the same Walmart? This is the same Walmart Kyle called. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what? At that. least one person probably will. Yeah, you will. You will. Yeah, but nobody will pick up because it's Walmart. Come on, that's man. true. That's true. That's, they never answer yeah, the fucking phone at Walmart. True, yeah. Hey, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go pee and then poo. I'll be right back. All In right. that order? Or <laughs> yeah. both at the same time. All right, all right. So they're coming. Thank you for calling Walmart. All right. Thank you for calling the Super Walmart in Apex. How much does your call? Um, what's the guy's name in electronics? Uh, we have uh, we have a lot of people there. Seth and uh... yeah, Seth. That's yeah. Could you transfer me to electronics, please? I need to talk to him. Sure. Thanks. You done fucked up. I thought his name was Sad. Seth. <laughs> Makes better sense. Doing a good job. What if I had an important electronic space question? <laughs> what if you're about to buy ten flat screen TV? You just want to price them. He's currently sad being at his job. What if Kyle were getting electrocuted right now? Yeah, I could be I could be getting electrocuted right now by a product that I bought from Seth at Walmart <laughs> while trying to defile it. So he's thinking, when's Walmart hiring a illegal? Nobody picking up. Nobody's picking up. That's weird, huh? Okay, Seth maybe he's waiting. busy with the customer, or he left. I don't believe he's gone for today. Oh, okay. Well, you get. Um, is there somebody uh, in maybe produce you could send me to? Because I really had a produce sec question, but I just knew Seth was in electronics, and I'm friends with him. I thought maybe he could sort me out. Okay, let me get you another one. He work in electronic. Okay. I don't know what. That's you what said. you need. Um, really, anybody that I could talk to would be helpful. Sure. You. Sure. You sound. How are you doing tonight, mail order? Good. I'm doing fine. You sounding kind of hot. 
<laughs> I was looking for Seth because I was looking for a little, you know, a little I know. Tonight, he but... told me. He told me before he's leaving. Uh, oh, like come on. He always does that. He's always like, oh, I'm leaving. And then he's, then he's, you know, throwing flat screen TVs in the back of his truck and speeding out of there, heading over to the pawn he, shop. Yeah, he's not working the night. Did he change his schedule? Do you, did, so, you ever get me... one of those, did you ever get one of those flat screen TVs? Uh, I don't know, sir. I'm not working electronic. Let no, me no, get no, you but... somebody else. Oh, I was asking if you had one personally. No, I'm not working electronic. I don't know. I'm gonna. I mean I'm gonna. Find... No, 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 no. You don't understand, ma'am. At your house. What do you, you need? I'm sorry. You're hello. Kinda, you're getting kind of angry with me. You hear me? Don't don't play that game. I know what you do. You're like hello, hello, and then you hang up. Don't hang up. I didn't hang up, sir. I asked oh, you questions. I'm not oh. working in electronic. Let me get you somebody help you. That's why I said you want somebody help you for TV. That's why you're looking for. I'm going to love you a long time. Yeah, somebody well, electronics would be perfect. Electronics or produce or really any of the, maybe sporting goods. I get, I've okay. got a couple of products I need to get together. So if you could just get somebody back there who could answer a few questions for me. Sure, sure. That's what, that's, that's what I'm going to do, sir. I'm going to try to find you somebody can help you. God, you're the best. I love you. Sure. You're welcome. Uh, sure. I think we just had a moment. That freestyle was awful. <laughs> what did she do? She's like, I think she's trying to transfer me to um, someone else, but it's taking a long time. But there's no music or ringing. There's like, no music. Like it's, a, it's almost like she gave up on me. Did she just put us on mute? I think maybe so. We need to get everything together and can't get anybody to help us. Fuck, that's a that's a nice shirt you've got on, Woody. That's, Isn't it? That's just it's awesome. God, I, I, it I feel like nice you shirt. should. I feel like you know you should sort of color coordinate with other things. Maybe maybe more green in the room. I, I might think, paint the room like this. I like Please it. Please don't. It. Kyle, Kyle's bullshitting you. No. I like that fucking shirt. I'm going to get one. I should get a green screen and just what be a floating like, head. What is that, like, shirt by prep or something? Like That's, that's from like, American Eagle. My, I, if you, you probably didn't see it, but I did a uh, I'm video. I'm 400 pounds. I do not know what American Eagle looks like on the inside. Wait wait a minute. So a subscriber, the, the subscriber who touched me, no pedo, that video, this is the shirt that he sent. Hmm. Yeah, so this is a subscriber gift. I have subscriber shirts too, but I can't. Money whore! Why are you accepting gifts from your own damn shirts? What the hell's wrong with you? People ask why we have so much American Eagle stuff. It's because my wife finds forty percent off coupons. Oh man! You know what's really cool about that shirt is it doubles as a green screen. Yeah, I should get a yeah. real green screen and then just be floaty heads and arms, just exactly. moving around all show long. Like, you should, what you should do is like just put that shirt over your head and like ride a bicycle and then be like the headless bicycle rider. <laughs> All right, I, I, I think that she has given up on us in some way or another, um, perhaps another Walmart. I really want to get to someone in produce or electronics because I have two different gags that I just made up, and I need someone to assist me. Do you want to call yeah. back and ask her yeah, what went wrong? Yeah, I kind of do. All right. I kind of do. I'm going to ask her the question. I'm this just going to forget. Just, just from an outside perspective, this, this Walmart's really uncomfortable to listen to. Because <laughs> this woman is literally struggling with English, and I'm sitting there thinking. No, like, I loved it because she sounded like Vietnamese or something. She sounded like like, you know, that's why I made the mail order bride joke. And thank you for calling Walmart. Hello. 
Hey, it's me again. How you doing? Yeah, Jack, he wants to pick up the phone. You're lying down. Oh, that sucks. All right, well, maybe you yeah, can... He told me. he told me what is the guy. He said he was holding. He's coming. Hold on. Let me call him again. Okay. Don't say me love you long time. But I do. Don't be jealous of what me and her have between us. We'll find you. you we'll find you a Walmart love interest in a little bit. This one's mine. Make it happen, kid. Always. <laughs> See, I don't think she know how knows how to transfer calls. <laughs> Troll or ever? Because it should be ringing, but it's not. <laughs> Imagine her and all the people standing around the phone laughing as we sit here and talk about no, it. No, definitely not. No, she, she, I, I doubt she even knows there are such things as prank phone calls. No. You know, you would think when you're trying to fill this position at Walmart, you know that probably a lot of people that are going to call are going to be wanting to speak English. Yeah, like like what was her first job idea? Nine one one operator, and that one fell through after so many people died. <laughs> oh, oh. Electronics, may I help you? Hey, um, I was looking for Seth. Is he in tonight? Who? Seth. Seth. S E T H. The is a gentleman. I think Seth. He's not working anymore here. I How long ago he was? I mean. Do you have any idea? Was he working here, or um, he is? Did they catch him? I knew, I told him they were gonna. F All right, so here's the deal. Me and Seth have been running a little thing for the last six months. So this is what we do. Seth goes in the back to. All right, so the flat screen TVs come in a pretty big box, and he takes the TV out of the box and he puts uh -huh. like five Xboxes in there, and then I come in and I buy that box, and you know I got five Xboxes for the price of a cheap ass TV. Now, I usually split my money with Seth, but I'm willing to bring you in on this thing if you're up for the job. No, no, I don't, I don't know anything about that, sir, so please I know don't say me I, anything. Oh, I'm no. not interested. I already talked to the lady up front. She said you'd be up for it. She said you were a little shifty. No offense. She <laughs> no, said no, 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 no. This is the wrong guy. So I'm, who's the right I'm, guy? There's got to be somebody there who's a little bit shifty. Seth she is not working here. But I trust you. I think you've got no, what it no, takes to No, no, I don't to want to me. talk anything like you that, sir, because I'm not working in this department. I've, I'm I've from been there before. Garden Center I'm just giving right her a now. break. You're thinking to yourself, I can't do this. I can't make it happen. But it's in you, my friend. It's in you. Well, excuse me. Please don't say me I've like that because I'm not working in this department. I'm so sorry. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Star Wars? You're not allowed. Yes, that guy rules. You're not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> that was the perfect fucking response, dude. Give him props. That was a <laughs> He was scared for his job. Yeah, uh, right <laughs> not steal, man. I do not steal this guy. No, 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 no. <laughs> that way we sped up at the end, too. Like, I gotta go. I can't, okay, goodbye. <laughs> Click. Like, I was horrified. I was horrified as Seth actually was doing that shit, and he knew it. <laughs> oh, that, that's a scam that gets ran at department stores all the time. They'll take a big box-type item that's not expensive, like, I don't know, a table or something, and they'll fill it up with, like, the the most um, expensive items that are small, you know, items like DVDs <laughs> or like Blu-rays, electronics, that sort of thing, and they'll fill a box that only costs $100 up with like five grand worth of gear, and then their buddy comes in, buys that box, and he's out the door with stuff. Huh. Wouldn't it be easier just to steal the tractor trailer? 
No, it wouldn't. <laughs> that's inter- you you that's have to interstate d- hijacking wings. You also no, have to hide the track. Pay the, tr- the truck driver to, I don't know, break down somewhere. Then you come back, back up to the trailer, switch the actual tags out with your own trailer. And You're getting into a What are you, Goodfellas? This is like... <laughs> yeah, I know, right? This is like that scene where... Like, wings um, is like, wouldn't it be easier to pull an international diamond heist? So what you do is you put a crack team together. No, the, stealing a track the trailer room. is not a diamond heist. Don't go All there. right, so I know the guy that works the night shift at security at Lufthansa <laughs> Airport. And exactly. he's gonna get us the key and get us on the inside, and then we got yeah. stacks. I mean, if you get the right, if you get the right we... trailer, you can net five hundred grand. I, I'm not actually interested in, in any illegal activity. <laughs> yeah, I, wanna... I really wanted to fuck like with I, that guy. I want to get that shit planned. I don't want to traffic um, stolen goods. No, no Kyle. Or, no that guy, though, that, that guy was working an awful job <laughs> late night, and. uh he he was smart enough to know not to get fucked with. Yeah, I I like that guy. No, you see, I don't think that. I think he was just scared shitless that it was somebody from Walmart checking up on him. <laughs> not that he was like. Still, still that, that was, was like, the right oh, answer. Can, well, right, yeah. How many he people like it when I threw that in? I was like, like either, either making fun, getting made fun of, or getting actually trapped in that kind of shit that the that the that the company puts on him. That that dude was mm-hmm. smart. I love that guy. I'm going to talk to him later. <laughs> I'm sitting there wondering, like, what's what's up with Walmart's hiring scheme, dude? That was like a Vietnamese woman manning the main phone, and like the guy t- giving the break in electronics, he was Indian. Yeah, when I said Seth, he acted like I had like come up, I had asked for like Darth Maul or something. Emperor Palpatine there, Emperor Palpatine. Like, dude, dude, I said Seth. I didn't like, say that. I, it wasn't me. <laughs> Everybody um, knows it was, it was I don't sound like that. I don't. I don't have a southern accent. <laughs> it wasn't me. Oh, I don't, I don't. You guys need new topics? Sure. All right. Uh, Wings, you pick. Bitcoin or guns leaving New York? Guns, guns leaving New York. Come on now. <laughs> All right. Kyle, you were telling us before the show started that companies are pulling out of New York or something like that? Um, yeah, well, there a lot. A lot of companies are pulling out of um, states in general that are coming up with uh, you know stricter gun laws. Especially like uh, Magpul, I guess, is leaving Colorado um, because they're banning what Magpul primarily makes, which is uh, magazines. Mm-hmm. And then, what did you say? That where are they going? Are they going to Georgia? Uh, Texas was the one I heard. Um, oh. I think I think um, I think Colt is going to Texas. Where's Colt now? Uh, it's slipping my mind right now. Connecticut, maybe. I'm not. I'm not positive. It's like, I'm trying to figure out how I feel about it. Like on one hand, like look, they pull those jobs out of Colorado and they put them somewhere where the state is more friendly to them. It's kind of a well, that's what you deserve. You know, if your government is attacking this, you know, manufacturing industry, then they're going to leave and go to some other state where they're not being attacked. But there's a little soft-hearted part of me that thinks, well, the people working there, the actual victims, they probably were pro-Second Amendment. <laughs> yeah, they're probably not going to Texas. They're not moving. They're losing those jobs. Yeah. Yeah, they will. And they're and putting like, them in another state. And, Kyle, you're and, right. Uh, Colt is, is Yeah, but see, you, you, act, you, act like you, you act like the uh, politicians mm-hmm. are cold-hearted enough to have you know a couple thousand job losses to get reelected. I yeah, I, I mean, yeah, but, but uh, of course. But I think, um, I just think it's, you know, there's a lot of... It's a lot of jobs, and, and those are root-level jobs. Like, it, 
a manufacturing job, someone who makes something, is more than just one job. You know, when you pull a thousand jobs away from Colorado from people who make stuff, you've also indirectly shut down 75 jobs where people were like, um, uh, what is that? Someone who comes oh, to clean your house, a maid. You know, like you shut a, down uh, the, the person that does brings the steel to the place. You shut down the guy that sells it, the engineer, and then the, the person the like workers. like in my area, right? They hire engineers, right? They, I, if people don't know, I live in Research Triangle Park area, and it's the special thing zone for high tech companies and bio companies and stuff like that. And they love it when engineers get hired because when you get an engineer in an area, it's not just the engineer that you're getting. You're also getting like a lot of people have uh, maids. A lot of people they go to restaurants. They do this. When you get a like a six digit job in the area, all of a sudden you've created like three or four like ancillary jobs, you know, the support team that goes around that guy. When you pull Magpul out, you know, you don't just lose the guy who makes magazines, you lose all the guys who depended on his salary too. The, the whole area gets depressed. Yeah. And But on the other hand, you know, companies that are friendly to these manufacturers, they get the opposite effect. Yeah. And a lot of those, a lot of those congressmen are probably going to tout in their re-election campaigns how many jobs they created for their constituents, and just subtly kind of forget the fact that they were instrumental in making it so these companies have to go somewhere else to make their product. Although, would it be illegal for like mag? Even if magazines are illegal in Colorado, where Magpul operates, is it? Would it be illegal for them to manufacture it there? No, I don't think they could still manufacture it there. Just the same way that gun companies that are in New York can still manufacture, you know, weapons that are illegal in New York. A funny thing that came out the other day. So, um, I've got a friend named Mark Serbu who makes uh, who makes firearms down in Florida, and uh, the NYPD um, basically asked him for a few demo rifles because they were considering buying some of his rifles, and he sent a letter back. He's like, you know, declining their offer. He's like, no, I don't sell my uh, my firearms to uh, state agencies in states where those state civilians cannot also own the weapons. And uh, and he he thought it was pretty funny, so he made a T-shirt. That, keep in mind, the, the last the guy's last name is Serbu. Um, the Serbu Super Shorty Shotgun, I think, is in the new Battlefield game. Could be wrong about that, but um, but he made a shirt that says. Like the soup Nazi used to say on Seinfeld, no, no Serbu for you, and it had a picture of the soup Nazi on it. <laughs> and the actor who plays the soup Nazi got up in arms about this, and I guess made a big deal out about it, so he had to take the guy's image off the shirt. Oh, really? Man. Oh, come on! But he replaced it with an image of himself on the shirt. That's even funnier to me personally because I know him. <laughs> that's when you when you downgrade these magazines to what ten rounds? How many uh, lives are you saving? In New York, boxes it's with springs. They're boxes with springs saving? in them. That's what you're regulating now. You're saying you cannot own a box with a spring in it that may or may not be able to hold this caliber round, this many of this caliber round. We've gotten to the point. Even worse. Um, so in New York, you can have a 10-round magazine, but you better not put more than seven bullets in it. Really? Isn't yeah. there legislation uh, on board to, to try to make that you have to register certain magazines with like the ATF? They would love that. I don't know. It's and you know what? I I, my I hats off it. to the guy that's making the lower receiver out of plastic with a three D printer. Good for him. And <laughs> magazines now. Good. Did you I hear hope about a that? lot of people get guns? I've like heard that. about that guy too. Yeah. That, so everyone knows three D printers, right? It's just at the moment new technology, and he's. I, I'm out of my depth here on exactly how they work, but he's making, I guess, the equivalent of like a CAD diagram so that people can just print their own guns 
at their house. Mm-hmm. And it, it turns everybody into a potential gun manufacturer. Everybody technically already is. You are well within your rights to build yourself an AR-15 at home and not register it in most of the normal states. Yeah, but if you buy, like, aren't there there's certain parts of the gun that you have to register, right? There's like um, one... No, not if you build it yourself for yourself. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. so but if you're but you're not stamping the metal out though. You can buy a uh, an eighty percent uh, lower receiver, which is eighty percent completed, and then take it to your local machine shop, and they can finish it up for you, and you're all good. You could like, like these people are always talking about like I, I always hear like the, the the they call them they talk about gun show loopholes. I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't know what that is either. Work, yeah, I go to a gun show. I got to go through the same paperwork as I do when I go to a a store, and they talk about the internet loophole. Once again, it's bullshit. It's someone lying to you and deceiving you. The way it works when you buy a gun on the internet, they don't ship that shit to your house. They ship it to your local gun store, and you do the same paperwork you would do normally. Yeah, you got to pay him money. I've heard it and so many times yeah. that I think that it exists. Like it, I, it just doesn't. It can't be that widespread. But I bought a lot of guns on the internet, and I've always had to have a background check. In North yeah. Carolina, if you go to a gun show, the full paperwork thing happens. If you buy from another just regular dude, right, like who's not a gun sale guy or whatever, the full paperwork thing needs to happen. Like that, that transfers over. I'm not sure. I, I wanted to do the gun show loophole. It was when I was first getting into guns. I was going to my concealed carry weapon like class. They like test you and stuff. I was like, I want my gun. I need it in a hurry because I have this class coming up. You know, <laughs> what can I do? And you know, it wasn't for shooting anyone or anything, but it, it was so that I would train on what was going to be like my home court weapon as opposed to... You need to a gun quickly, Woody. You must have been ready for a school shooting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that was exactly it. I wanted a gun quickly, and the one I really wanted wasn't arriving in time, so it was like, well, what if I bought one at a gun store, did the loophole thing, and then I'd get it in a hurry as opposed to a rental gun. And uh, I went online, I looked into it, I got help from other people and everything, and everyone gave the exact same answer, which is that gun store, that gun show loophole doesn't exist, and that you can't do what you wanted. So yeah, I thought the gun show loophole was about getting older guns. Like for some reason, like a certain aged gun is easier to obtain, no. and you don't have to go through the same kind of background check. I don't even know what, why anyone would go through any of this. There trouble is. anyway. I already told you guys about the, the knives inside of the slingshot. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. There is something called a Curios and Relics license that the allows people I've to send... Around it is actually yeah, it's the like he can't point. hear me. <laughs> but yeah, you can get a Curios and Relics license, and then they can ship oh, the gun sorry. straight to you instead of to... Uh, to like you know your your is it an FFA dealer something like that FFL FFL dealer yeah so that exists <clears throat> the, the older guns thing but those are pretty much not very lethal I mean, they're yeah that and the cur- there's a huge book of curios and relics we're not talking about like you know a Colt 1911 and that's what they're considering a curio and relic necessarily we're talking about old fucking guns we're talking yeah. about Washington's musket really? <laughs> right? that, that, that doesn't old. even apply we're talking about pawn yeah, we're not talking about, you know, just regular old firearms. It, it's it's got to be made before 1897. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Wow. That's the year, 1897. Really? Hmm. Yeah, so that's... You, I've got the... I, I know that, that because Pawn Stars always says it. I can't buy this gun. It might be before this year. Hmm. Yeah, I don't... He must not have an FFL. He doesn't. He, doesn't, he only can have really old antique guns. Why doesn't he get an FFL if he's got a TV show? That's dumb. Oh, it turns out that reality TV is helpful. <laughs> <laughs> reality TV to the to the rescue again. No, I don't. I, I, I've never understood all these loop. The the only loophole, or I, I did air quotes right there, 
is, you know, if you're buying, if, if Wings is selling me a gun, I don't have to tell anybody about that. That's nobody else's fucking yeah, business. I got a couple Wings has some private friends. In my state, yeah. th- th- there's no loophole around that either. If Wings, well, I don't know he's in South Carolina, but if we were both in North Carolina, I know that rule. And, uh, you know, he still needs to file or check to make sure that I have a concealed carry where it's a little easier to just buy it straight up. How about I just give you the money, take the gun, and bring it back to South Carolina, and nobody give a shit for 20 years? <laughs> yeah, but, like, in theory, if, if someone were to... In like theory, a, I'm supposed to register that 300 win magnum, but it's still registered to Philip. <laughs> if you we were both in North Carolina and you sell to me a gun, it'd be an illegal gun, an unregistered gun. It'd be a big problem for me if it wasn't done properly. Wait, not unregistered. Theory, wings, wings, hold on a sec. This theory you're talking about is the law. <laughs> and you wonder, and you wonder why sometimes cops fuck with you. <laughs> it's because so you you're, you're... Over because the theory of speeding, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, just just a, just a heads up. It may help you now no, no. because I know if if somebody was trying, if an off uh, a police officer or some arm of the law was trying to give you crap about that un- that register that misregistered firearm. Yeah, you'd be like, man, those motherfuckers are fucking with me again. It's like wings. Well, let, no, 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 no. Let, lefty, you know. lefty, lefty. What does it help that that police officer that that gun's in my name instead of somebody else's? I have no idea. It doesn't so help. Them it's, a it's just a, it's a rule they put in place so they can fuck yeah. with you to give you the <laughs> illusion of safety. Well, wait, wait, wait. If the crime's committed with that gun, then they'd have an easier time tracing it back to you if it was registered to you. So, all right, they go to him. He goes, I sold it to this guy. They come to me, and boom, problem solved. They skip well, one step. Okay, now that's a very good that's a very good point, Wings. If the only circumstance we were talking about was two buddies selling guns to each other, what if you sold the gun to a random guy at a truck stop and he left to never be seen again? All right, what if he what, what if he registered the gun? What if he didn't? That's the circumstance we're I talking mean, about. You're, you're giving me what ifs. Like, what if he buys it? Right <laughs> well, no, you're not, that's not how what ifs work. I would register that gun in my name if they didn't charge me money. I had yeah, to that, that, to that would be like gun. you saying, like, like I don't like wearing my seatbelt. And I'm like, well, what if you have a wreck? And you're like, what if I didn't? <laughs> yeah. No, he's like, you're giving me what ifs. What good are they? <laughs> what if you get cancer from smoking those cigarettes? Law is bullshit too. Don't? You pay for the car. You pay for the seat belts. The only person you're hurting is yourself. Mm-hmm. If you want to wear the seatbelt, you don't. Don't. Yeah, I give I, fing- I give the finger to those uh, to those traffic cameras all the time. When I drive by them, I give them the finger. No, the people you're hurting <laughs> by not buckling up are the taxpayers who have to pay to patch your ass back together again in the emergency room. But what if you have insurance though? You have state mandated yeah, insurance to cover that. The only person you're hurting is the police because they can't write you $25 tickets to, to hear from Kingdom Come. I buckle up, but I don't buckle up because it's a law. I buckled up because my homeboy Jordan went through the windshield and killed himself. That's I why buckle I buckle up. up. Well, so you, you, only, you only buckle up because there's, there's a, like a, a personal instance you, you know of? I buckle up because I've seen it save lives, but I don't – But. I don't. I'm not going to castrate somebody else because they decide not to buckle up. Right. They I, agree car. I agree with you 100. percent They buckle. bought their car. They own their car. They want to drive without the safety features of it. Go for it. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's what's the, what's the law? Like back to the gun thing. What's the law if your 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 father had a gun collection and then he passed away and it was passed on to you? It depends where you live. I feel like that must happen a lot. Like yeah. that's where it, a lot of there, there's. Go. It, it it changes from state to state and um uh, and from gun to the, gun. The, 
and from gun to gun, it, there's a lot of there's a lot of variables there. Um, one thing that a lot of people do, especially if they've if it's a situation like that, and they've got valuable firearms and perhaps in a state where registration is an issue, or they've got NFA right, uh, items nationally, uh, you know, registered registered items like suppressors, short barreled rifles, short barreled shotguns. They'll put them all in a, in a firearms trust. Okay. And they'll list all the parties that are, um, you know, in their family in that trust. And that way, if someone passes away, it goes to the people in the trust. Kyle, That's the best way to do it. Kyle, I got a question for you, since you might actually have the answer to this one. I've, I've bought a lot of guns in my life. Is there any any point where they go, well, how? We got a red flag this guy. He has too many. No, because nobody's keeping track of how many guns you actually so have. So they don't They're, actually keep a record of how many guns you bought? But No, no. So they like why you what's the point of registering it? Isn't there a list of how many guns I, you have under your I, name? I don't read you don't register guns in my state. I don't know anything about that. I wouldn't live in a state where I had to register my guns. Yeah, you got to register them here when you buy them. Yeah, I don't know anything hmm. about that. I don't know. Maybe maybe they. So do Kyle that. lives in a state that doesn't register guns, and my gun my state that registers the guns. Let's say I sell to a guy in Kyle's state. Am I in the wrong still? What where's what if somebody steals my gun place? and goes to Kyle's state? These are all courtroom issues, Wings. These that, that they would be so uh, cool. oh, court, yeah. courtrooms are full of shit anyway. The court theory court. of courtrooms. Courtrooms. <laughs> like I thought we Your Honor, this is with, just a theory. The <laughs> the, he like bangs the gavel. No son, that's a law. Have a nice day. <laughs> but here's I, I said this before. Like I had a speeding ticket recently on January twenty fifth. And I looked up the maximum fine for my speed ticket was twenty five dollars. But my speed ticket was eighty four dollars. Everything else was court fines. Like, it doesn't cost somebody sixty fucking dollars to take my money. It does in South Carolina. It, it apparently it does. Well, it's a hot state down there. They got to keep the air conditioning going. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's work. full of shit. I mean, judges, lawyers that make too much fucking money. You get paid by the taxpayers, motherfuckers. Take that money and go somewhere. But a judge is like really important. A judge is really important. That's why he gets paid eighty grand law. a year. Well, and it's part of our justice system, man. If you're gonna. If you're gonna kind of like believe justice in the system, yeah, theory right. of justice. <laughs> yeah. I, I heard well, there I heard is some of that. There is perversions of the justice system. Very, very true, wings. But I, I, I don't think a speeding ticket is necessary. I heard it. I, I've seen you a judge what? lie to a man right in his face, and then the next guy come up to him. He cut him a bigger break than he just told the other person. Right. It's, it's the whim. It's their whim. That's the fucked up part. Is that they, they get to decide on a whim of what they do, what they charge you, if they find you at all? I just, I just, I just traveled through uh, Nevada, and Nevada is just desert. It's straight. It's boring as fuck. There's no one on the highway, and your car will go like to eighty without you even realizing it. And then you hit these certain reservation sections, like uh, Native American reservations, where all of a sudden the, the speed drops down to thirty five. Suddenly, you don't fuck with the mid, it's all <laughs> fucking speeding tickets left and right, man. I couldn't fucking deal with it, but I, I mean, I paid them, but I thought that was kind of fucked up. I, I also, I live in Rhode Island. One of our, one of our highways is, a, is a, got a, like a speed trap in it, and um, so you know the speed limit dips suddenly. There's always cops waiting there for you. And I know to to slow down there, but it's always it's always people who are out of state who end up getting those tickets. Oh, yeah. Out of state plates all day. Yeah, yeah. You give so you give money to those states. You end up just paying for the fucking privilege to drive. See, Sage, this is all just this is all fine in theory. Yeah, and as yeah. a theoretical framework of money, speed money's traps a good theory. And, yeah. yeah. 
I, uh, I heard a black comedian the other day. You'll like this one, Lefty. And he was talking about uh, <laughs> judges on TV. He was like, we got too many fucking judges on TV. You got Judge Brown. You got Judge Hatchet. You got Judge Mathis. And the thing about it is, all the judges on TV are black until you actually get in a fucking courtroom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't judge me. Judge Judy. Yeah, I don't I think they're actually... Brown, the Am I the only one that hates those judge shows? Oh, I love those shits to death. No, they're good. I think they're, they're good reminders. Uh, a lot of them actually have, like, I think they give constant reminders to people of what they need to do when they find themselves in a fucked up position. Uh, two, two issues in particular are accidents and renters' problems, like when, when your landlord is a fucking slumlord. Like, I've seen a lot of episodes that revolve around that issue. And they taught me a lot of things I wish I knew back when I was getting screwed over. Um, so if nothing else, they actually like do provide a service of information to people that they need to take pictures and yada yada yada. I, I was on like everything you sign. No, really, no, seriously. Like mm -hmm. people, for people to understand what they say does not supersede what they write on paper. Um, little things that you never learn in school. I mean, some people could say that's common sense, but. It's never really taught, and in, in normal everyday life, we're taught to just trust one another on a, on, a, on a fairly regular basis. Like, if someone says something, you accept that as truth. Like, you accept them at their word. That, and then you, the cynic in you is like, why did I do that? That was so fucking stupid. But, like, some people learn these lessons before they get screwed over. I, I mean, too many people in my family, too many of my friends have really, like, gone down that wrong route of not knowing how to deal with the law um, and, 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 and like stick to it, like dotting the I's and crossing the T's and making sure they're protected. So I, I actually dig those shows. I think they're pretty cool. Even if like some of them are, you got to know when the ones are fucking fake, like the rest of the reality TV shows, but some of them actually like do provide a service. Woody, should, I tell my, should I tell my shitty landlord story? Yeah, please. <laughs> All right, so do you think you think I should tell it, Woody? I don't think it's a problem. I don't. I'm I'm um, sort of captivated by my own image in this sexy shirt. I, okay, I okay. Well, you you look at yourself, and I'll tell a story. <laughs> okay. Um. So I was going through. I was doing my taxes, or I was having somebody do my taxes, going through my accounts and everything. You know, highlighting uh, business related expenses, and you know, just separating that from the rest of the bullshit. And the way I pay my rent is, uh, I have my landlord. Well, I, I have. I, I, ha I have a lake house, and the way I pay the rent there is the landlord just auto debits my account every month for the for the rent. Uh, that way, I don't forget to pay my rent, which was what was happening before that. Well, long story short, it turns out that he has been auto debiting my account a little bit more than he should be. The rent is thirteen hundred bucks a month. He's he's taken like six or seven extra swipes on my fucking card over the last year and a half. Wow. It, he's stolen like ten fucking thousand dollars, and I didn't oh, notice. So I called him. I called him up today, and I was I was like, "Hey, man." So long story short, you got like ten grand of my money. He's like, "Oh, that can't be. There's no way." I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna email you the bank records. Get back to me Monday." But let me ask you this: If it turns out that you do in fact have ten thousand dollars of my money, are you gonna write me a check for it? He goes, "Oh yeah, absolutely." So. Next painkiller already, it'll be a to-be-continued. We'll see. Oh, that's an update from when we spoke earlier. Like, you were, yeah, I, I you called were preparing him to talk to him when I spoke yeah, to you. I wanted to talk to you before I talked to him. Mm -hmm. And, and, and really, but, Redneck, I'm going to take $10,000 off your ass. He responded pretty well. Like, he basically said, 
you know, oh, if there's any mistake, I'll, sh- I'll cut you a check. I yeah, I, I I'm going to I'm gonna have to give him the benefit of the doubt and say I do that because that's a lot of – like if he's trying to be sneaky, he wouldn't be taking that much money. Usually yeah, – you know that's a lot of fucking money, it's right? It's a felony. Now. It's 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 credit card fraud. It's um you know it's a big deal if he doesn't give me the money back. And and I don't want to get the police involved. I don't want to be a, a jerk like that. I just want my money back. That's not a jerk, dude. You're in a fucking business transaction, like. You know, but I don't want to. I don't. I I don't want. He's not your homie. Company. He wasn't doing you a fucking favor. Like you're paying but, for something, and and he made a mistake. If if he he shows any signs of not following through with with his end of the deal. There's no other recourse for you but to go the legal route. Well, it's not, that's I, I, not going to give you some extortion here, Kyle. It's what I'm – extortion is illegal. What I was telling Woody earlier, <laughs> what, I, what I'm, what I'm going to suggest to the guy, it, it, you know, in the event that he's like, I just don't have the money, I'd be like, all right, well, how much money do you have? And he's like, if he were to say $3,000, all right, write me a check for $3,000, and then I'll take $7,000 worth of goods. Yeah. From that what car over there looks like it's like, worth about seven thousand. What are you talking about? You gonna yeah. rent out an extra fucking room? Yeah, I'll, I'll be like, uh, all right. So that that the vehicle you're driving that looks like it's worth about seven thousand dollars, right? He's like, that's a brand new Cadillac. <laughs> yeah, it looks like seven thousand dollars to me, right? Right. <laughs> Let's ask the police. I wonder chief. where this is headed. Like Kyle's like, I just val- said you used down my idea of getting free rent. I value your wife. I think your wife's worth two fifty a night. You know, all right. <laughs> let me say this, dude. All right, I, I would never do that. That 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 would never be a thing that would even happen. <laughs> but in my head, in my head, I swear to God, it popped in like, what if I asked if I could have his wife? <laughs> it popped in. I don't, I wouldn't do it. Never would. That'd be crazy. This ridiculous shit. But in my head, I was like. He's in a really shitty position with me right now. <laughs> give me if I, if I was hardcore. Oh god, but, that's so horrible. And then I had another idea. How funny of a video would it be if I'm like went to his house and just took and like with him there, of course, and was like, and he's like, all right, take ten thousand dollars out of my house, you know? And I'm like, yep, the TV. What's this? Corinthian leather? Yeah, boys, load that up. Uh, what's this over here? Oh, is this real silver silverware? Yeah, all that shit. That yeah. What's in the fridge? <laughs> Oh, a bottle. Yeah, get that bottle of liquor. Yeah, it just took $10,000 worth of his shit out of his house. <laughs> I would prefer that over cash. <laughs> you just want to rock around and go shopping in his home. I want to ransack his house like it's uh. like the you know, ancient times or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Wings. So you were upset about the way that Painkiller already looked, that rust background thing. Mm-hmm. As kind of a joke, I switched it up. And it's... um. It's like this green grass with some pretty flowers in the foreground and blue skies. It, I can dig that. You like it? Yeah, I can you, dig that. You like what you're hearing? Uh, I've worked in a factory most of my life. I mean, I ain't, I ain't down for, you know, safety rail yellow. <laughs> All right. What other things should we do with the background on this show? Like, I, I, I have one of, um, <laughs> I think it's Leonardo DiCaprio looking at the camera longingly. I thought maybe we'd use his, you know. Well, why don't we just use the picture of the, the little baby seal with the big eyes and all happy, and then have like Woody standing over it ready to club it. <laughs> why? Just for shock value. That you know what, just lefty for shock value. I didn't do it, but a ton of people suggested a lefty-oriented PKA background. Mm, yeah, I kind of. Figured that would happen. Yeah, but uh, but we didn't go with that. You, the, well, if, thank you. Good. Yeah. Okay. When, Still when doesn't you, make up for you guys bringing it up all the damn time. I, you're thinking of Kyle. Oh, you. I never bring that up. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I look, Lefty, I look at your racism like uh, a good friend's alcoholism. I never would, like, shine light on that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> a good friend's alcoholism, he, he might kill himself if he could, gives up alcohol. We can't well, let know, that We handle it privately, you know? I wouldn't, mm-hmm. I wouldn't bring it out on a show, so, right, so yeah. I don't know. Lefty will have racist withdrawals. I'm the same. <laughs> Is that how it is? Like, like I imagine Lefty like like being freed all day and then getting home and just like walking up to like a Martin Luther King poster and just letting it have it. Just like, fuck you, you bleep, 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 bleep. Just I was shaking all the way on the train because of you. He's, have you guys seen? He's got like a a bus with a Rosa Parks doll, and he re- he grabs her damn shoulders and puts her in the back. Puts her in the back. <laughs> yeah, I've got a mock up in the garage. That's what I do. I play house. Have, have you guys seen the YouTube video, The Amazing Racist? Yeah. Oh, I, I forget. How does it go? He rounds up all the Mexicans and takes them to the deep oh, water. Oh, I have seen that. I have seen that. He does dangerous stuff. He takes he takes his Ku Klux uniform to the uh, to the uh, laundromat, and he's like, watch my stuff, yeah. Mr. Jefferson. I, I saw one. I don't know if it was him, but he went to a Home Depot and hired a bunch of people who looked like they were here illegally. And then uh, he puts them in the back of a pickup truck and drives them to, like, the local INS or something like that. <laughs> they they scatter mm-hmm. and run. I'm laughing at it. I'm a terrible person. But the video was... That's a legitimate idea. That's legitimate funny. I mean, if you want to get buttered over that. Not to those guys. Not no, to the guys that are I'm pretty sure they were paid actors, Lefty. No, I, I downvoted it. <laughs> <laughs> you downvoted it. They had to be paid actors because they had multiple camera angles. Oh, they just hmm. had. He wasn't just in the front of the truck looking back. They had outside where the camera was set up with them scattering and stuff. That's true, actually. And there were cameras set up at the precinct and all that stuff. That, mm-hmm. That's one thing I look for a lot. Like when I see two people arguing on reality TV, if they're wearing wireless lav mics and there's good lighting, that shit is staged. You know, they, they, it's like it's like it's like swamp people. Like, oh, we found this gator on the bank. Oh, how'd you get the camera behind the gator? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right. There's a camera already there. That, that, that stuff is really set up. Hey, oh, speaking of speaking of accidental racists, did you guys see the um, no amazing racist? Did you see the accidental racist thing that came about the other day? The song is that? Yeah. What, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. It's. Yeah. How does it go? Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in knowing what you guys think about it. It's the LL Cool J with uh, oh. um, What's his uh, name? a country western artist. Let me see. Um, I don't remember the country western artist's name. Every time I hit, see LL Cool J, I think of toys. <laughs> uh, his name is... Every, oh, Brad Paisley. Yes. There you go. Yes. Yeah, so this was kind of a big deal. It came out, they, they released the song. It was on YouTube for a few hours, and then the Internet's reaction was so crazy and uh, negative, they they took it off YouTube and then started, like, um, disabling everyone else who had put it up on their own what, channel. What know, was the, like the racist landing? Like, I didn't see it. What made well, it the racist? thing was, the Brad Paisley's um, narration in the song was about <clears throat> how... He's a good old Southern boy. He's got the, you know, he's got the uh, Confederate flag, and he's proud of his his territory, and this is his history. And LL Cool J is explaining to him that 
what it represents to him, right? It's like, you know, this to me represents, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but LL Cool J saying it represents slavery and oppression. And like, we're very proud that, you know, we were able to evolve or get on beyond that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Brad Paisley saying, Hey, that's not what it represents to me. This is just, you know, this represents where I live. This is our, our, uh, <laughs> our flag, our struggle, our blah, blah, blah. I don't know, but it was not like well articulated. Um, the argument on either side were not very well hashed out. And it just was weird. It was kind of like by the end of the song, LL Cool J gave a high five. I mean, not literally, but gave a lyrically gave a high five to Brad Paisley. Like, I feel you. Okay, you know, go on with your bad self with the flag. But a lot of people were like, No, really, that flag represents, uh, you know, some some fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. Um, as for the black community, and for for that not to be fully expressed in a song like that, is is overlooking the major issue at hand, which is why people get upset when they see it. Hold up, hold up, hold up. That's like saying the swastika is only the Nazis. No, I was about to use that same example. The swastika mainly does represent the Nazis. I know that they took the... Yeah, it was so... Yeah, okay. Mainly with the Nazis. I know, I know, no, 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 no. Wings, I know where you're going with this because a lot of people, a lot of guys that take crappy high school history classes like to pull it off. Like, see, look what I know. It It was the... Buddhist symbol of peace or some shit like that. It was used as the singular symbol for a man that tried to exterminate an entire religion. So if somebody would take the circle and kill off a country with it, do we not call the circle? If it's a a circle, if it's the calling of of genocide, yeah, it's not okay to... There's colors with it too for the the party as well. There's the red and the white and the black. There's colors. You know, right, the red and the white and the black can combine to make the the Nazi the, party. The That's Nazi the symbol. symbol. The Nazi yeah. symbol. I, I'm with Lefty on that, though. I I think that you know, that, heck, even if it was the circle, right? Something about that circle, you know, the thickness of the edge or, or whatever, that particular circle would go to do would be the like defining characteristic, the defining symbol of whoever was trying to exterminate a race or a religion or whatever, and. From that point forward, you know, it would be associated with it. That like, like Buddhist symbol of peace. No one name. sees the the swastika as anything in, but in a South Nazi Carolina. Thing. We 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 ran the rebel, uh, well, the Confederate flag or the rebel flag right. on our state building for almost a hundred years. Mm-hmm. It was right under the American flag, and the flag itself. If you think the Civil War was anything about slavery, you're naive. No, 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 no. It was something about slavery. I'm not saying it's everything about slavery, but it did represent... Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation because he needed to win the public. Why do you think they freed the slaves, Wings? Because he needed to win the public. He needed the the backing because at the time, the Potomac River, which separated Virginia from uh, Maryland and all to the upper states... They had lost three major battles, I think three or four major battles, and they were switching through generals left and right. And General Lee was just decimating any kind of leeway that the armies would cross. They had um, God, my, my Civil War is really shoddy right now. But they had like a million men on one side of the Potomac that wouldn't cross over. A general was always biding his time. Just, and the people were getting against the war over and over and over again. Hey, Wings, someone's mic is buzzing or humming or is there a fan on it? I don't know who it is. That fixed it. Who was it? Was it me? I think it I was. Hear it. I hear I hear it in my mic though too. 
Yeah, oh, there it went. Like a, it's it, gone yeah, now. It's a... But oh, yeah. now it's back. Basically, Ulysses S. Grant eventually replaced as the leader of the Union Army, and he actually crossed the Potomac and actually started winning the war. Just... But before that, he needed to win the public over. To do that, he said, we will free slaves. Because freeing slaves was already an idea that was kind of getting popular in the northern states, but the southern states wanted to keep it. Right. For I, what but, reason? Because free labor is fun. Right, right, right. Free labor is fun so, for white so people. Then, so then that is but, kind but the of fact contradictory is, to your He didn't original sign that to free slaves because Lincoln had slaves himself. He signed that because he needed to win the moral support for the war. If he didn't, he'd have a mutiny. So it sounded not, like there were a lot of people who believed that slavery was bad, and that was at least part of the reason. And by the way, it's the Potomac River. It's not important, but that's what it is. Oh, Potomac, Potomac, potato, potato. Potato. <laughs> I like that. But but that but the idea that the the stars and bars represent slavery is 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 so stupid. It, it's it, it represents no, an ideal no, of lifestyle. It represents it represents the, the side that that wanted slavery, that wanted to keep slavery, and and, and it does mean we that to a lot of war over slaves. It though. means that to it means that to a large segment of the population because. I mean, the rebel flag really did represent the part of the yeah, country but, that wanted to keep that for what? For the a civil war labor. because of slaves. What's I know. That? I can tell you, you what they, they taught did. us. No, no, they... we no, we were already fighting the civil war before the Nation Proclamation came into effect. Right, but the, the growing... that means the war didn't start because of slavery. No, it doesn't. No, no, it doesn't. Yeah, here's what they taught us in school. Now, I'm sure there's lots of reasons and the beginning of the war was complicated, but it was this. They, they said it was economic. One, the South was trading with Europe instead of the North, and they wanted them to favor the North in terms of trading, and that was one of the reasons for war. Um, another one was that there were states in the North who also grew crops, and they were not able to compete with the states in the South who had the free labor, so that was another reason for the war. But, it, like... When they taught us in school, and I'm sure everyone's taught their own way, but the thing with us is, like, every war in the history of mankind has been about money. And they laid out economic reasons that the North wanted to change the South. That's silence. <laughs> well, I think that's the silence of I'm not a really moment. I'm not a, I'm not a Civil War buff. I, I just no, know I'll tell you what. I come, from, I come from the smallest state with the largest name. The full name of our state is Rhode Island and Providence Plantations. We also had slaves here. And, like, the whole Northeast and, I mean, all Northern territories that were moving toward um, freeing the slaves really was... I mean, I understand the South was making the profits off that. The, the North was, like, the manufacturing side of things. It was, like, we had the mills, you know, we had... Uh, we had a lot of shit going on outside of just like bringing money and, and, and profiting from slavery. So whatever the case, in now in 2013, when we look at these issues and we say, okay, what did the North represent? What did the South represent? It, to a lot of us, which may be wrong, and I apologize if we are, but we look at this, the, the rebel flag as these people who are not sensitive to the racial sensitivity and, and what the fuck people were going through to change those laws and to make sure that people the, that African Americans were emancipated in America. And when after 9/11 happened, you know, like everyone became very crazy with with um patriotism. Like national pride, patriotism, and what I always found funny is is what, how the rebel flag would would pop up from time to time and I'd be like, "Really? Like that is 
that was the biggest threat to America as as uh, as a federal like unit or nation. That was the threat. If the South were the one, it would still been America. It would have just been run a little bit differently. Well, we'd have a different flag we'd and we'd slaves. have different laws. Slaves. Yeah. <laughs> slaves would have got abolished anyway because both sides were already in talks of abolishing slaves. I mean, but you got to understand, wars that. are written by the people that win. But did I don't you, know, did, dude. I mean, right up, the, the 60s, he, like, right, right up until the 60s. Right up until the 60s. country the in the world right now have slaves? What's that? Does any other major country in the world right now have slaves? Where I is major country? At? England had tons of slaves. Where are slaves at now? But I think there, Sage made a pretty country. good point. The, the South was pretty, you know, that separate but equal thing, the different schools, the different water fountains. Yeah, all see, that stuff existed until like, like the 1950s the and 60s. Number of slaves in the world, and they're the main source of slaves. I'm not, I'm not Africa saying. Africa right now has slaves right now, this day and age. Okay, so wait a minute. A second ago, your argument was the slaves would be gone either way. They and now be. your argument is, hey, because they still have slaves right power. now. Because <laughs> you have popular opinion. People grow. All right. So what I'm saying is if there was – What causes that popular opinion? If the South oh, won, <laughs> if the South won, slavery would have lasted a lot longer. Would yeah. it have eventually ended? They Who still knows? couldn't drink out the same water fountain for 70 years. Yeah. It was a mess. And – um Heck, the voting rights weren't fair either, right? Like, it was it three fifths of a they vote? Couldn't hold land that... or anything. They, they they wanted the black people to be free so they could be buffalo soldiers. Um, I don't even know what a buffalo soldier is. Buffalo soldiers, a black a black slave that would fight for the Union Army in in as a reward, he would gain land, but he never got his land. That's a rip. Oh yeah, they never got their forty acres and a mule either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard of that. Kyle, say something smart. <laughs> Come on, I just, I just don't see the rebel flag being that. Just because it's popular opinion doesn't mean that's what it actually means. It does not stand for slavery. It stands for an uprising of people. It stands. I, mean, I don't give a shit like, about the just flag like when people. Rate. Just like when people, like when you're talking about the swastika, there are Nazi sympathizers. They exist. There, there's a neo-Nazi movement. They all represent, or or they all kind of wave the swastika that's their symbol that's where uh they get they get solidarity amongst them look at it this way if you see a kid like drawing swastikas on a paper or like putting an armband on with a swastika and you you go up to him be like oh national socialist huh and he looks at you weird you know he's just a kid looking for shock value you know he doesn't know what the symbol means some people i mean a symbol represents symbols are, are are more powerful than words are Symbols resonate much deeper. They, they they hold more meaning. They they represent movements. They they have historical importance. And for a swastika to be displayed, it's usually like not always, not a hundred percent. I mean, like we were talking about Japan. When I was in Japan, I got a lamp that had the the reverse swastika on it, which was the original um, usage of of that symbol. Which was not representing the Nazi movement, obviously. So, but nowadays, like when people are are presenting that image, they are projecting an ideology. They're projecting um, their belief in in a movement that yeah, but what, their the belief part, might not even exist. They might not even know what they're doing. They might be putting it on for shock value. They might not, but maybe they need to be aware of it. I think I think a lot of people who who do that should be aware of it. I remember a kid in my. Uh, I think it was fifth grade, sixth grade. He was drawing swastikers on his fucking book cover. And 
I, I mean, this is such a crystal clear memory when the teacher looked at it and and berated him for it and like, what are you doing? What is this shit? She didn't say shit, but and, and he was just so scared. He was like, "What? What? What?" You know, like he didn't even know. Like he had seen that's what, those, it's those fun to draw those symbols that they used. I mean, the Nazi Party was was so savvy with um, propaganda. They uh, picked mechanism, that was fun to draw symbolisms. Yeah, and the, but their symbolism was so strong. Their propaganda was so strong. That stuff sticks. But you have to know, and everyone has to learn what they actually represent, especially to the majority of the world. Now, we're talking about the world, uh, but when we talk about the rebel flag, we're talking about, you know, just America and, and why there might be uh, – <laughs> why some people might be upset that people are flashing a symbol that to them represents – um, sympathy toward the South during a civil war, which which to them represents like slavery versus non-slavery, freedom versus slavery, and um, yeah, that that that's kind of like what it all boils down to. I think the North and the South, strangely enough, even though the internet ties us all in, and there is a unity there. There's the, the the online community. I think is is really strong. I think that we're evolving and and moving as a community. But there those are there are still divisions, and that's one of them. And yeah, my neighbor. I mean, I live in Rhode Island. My neighbor had a swastika on the back of his truck, and I can't pretend that he doesn't understand like what most people in our town. Uh, would view that as yeah, how they you, would interpret you, you, you that. Both everybody in this call knows that it's a peace symbol somewhere down the line. Like that's why I said that's why I made an indication of the colors. It was, it was well, a symbol in, until it was used as the rallying cry for the extermination, the yeah. attempted extermination of a whole region. There's that's the how most people were introduced to it. And the the peace symbol itself isn't isn't even really a peace symbol. The the peace symbol you're talking about is about anti nuclear war. Like it not just peace, but that was like an anti nuclear war symbol. And it's been adopted by well, people. It was way before the – should they have no, no, no. The I, there's the, a the swastika on it? There's a mismatch here. The, the swastika used to be some Buddhist peace symbol long Buddhist before. Peace symbol, yeah. yeah, it was the reverse version of, of what the Nazis used. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was like – They have they have, they have Roman helmets with the swastika on it, like engraved in it, actual Roman helmets. Or not in Rome. Yeah, I, I – I think, you know, look, when I see hoof prints, I suspect horses, not zebras. When I see a swastika, <laughs> I, <laughs> when I see a swastika, I, I think Nazi, not Buddhist peace people or Romans. Yeah, but, but see, you're, that's assuming, like, you know, you know what they say, ass makes an ass out of you and me, assume. That's not exactly what they say, but carry on. It makes something <laughs> on assumption. Like, just because one person thinks that it's a racist symbol, Another person will stand there and say it's not a racist symbol. And it's just not because, just, but it's not just 50-50. It's not like it's, it is, it's yeah, like right. a, at least it was in South Carolina. It's, it's like, like 99 and 1. Oh, is he talking about the rebel flag now or swastikas? Yeah, we're talking about the rebel flag because it took five years to get it off the Capitol building here. Yeah, because how long it was did it take? How, yeah, how long did separate but equal take to get it rid of? So what, South Carolina took a long time to do it. South Carolina, Mississippi oh, used to have it on their state flag. Right, I know. And they're a bunch of ignorant backwards people that did that. You hear this lefty hate speech? Unsub lefty. Lefty, I'm really, I gotta say, I'm really surprised to see this, uh, 
This betrayal of your people left. Yeah, I don't understand it. <laughs> turning my back. Yeah. yeah. Turning your back. <laughs> it's all a ruse. It's all a ruse to. I really well, do like. Way while we were talking earlier, I want to get your opinion. What do you think about the gun magazine changes? Who did you ask? Um, say me. What do I think about the gun magazine changes? Uh, the regulations and that, that reduce the number of rounds in a clip or in a magazine. I'm okay with that. I'm like I like guns more. I mean I like guns more than control, but I like gun control. I think there there is a there's a limit to what people should have access to, unless I don't. I mean one of the arguments against laws is that outlaws will always get whatever they want, mm-hmm. um, and people who are determined enough will get what they want. But it makes it more difficult for them to get what they want. And people – I mean, I'm okay with that, man. I don't, I don't really understand why people would want to have so much access to mass murdering machines, which <laughs> though when you, when you like, pack in so many bullets into a magazine and they, they run so many rounds in such a quick matter of time, I'm okay with that. I just – like, I don't even think the government's um, – Always method of guns. Con- well, he left. Now. I made him so upset. He's gone. No, but he's going. He'll to come back guns. with a gun. I'm sure of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he had to go so far from his. Yeah, chair. usually he just turns <laughs> yeah. around. He's usually got he just, in his yeah, hand. he's just like, all right. See, this is an <laughs> loaded. Oh yeah, by the way, loaded assault rifle just behind his desk. Just the problem with that is there's a lot of places where you need things like that to defend yourself. Against places Ooh. against 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 the same people that you'd like to take these things away from. Other Ooh. citizens, criminals, home invaders, when, 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 when are criminals attacking such a, a large majority of people? And, and my, last year, my home, last year in my hometown, a, a drug addict broke into an old man's house, beat him to death with a baseball bat for prescription drugs. It happens all the time. Okay, so so what's 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 the what's the chance that this elderly man could have grabbed an automatic weapon and like mowed this fucking dude down? Rather than like, why couldn't he just grab another bat and bat this guy? Because he didn't. Because he, he was he was eighty five years old. Right. Exactly. He, he wasn't exactly Babe Ruth. Exactly, <laughs> and I, that's the exact reason why I don't think that he would have been able to like access his fucking automatic weapon uh, like at the drop of a hat because this dude entered his house. Well, that, that actually happens all the time. You see that yeah. all the time. Old no, ladies defending their homes with shotguns, that sort of thing. No, you grandma. Hey, grandma. Yeah, you see that all the time. Old ladies no, defending their houses, saving their no, family. I can pull up 10 instances of it in five minutes. This is over what kind of time frame? Over the last 10 years. Happens all the time. Oh yeah, once a year that that happens. <laughs> really? <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, Sage, once a year. I don't agree with your argument. I don't agree with this notion that like, oh yeah, you know, they they shouldn't be allowed to defend themselves in their own home. In your own home, I I think it's yeah, fine. Yeah, they should. I'm saying like, what in your own home? Why would you even need uh, an automatic weapon to defend yourself? I mean, there's a lot of things. I'm just saying. Well, well firstly, can, automatic weapon is not good to defend your home with anyway. A shotgun's a better place there. Yeah, I can't hit shit well, with an automatic I mean, weapon. About. I'm okay. So, <laughs> January. Oh, here's January the thing: 6th. I hate with extended magazines. This their law is going to outlaw this. This is a 22 rifle, 25 round magazine. No, that's a frozen condom. If you actually want statistics, January 6th, uh, this woman defends her home with a 37-year-old woman defends her home with a gun. Uh, February 7th, this is all this year, 86-year-old woman in Tennessee defends her home with with her 
defends her home with a gun. Uh, <laughs> January 31st, 2013, woman defends herself with a gun that holds 17 rounds. She's using a Glock. Why? Uh, well, yeah, but why Why do you need 17 rounds? That's a a have you ever been in a gunfight? You miss why a lot. Have you ever had a gun 17? on you? Have you had a gun? I have, yes. Yeah, right. me too. I have too. Yeah, the police, the, there's a reason the police have 17 rounds and two more mags in their pouch and an AR-15 with five or more mags in the trunk. They're not, when you get in a gunfight, you're not accurate. You want as much firepower as you can bring to defend yourself. Suppressive fire. Hmm. But it happens all the time. Yeah, but here's the thing. I carry magazines like this because I don't want to reload what I'm shooting for fun. 22 ain't going to kill a human too much, too often. Take, you got you to gotta really pepper a human to kill it's, him with a 22. Yeah, it's not the one you want if you're in the human killing business. So, but this, that law would make why this wanna, illegal. Why do you want to kill a human? I'm just saying, but it makes this illegal. Yeah, but why these. do you want to kill a human? To defend yourself and your family. You can't, you can't defend yourself without killing I can a human? defend a kill a human with that. Sometimes you can't. That's <laughs> why? Why, the, why do the police carry guns? Sage, Sage, let me well, ask you a question. There's a reason the police don't well, walk around gave, with baseball you bats. Gave instances, you gave instances of people who, who went into homes, and you're saying these women protected themselves with these kind of weapons. Uh, what about the, you know, what about the instance where an assault rifle is needed? How about, about, about Florence and Henderson? Where the women were were mowed down or but whatever. The, the question, and Henderson. Hold on a second. The question, why do you want to kill a human? It could almost be rephrased as just saying, you know, bad things don't happen, right? You know, why would you want to do that? Bad things don't happen. Bad things do happen. No, 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 no. Rapists and murderers don't exist. Yeah. Why do you want to kill a human? No. Because bad things happen. Sage, I'll, 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 I'll just why do I want to. I mean, I know bad. I know bad things happen. I'm just saying, like, why do I want to? When you, have, when you have twenty, when you have twenty bullets in in, in your magazine, mm-hmm. you, I mean, the uh, the obvious goal there is, is to kill the person that's threatening me. So what? You're and, sleeping with this fucking gun by your bed, by under your pillow. I got one right here behind me, fully loaded. I own about 120 assault weapons. There's, there's <laughs> one by the nightstand. There's a there's a Glock 17 in Dude, the car you, with me with I'm 17 rounds, two extra I'm magazines. Positive. I'll, I, I, I'm going to sneak in your house and just suffocate you with a pillow. You would, well, no, the, dude. Well, you would sneak into his I'm house. Gonna pillow, you would, I'm going to take you would, the pillow that your gun is hidden under, and I'm just going to fucking put it over your Here's mouth. what would happen if you came to my house. First of all, the $5,000 security system is going to see you coming 200 uh, feet away. Then all, the $3,000 attack dog is going to eat your ass. While he's <laughs> oh, is this down. the one that hates you? Yeah. Is that no, the one that hates you? Snake. Okay. My dog doesn't like steak. He likes biting people. <laughs> now, well, I'll put that fucking steak on my leg, but then you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to shave that fucking beard off your face put it on my <laughs> It's not going to work. And, and, and the, people who say, work. the people who say the things like you, you say, I mean, it, the, the question you say, why do you need this? It's, it's to defend myself and defend my rights from anyone who would want to take them away. Oh, someone's going to take your, your rights away with the gun? Well, how about this, Sage? Yeah, what what if three guys decide what? to get smacked up on LSD and want to break into your house? Can you beat up three people? On this LSD? This right here allows me to beat up three people. No, I don't, I don't need a gun. Out. I don't need a fucking gun to beat up people on LSD. All right, make it PCP. Change it around. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, there you meant. go. PCP. <laughs> people on LSD don't want to fight. Yeah, PCP, PCP works or better. PCP, whatever. Say people just want to do bad. And it happens. It does happen. Yeah, I mean, everything happens. Everything under the fucking sun happens. There's so you'd rather get beat up than protect yourself life. properly. What about Florence and Henderson? What about people that protected their homes with assault rifles standing on their roofs to make sure what they worked for wasn't broken and stolen and looted? 
Yeah, look at look at the, look at what happened in New Orleans when when there was rides, uh, widespread looting. The government couldn't get in to help you. Uncle Sam wasn't there what to look over your shoulder. Right, good thing they could eat the bullets. That was good. You better have an AR. Good survival technique. <laughs> okay. I mean. I mean, just because – I mean, they're not going to outlaw these clips. I'm going to always have my 30-round magazines, but the fact is I won't be able to buy any more. I'm sitting here looking at Sage, right? Just just straight up looking at him, judging him. I'm going to bet that you can beat up more than half a guy. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm assigning you above average. If you're an average girl, all of a sudden 75% of the population can whoop you. It's unfair, right? They, so the, 75% what I'm getting is half uh, – all the guys can mostly, right? right? right Eat up right. girls. And then half the women can because you're an average woman. Now, okay. you walk around your life knowing that 75% of the people you bump into can do anything they want to you physically. That's where things like guns or pepper spray, which you probably don't have a problem with, become an equalizer. It's rough to walk around knowing how vulnerable you are. It is, I, and I'm always sensitive to that. I, I, I actually, like, I, I stay omni-aware of that shit, um, but I don't really think that their access to <laughs> assault rifles and shit like that is going to be their... Uh, First of all, what do, you defi- what do you define as an assault rifle? Well, I'm just saying a gun that's going to let off, like, tons of fucking rounds. What's and- define tons. How many bullets should I be able to hold in my weapon at one time? I um one. One. one so we should is all, a terrible idea. You don't a muzzle loader. And I think you need to get your fucking aim straight, buddy. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. That's why the military carries weapons with thirty rounds. That's why police oh, carry dude, weapons with thirty rounds. The fucking rounds. military does that because they're in, they're at war. Like I don't want to believe that we're at war. I don't want to act like the we're at standing guard. I don't bank. want people to believe that when we walk around, we're at war. And the I guy, don't think I don't the guy think the bank has thirty rounds. The guy that aren't, that protects your house, the armed security has thirty rounds. No. The dude protecting Justin Bieber has thirty rounds. Why can't I have thirty rounds? Well, you should if they have that. You Everyone does. Everyone does. That's and why that's we should have our 30-round magazine and not have it outlawed. But if it's outlawed, then they're not going to have those rounds that, You disagree with me yeah, that if a person has a seatbelt right. in their car, they should be choose if they want to wear it or not. But it's against the law for them not to wear it. Yeah, you because... With that, but no. you're disagreeing that if one person has access to something, I should have access to it too. No, I mean I think that's a I think that's a broken analogy. I think the seat the seatbelt law thing and and your your take on it makes sense because it's about you. It, it, you're not there to harm anybody with you not wearing a seatbelt. I think people who have access to to weapons that can injure or kill a bunch of people at once is actually something that Concerns. So, let me ask you this: We had two major shootings. Like we had the uh, the Batman shooting, and we had the little school shooting with all the kids. Do you well, think, are you talking about the, the the Connecticut shooting? Right, right. Like, right, yeah. I mean, yeah. very close. Well, the two major ones last I just year. Want to point one thing. Out. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Wings. Here's the thing. Here's I think here's what what's getting you, Sage, is because you see it on TV so much. They make it seem like there is a huge problem with these assault rifles. Here's a statistic from 2005. Not too not too long ago. All right, there were 438. Murders committed that year with a rifle, okay? That's all rifles. That's not just these quote-unquote assault rifles. Hunting rifles, muzzleloaders, all rifles. Okay. The same year, 618 murders were committed with hammers. Last year, in 2011, it got worse because the hammer murders really stepped their game up. 323 (laughs) people were murdered with a rifle. It went down. Rifle murders went down in that six-year period. But... 
More people died with hammers. 496 murders happened with a hammer. A hammer. That's, the problem is the media has it out for for, for these guns. That I, I've heard, um, I think it was in L.A., the chief of police was testifying to, and he's like, you know, they're always talking about AK-47s, they're always talking about AR-15s. The truth is, and this is a guy who's the chief of the L.A. police, he's like, it's pistols. It's always pistols. You know, they, they're they're always talking about assault rifles, but we don't see problems with them in our world. Hmm. But let me ask you this, Sage. On those two shootings, do you think those two individuals could not have got access to what they had with this new magazine ban? Because the magazines are already out there. There's more guns than there's people in the United States. So, I know you want Sage to go. Can I jump in anyway? <laughs> what the hell? You interrupt me. Um, <laughs> You're on my side. What do you don't I, need to go? <laughs> so, I look at these gun laws oftentimes and think about, like, one of the frustrations I have with new proposed gun laws is how ineffective some can be. Right? Like, they often have problems with guns that are black and have plastic on them. But they don't have problems with the equivalent gun that has wooden, what they call furniture on it, right? So if the thing looks military, it's bad. If the thing looks hunting, then it's good. But in reality, they function the same ways, and it's a stupid law. Um, banning assault rifles, it, it's a stupid law. These things are not really more deadly than hunting rifles. Banning full auto, people will be surprised to learn, is a stupid law. Like, Kyle. Kyle's a good shot. Kyle's a gun owner. Kyle, are you more dangerous in semi-auto or full-auto? Semi-auto. For sure. I am too. 100%. If, if I rock a full-auto, then one, it, it takes me almost 30 bullets to get... Let's define what that means, because the politicians lie about this a lot. They, they try to trick you. So semi-automatic means that every time my finger squeezes, a round goes off, and the gun does everything else on its own. But I have to pull my... I have to squeeze that trigger every time I want a round to come out of the gun. Fully automatic means if I hold the trigger down, then the gun will continue to fire rounds fully automatically on its own until I release the trigger. Yeah, and if you're a Call of Duty player, that's home court for you. You know what you're doing. A lot of guys here play that game. Anyway, uh, semi-autos are far more deadly. You get a lot more shots on target per round than you would in full auto. In full auto, if you guys have never shot it, it kind of just sprays everywhere. I mean, like, I can get most of my shots in kind of a chest-type thing um, at, like, I don't know, 10 yards. But now I've I spent 30 rounds to hit one target because that's how, that's how it goes. Bzzz, 30 rounds are gone, and you've pretty much hit what you're looking for. Semi-auto with 30 rounds, you know, at, at the same, what did I say, 10 yards... I could do double taps and hit all of them down the line in a chest-sized target. Like, you are way more dangerous in semi-auto. It is a stupid thing to outlaw. That's the thing. When I hear about the gun magazine limits outlawing that, as much as I don't like it, I kind of will sort of admit that I think that if round capacity shrunk, it actually does make people less effective at things like mass shootings. Wings, Kyle, like it, it, it for all the stupid Texas things. Of the cafe. What did he have? A bolt action? He had, he had a 1911. Uh, killed yeah. 37 people. 100 year old handgun. The, th- the thing is, yeah, you're right. You know Obviously, what? if you give the person fewer bullets, he can shoot fewer people. But it takes literally yeah. two seconds to reload. Some of the stuff they outlaw, assault rifles, fully auto stuff, it's actually the stupid. Is, dirty They're not more dangerous. Dirty things. But Kyle, big those, clips, those, it's not stupid. No, those, those statistics you. Those, the statistics you gave me are from where? Uh, Breitbart.com, I think I was looking at. Uh, they're FBI, right. though. 
Well, there's, there's FBI, the FBI, um, I mean, because it, it totally contradicts everything that I've seen. and <laughs> Seen where? Well, I'm right now, Fox. in various places, so I just looked it up right now, and I'm looking at, at Snopes.com, which has been pretty good for me to figure out what's going on. And they're saying, you know, firearms in 2011 were 67.8% of, of murders. Uh, blunt firearms. objects such as hammers was 3.9%. But we're not talking about firearms. We're talking about assault rifles. That's that's the political hot button. Firearms and assault rifles are weapons. Okay. that I mean, same. But, but we just said falling under this the same umbrella. a large percentage we're of firearms. We were comparing rifle. That's what that's what Woody pointed out, that the, the police chief of L.A. or whatever he said was saying that it's not these rifles that everybody's going after and demonizing. Okay, it's okay, handguns. Okay. okay. I got you. It, it's and 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 the the real truth. I mean, if you were going to ban a weapon, there's nothing that can do more damage than a bolt action deer rifle. When you talk about, for those that don't know, the AR-15 shoots a very small bullet. Wings, do you have like a 30-06 to compare to a 223? It's ridiculous. All right, a 30-06 is carrying. Let me do the math in my head real quick. All right, so it's, uh, you guys aren't going to know what these what a grain is. It's kind of a weird uh, measurement system, but a, uh, a, a an M16 is shooting like a 55 grain bullet. Compare that to say a seven millimeter Magnum that is shooting a 175 grain bullet. It's literally more than three times as powerful. That's a five five six right there. Nobody wants to take your deer rifle away. Can you put them both in your hand? Three hundred Winchester Magnum. Can you hold them together? Yeah, yeah thank you. Let's see if I can get them. Yeah, they want to ban the little one. <laughs> yeah, it. So no one's really attacking hunters, right? That's the, like I bet even Sage is like, yeah, this hunters. Is a seven millimeter Magnum. I'm not. Those things are expensive now. <laughs> I, I, like, it, most people seem to think, well, hunting. You know, that we're not really after those guys. But the things that you hunt, things like deer, things like elk, that will kill or whatever, most of the things walking the planet Earth. Yeah. And things like deer, things like elk, whatever, they're much harder to take down than humans are. So if you allow hunting rifles, then you're allowing human rifles times two. You know, they're way more effective killing machines than your typical military gun. And See, uh, I just want to ask this really quick, just because I, want, I, I, I think this is a, a good analogy. You, you make your living uh, a lot through the spoken word. And sometimes you may have covered some topics in in what you do that eh, maybe they're a little bit edgy, right? Using your voice, Sage is racist. (laughs) <laughs> maybe you've maybe you've made social commentaries on things that that uh, that not everybody agrees on. Like what? I don't know. You know your work better than I. But oh, but let's uh, let's assume you make okay. your your you make right. your living, your bread and butter, and you are protected by the First Amendment, right? I'm You're protected by the First Amendment, right? And and the the Supreme Court has said that, that well you know you you don't have the right to say whatever you want we can we can say when and kind of where what you can say it's true is, that's is true okay too. that's true as well yes but what if the what if the what if the Congress or the president or whomever the government decides eh, we don't like microphones now we're not saying you can't say stuff we're not saying you can't. Ex- still be protected by the First Amendment. We're not saying you can't speak. We just would prefer it 
and we we think microphones are kind of bad. We think amplifying your voice and providing that to speakers so that you can address a larger amount of people. We don't we don't we're not really down with that. Yeah. And, the founding and we don't fathers think wanted you to have free speech to the point where you could yell at a crowd. We don't want you talking to everybody across the country with your voice and spreading now, your crazy lies. And 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 but oh, I, the, the, and the would, would that would that bother you a little bit? Really? Because the analogy is so sitting home to me. I hear so no, many people say. Well, wait, wait. Let me finish my point. Okay. I hear so many people say, "Hey, when they uh, said there's a right to bear arms and it shall not be infringed, there were only muskets there." So that means that in today and modern times, since there's so much more than muskets, it's kind of okay to restrict that. When they said you have a right to free speech, there was really nothing but paper and spoken words. Now that there's microphones in the internet, well, shucks, you, the Founding Fathers never well, had that in words, mind. Those words have the same power, no matter where they're broadcast, where they're at. I mean, they had the printing press back then. They, I mean, speech is speech. It, and even if they even if they said it was illegal for me to say what I wanted to say, I would still say it. But, but say you... That. And so will people who, who need to find those guns. It just won't be so easy for as many people to get these kind of guns. You, you can see the, the parallel, though. Like You, you can no, see that... I can't, man. Well, hold on, hold on. Let me help you. Okay. <laughs> like, back in the day, the spoken word didn't have the ability to spread like it does now. Back in the day, guns didn't have the ability how, to... How, Okay. Do the damage they do now. If they started limiting your distribution method, I think that would be the same effect on free speech that they try to do today by limiting the magazine capacity. <laughs> okay, well, I think that people speaking their truth and or their opinion and, and having it amplified is not as much of um, an immediate or physical threat as having uh, guns whatever type of guns, whatever type of killing machine available to anyone. Do you think anyone should have access to nuclear weapons because the government has that? Do you think fucking... Uh, I'm pretty sure Hitler made the entire German army with his voice before he did with guns. Well, but but hold on. My my question stands. My question stands. Do you think just because the government has access to nuclear weapons, your fucking neighbor (laughs) should have that? No. Um, well, no. Why not? If you're if you're if they you're reading why, why not? if you're reading the Second Amendment literally, uh, yeah, that means yeah, they should. They okay. Should well, I, that's why I think that people need to re- rethink how these how that wording is. is I don't think happen. the government should have nuclear weapons, though. I don't yeah. either, man. I don't think anyone should, but they do. Nuclear weapons are stupid. Okay. Well, I think automatic weapons are stupid. I don't have automatic. Bam! Weapons. Drop the mic. Say, <laughs> just drop it. Get a mic and drop it. <laughs> <laughs> he did, he, oh, he's mad. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I actually. So on the little topic of auto, I, I'm so stuck on this. They're not that useful. They're really not. If you, I, I don't it's, know. Have, I mean, have you shot honestly, full auto weapons? It's, it's just an example. It's not. It's not like that. Yeah. That's not the umbrella thing. Like that's just an example. You guys want to talk about something else? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I let that run for a while. I, I think a criticism of PKA I often get is that I shut down the topics too often, and. I think that would We're coming up on three hours here. What are we talking about? Yeah. Shutting down topics. This is your people are getting I'm, content. I'm yeah, in, <laughs> I'm innocent this time. All right. So, um, U.S. Army round count, Bitcoin, Slack division, Slack division. Round count. What that was slack the thing. Division? 
You don't know what slacktivism is? It sounds like some kind of ploy of Activision. Yeah, yeah. No, no. You're, you're close. <laughs> I thought so, the same thing when I first... <laughs> All right. So there's this concept of activism, right? And everyone knows in activism, you sort of you do something. You go out. You protest. You make a difference. You know, you go to Africa and you build a well, right? That's being an activist. You're, you're going out and you're doing something. A slacktivist is when they change their Facebook profile picture to be <laughs> an equal sign, you know, to support um, gay marriage, for gay example. Rights. Or uh, they they click like. So this is basically like not buying gas on a certain day and doing it the day before? Uh, that's kind of borderline to me. That's almost activist. But, yeah, that's whatever. Or, you know, the, on Facebook, maybe the Coney 2012, they will like it. Or, you know, they'll spread a video or whatever. That's slacktivism. There are a lot of people who say slacktivism sucks. It's stupid. Um, you're not actually making any kind of change by changing your Facebook profile pic. I disagree. I disagree with that because I know people who are in communities. Like the 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 most recent thing was the equal sign, right? And Mm -hmm. and people who are changing their Facebook profile to the equal sign to represent that they believe in equal rights for um, gay marriage and you know gay citizens. For people don't know, it got super popular a few weeks ago while the Supreme Court was deliberating the issue. Yeah, and and. As much as it seems like, oh, man, like you didn't do shit. All you did was change your profile picture. Like it actually, for some people, it put them in a position of compromise with their comfort zone, with their family, with their with their tight-knit society, the one that they live in. And they broadcast to people who, who love them or care about them or are friends with them that, hey, I believe this. And they did that because they know that those people don't probably don't know that about them and it's uncomfortable for them to bring this up in normal everyday conversation i came up in a town like that that shit is is real life man i mean that's partly why i'm a fucking anti-socialist like i mean i'm anti-social i'm i'm like (laughs) also anti-socialist socialist not cool fuck them too (laughs) god damn you belgium (laughs) this is a thing man i mean it's it's not just you you call it slacktivism because you're not actually like I mean, you're not digging a trench, you're not mm-hmm. bringing water to kids, but, like, I mean, psychologically and sociolo- uh, sociologically, it sociologically, it, it actually does have an effect. I, I've seen these kind of things work out. You're smart. I like you. <laughs> I'm not with you, smart. too, actually. Yeah, I'm not smart either. But um, I've, I've changed my mind on this topic recently to line up with where Sage was. Like, I used to think, oh, it's kind of a joke, you know, you click like on a Facebook post, who really cares? But now it's like, no, what you're doing is trying to take an issue and present it in front of, you know, the court of popular opinion. And you're weighing in. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. By just weighing in and doing nothing else, you're doing a little. It's a, yeah, it's a gateway. It's a gateway uh, gateway activism. That's what the fuck that shit is. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I I don't know. It, it, probably a lot of people don't care about this I, I stand behind the word cash is king. I think if you donated a dime, you're doing more than the person that likes that Facebook post. Right. I don't know. Well, it, 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 a dime counts for a lot. But, like, you I know, mean, if I give a dime... A people, that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, but do it do it with a like, okay? Well, we, we <laughs> make our... We make our, our a lot of our business is on slacktivism. The idea of liking a video, trivial to the individual. Yeah, but see, but collectively, it's our lifeblood. Mm-hmm. To our life, 
like this stream right now. And yeah, all click of like on Painkiller already. All of oh, my yeah. videos. All of them. <laughs> and all of Lefty's you know what? videos. Go, and, and make yourself a YouTube channel page and and set our videos to your autoplay so that when people come to your channel, even if it only happens three times the rest of your life, that's three views for us. And if 10,000 of you do it, then we can buy lunch. Go to my uploads <laughs> playlist, click on play, and then go to school. Let it roll. Let, let it roll. roll. Do that every day. Do that every I don't, day. Go I don't control these things. Let them roll every day. Personally, I don't. Every day. Yeah, he does not like money. He's let these, let money. these money whores do their thing. You can come to me. I'm noble. Uh, a money whore would be if I was offering to come have sex with you for to do that. I'm not a money whore. I'm just offering you a proposition. So I'll you just offer inter- me sex just because you like me? No, I'm going to give you yeah, that's that's the why I offer you sex, Lefty. I'm offering you free entertainment, and all I want in return is a couple clicks to the mouse. I'm offering wing sex because the low body fat version of him oh, looks like a hairless gorilla. Oh, with wings, I freely <laughs> offer that. I will set you up with that. Uh, I'm a great lover. He is an amazing lover. He can he he quote unquote can make you nut by kissing you. <laughs> straight did Wings actually say mouth. that? He did. I can prove it. Really? I'll be right there. <laughs> yeah, Wings, lay a little smackaroo on me. <laughs> this is Wings of Redemption we're talking about, motherfuckers. The man with the golden cock. <laughs> that, that, that's uh, that's Ethos. You recently uh, deleted his channel. Oh, that's right. He deleted his oh, channel? That's a shame. Yeah, he no, he started a new one. You're taking over for him. You're taking so, uh, what it is is like when um, when Machinima kind of dried up there and they started revoking some contracts, he's he stopped making like six or seven hundred bucks a month and now he's making like fifty to a hundred and he said it's just not worth it. Oh, sad face. Oh well. Yeah, you have your prerogatives. <clears throat> well, the, the, the slacktivism thing. If we can go back to that, I think it's brought up a lot and it's going to continue to be brought up a lot because. We interact on the internet now. This is like, this is something I didn't have when I was a kid. I didn't have this when I was in high school. I didn't even have it when I was in college until like my last two years of college. It, it is the kind of thing where people are given a voice where they don't feel immediately threatened by their actual opinions or belief system and they can post online. It gives them a little bit of courage to just kind of say, this is what I believe, man. Like, and if you don't, if you don't jive with that, fuck you. Um, which is awesome. I like that. But it also allows them the the option to kind of research things that they normally wouldn't have access to, information they wouldn't have access to. And it's it's important. People are always like, oh, that's Internet. That's not real life. But how do, how do we live real life? We are interacting on the Internet, man. Like, this is how we're talking. This is how we are building our friendships, our relationships, which is fucked up to me in a weird way, but it's happening like that. So just because you say something, like say you're at a bar and someone says something really fucked up, like it, it just kind of like rubs you the wrong way. You're like, nah, that ain't right, man. Like that's, it's, it's that instance where you say no, like, yeah. and you're able to give them the, the reason why that offends you and why you think it's fucked up. And either they, they accept it or not. Like I've done this in my life. I've said fucked up things where people have confronted me and I've changed my ideology. I, I've, I've realized, all right, that's kind of fucked up of me. That's a really neat parallel to slacktivism. <clears throat> you know, like you, you, the slacktivist who changes his profile picture to an equal sign is about the same as that other guy saying, Hey man, I think you're wrong about this and I'm going right. to, you know, put it out there. Hmm. 
I discovered something recent, recently, and uh, it kind of goes along the lines that made me change my opinion on charities and, and whole. I used to be really pro about not giving money to charities that I couldn't give the money to the people myself. I've always been a believer that you didn't really need the overhead of a charity. I was yeah, really cut the man out. And, but I, I was recently watching a TED video, that, um, and he actually explained how overhead in a charity can actually equal a better sum of actual money donated. Instead of it looking like 40% of the money donated, so instead of like looking like they took 60 cents of every dollar, you have to look at it as percentages. Say they have a 60% overhead, and they didn't have that 60% overhead. They had like a 10% overhead. Nobody got paid anything, but they only were able to donate 1200 bucks. But see, if you gave them a 60% overhead, and they could market, and they could go out there, they can drive a business, they can do fundraisers, they can do charity drives, and all of a sudden, they can donate $40,000. That's it's interesting. That's a good point. The same's not true with – I remember I heard a, a Ronald Reagan uh, speech uh, about um, about welfare and how, how much red tape got in the way and how – I don't remember the exact figures, but it was something along the lines of if they just took the money and gave it straight to the people rather than dealing with all the red tape, it was it would be like 400% more effective than it, right. than it normally is. But, with, but I can see what you mean with, uh, with charitable organization. That makes a lot of sense that they're using that money to – to and, uh, push the charity on. I was, I was talking about it a little earlier how, like, a guy that works as the CEO of, like, a hunger company makes, like, $84,000, where, like, a Harvard MBA would make $400,000. The MBA in Harvard could donate hundred grand to the charity and sit on the board of this, you know, hunger organization and still be making $270,000. He'll get praised for it because he donated hundred grand to charity. Whereas the guy who actually donated his life to charity is making. Two hundred seventy thousand dollars less. He has to give up any means of, you know, self pleasure, whereas the other guy gets praised and still gets everything else. So he has no incentive to actually be charitable. There's no reason to give up self pleasure. I was about to say, yeah, no, I would never <laughs> live in a world where I cannot. Absolutely. Yeah. Let me yeah, ask you guys. Uh, what I'm saying, like, there needs to be more profit in the non-profit sector, and there needs to be more. Masturbation, yes. High-paying <laughs> jobs, be basically. Well, there, there, there is profit in the nonprofit sector. There's, there's a lot of it, and that's what, that's a big argument against Red Cross. Whenever like the issue raises where Red Cross is taking donations for, you know, of the recent hurricane or some kind of shit superstorm that goes down, they're like, oh, don't give the Red Cross because you know the CEO and all the people on top end up with most of the money or whatever like it's tough for me to like really make sense of that as someone who has actually facilitated a low level fundraiser campaign to give money to uh, uh communities in South Africa who need healthcare and 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 a roof over their head and school supplies and stuff like that like I that is the most direct kind of charity I could ever imagine but like I respect any kind of nonprofit organization who's able to get actual things done, even though you have to you have to understand that there are overheads. There people can't work for free. People are out there doing as much as they can, even though they're taking in a paycheck for themselves, which is part of what you donated to to uh, a charity. And yeah, we hear that a lot, don't we? Like people are always bitching about it, but. Like, Any- Anybody watching? If you Google Sage Francis Ubuntu, U-B-U-N-T-U, Ubuntu, then you'll learn all about the charity he's talking about. Yeah. 
check it out. Give them your money. Well, I appreciate that. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna work on like making it more official, but it's been going really good because I did spend some time out in Durban, South Africa, and um, it wasn't just me out there. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to help out this community. I was actually there to visit and just witness it and make sense of it. And then I was like, damn, like I'm in a position to tell the, these people's story. And, and then thankfully I had a fan base who was willing to help out with that situation. And for them, it did work out and we're going to like keep, keep that going. But the story is much bigger than I've been able to tell so far. So That'll, that'll continue to grow. I'm going to kind of hammer this point home. Um, if you guys really want to donate, don't feel don't feel like you have to donate a large amount of money. If everybody that watches this video donated a dime, it'd be more $10,000 to this cause, and this is a great cause. Let me just jump in. Sage, how do you take your money? Is it via PayPal? Yeah, right now All we're right. doing – yeah. So let me jump in. Donate more than a dime, right? I've actually – I've done stuff like, you know, hey, these pizza guys keep getting robbed and whatever. People who donate one penny or even ten pennies, PayPal takes 100% of it. The PayPal fee is like 15 cents at a minimum or something. So you got to give a dollar or, you know, something along those lines. You can't literally give a penny or ten cents because yep. – Zero yeah, really percent. If it makes you feel better, guys, dig around your couch cushions. You'll you'll make that money back. <laughs> yeah, but you you can't give a dime. If you give a dime, literally all you're doing is donating to PayPal. New topic. So, what? How much uh, physical? Uh, let's just say um, damage could you sustain and still want to live, Wings? <laughs> <laughs> what part? What, what part of your? How much of your body do you need to lose to till you just? wish you had died like would you, what if you lost your feet would you still want to live yeah what if you lost your hands I don't know. oh no a world without self-pleasure we've just defined it oh, no, 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 <laughs> no you can grease up the no, nubs no, no. Not just the <laughs> I, mean, I don't well, think i can do the hands kind of the hands would probably get me suicidal i mean i could probably go without the legs yeah, but, but without hands, I mean, how would you commit suicide? I, I, I'm a kind of guy that fears boredom, and as long as I can keep my mind occupied, yeah, I can't play video games anymore, bro. I understand that. That's why I said I probably couldn't do anything that would keep yeah. me from being able to read, you know, write, yeah. you know, do any of the things to keep my mind occupied because I fear boredom. What about going? Uh, okay, so I, I think we're on the same page here. I agree. I could lose my legs. I would not want to lose my arms, though. At least not both of them. I got to have at least one hand and fully functional arm and hand and all that stuff. What if? What about blindness? I could, I could probably do blindness. I think I could do blindness too. You know what? I couldn't. I, what about deaf? Deafness. At the same time? No, 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 no. God, no. Everybody knows you'd rather die than that. <laughs> we ain't going Helen Keller with this shit. Oh, I, mean, no. I, mean, no. I knew that was going to happen. How, how far along are we deaf? Are we like pure T, hearing aid not going to help us deaf? Right or? now, I poke your eardrums out. They're done. Gone. No sound ever, forever, and ever. It doesn't matter if Star Trek I happens. I can do that. I can do that. I can still play video games with subtitles. No sound horn, my bro my friend. I don't. You can't do it anyway. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Treyarch. What about you? What about you, Woody? You know, it's I'm in a different situation than you, than you guys. For me, like I was just thinking about it while you guys were talking. It's all about whether or not I'm a help or a burden to my family, right? Like if you were literally to drop both arms and legs, I think instead of me like supporting the family and pulling the train, that situation would get reversed, and I'm not okay with that. 
You know, I'd rather drop me off than have me be a burden on the people that I love. Where that burden starts and ends, I'm not exactly sure, right? Like, if I'm deaf, keep going, right? I can still be a father, be a breadwinner, be all the things that they need from me. If I'm deaf mm-hmm. and blind, d- just finish me, right? Because I can't do anything yep. but uh, but be a drag on Coexist. <laughs> yeah. So the, so the question is, you know, wherever that point is in which I transfer from being, you know, a, a a li- into a liability. Yeah, right. right. Uh, you know, when I go from the engine to the caboose, whenever, wherever it is yeah. that that transition happens, uh, that's where I need to stop. You on the same page with us, Lefty? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't. I, if I no, couldn't do it. All Just right, thinking so about it. Makes how me about you? How about you, Sage? What? How much? What do you need to still think life is worth living? I think just an arm and a hand, and either eyesight or ears. What if you lost your dick? I'm okay with that. Yeah, you would live without a dick. I, I would live without a dick. When I was, I remember when I was younger, I actually told my friends that living life without a dick isn't worth living, and you might as well kill me. Uh, in my later years, I actually was like, all right, fuck it, I don't need a dick. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to point something out to a lot of people listening that probably haven't considered this. Life is worth living without balls. Life is not worth living without a dick. Why not? Because if you lose the balls... You don't want sex, okay? You're not going to want sex anymore, so you're not going to realize you're missing it. If you keep the balls and lose the dick, then you're horny. You want the sex, but you not only it's not just that you can't get it. We're not talking about the, the guy who yeah. unfortunately can't get laid. You're the guy who literally can't get laid. You can't even help yourself out. You are donezo. No, nothing's going on down there. No feeling whatsoever. I would, I would not want to live. Can it go? Wait, out? so, so, so you saying dick about the balls? Just to, can I temporarily divert from the topic? You know, in Game of Thrones, the bald guy, he's like a eunuch or something. Yes. What exactly captain? does he have going on down there? He's got no balls. That's, so he, <laughs> so he has a penis. I have this notion that everyone knows this but me. So he has a penis but no nuts. Correct. So they his, used to right. do so that. Voice, to young... So his voice is high. It's not, but it should be. Yeah. So they used to do that to young boys who were, um, I, I don't know my, is it Sopranos who hit the high notes? Right. Yeah, the, so the young boys who were like Sopranos, they would castrate them so that their voice would stay like that forever. Hmm. So you're yeah. saying that even if I cut my dick off and kept my balls, I would get sexual feelings but not be able to satisfy them? You would still have the urges, yeah. Hmm. Now, if you lost your balls... Could you like? I wonder if you could just do everything you needed, and the you could use a needle to give you whatever testosterone or something you're losing. I think yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah, I think if you lost your balls, you're you can't have kids, but you can otherwise live a normal life with some. Yeah, kinky I think you chick. could shoot up with. Some and that's like a, that's like a that's like a, a get out of jail free card. But hey, baby, I got no. There ain't nothing down. <laughs> yeah, there. you're not getting pregnant. As I'm thinking gonna... about it, are balls that big of a turn on? Like I'm not really into them. I. Like if, you, you know, for the dick more, you're more into the dicks. If I was like, a chick, kind of like a counterweight if, down there, if it, I, it, it keeps you balanced. If I, I was a chick, that's fine. And, and I had the option to get a guy who just had like a, you know, what Wings would refer, refer to as a beautiful penis, and 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 no ugly yeah, you sweaty have a good cock, if you, especially if you're in porn, <laughs> and, and no ugly sweaty undercarriage to bother you. Now, to me, that might yeah. even be an upgrade. Yeah, but Woody, don't you love it when you like you fucking a girl and your balls come around and slap the top of her pussy? 
Yeah. <laughs> That's a good feeling. <laughs> Wings is so I can't, right, Wings is so uncouth. He, is, he he lays it out there in the in, the, in, in like the dirtiest terms. He doesn't. He could have so easily been like. But you know, when you're in bed, sometimes those kind of add to things, right? He could have said no. that, but no, he's like, no, don't you just like it when you fucking a bitch and balls <laughs> and slapping that pussy. <laughs> and you're, How you're long just... are your balls? You're, those are long balls. <laughs> I have some pretty big balls. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and Wait. so that's it. That's it. You're done. Give me your hand, I'll show you. Holy smokes, so Lefty ends sooner than Kyle today. (laughs) I could stick around for that one. That one's pretty funny, man. (laughs) It's funny, but there's an image, and and it's just, it won't leave my head, and it won't go away. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's well endowed, Lefty. I'm well endowed. I I got enough. Stop trying to make me think about your junk, Wings, okay? Tell him how big it is, Wings. Tell him what his nickname Are you circumcised? me, I'm circumcised, yeah. I got the thick <laughs> I've always wore boxers, so my nuts hang something like that. <laughs> oh Do that again. Hold your hands up again. <laughs> no, no, no. Down to there. Down to there, Lefty. Not, yeah, that's the, sa- that's the sound you're going to be making with those balls in your mouth. La, 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 la. Yeah. <laughs> Just imagine with, wings balls. Lefty, would the whole area smell better without balls, you think? I, I think the hair causes that more than the balls. The hair above your junk? Yeah, I think the hair is what c- captures the smell. That's actually the what it's there for. No, the balls are grabbing some of that. Part of the pubic hair is there to, you know, hold some uh, smells down there that used to be important for our reproduction. You know, and I've heard it's there as a lubricant. The hair. And hair it, is a lubricant? Yeah, exactly. Like, if you think about it, I, I bet if you shaved your armpits, you'd immediately realize, like, oh, yeah, you know, there's something different going on here. It's sticky. And, uh, you know, like a guy, where's his hair, right? It, it, it's on his junk and it's under his arms. Two places where you have, like, skin I have on skin it on my motion. Chest. I don't know about you. I think everyone here knows that the official lubricant of painkiller already is wet platinum. <laughs> wet platinum. <laughs> I got hair wet all over my back. Com. Is that lubricant? <laughs> uh, do we totally need wet as a sponsor? I, I, I oh, know. by the way, shout out to our sponsor, youtube.com slash campingpolicest. Subscribe. Yeah, that's a re- We've that's already a confirmed that ST stands for sexually transmitted. Dude, mm-hmm. best channel on YouTube. It's a bunch of guys having fun. You'll have fun if you watch their videos. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and they don't talk about this nasty shit like we do. So no. that's a plus in itself. You're, and, you're, they're they're, they're wings balls free over there. At, <laughs> and uh, they're about wings of Redemption's And they're Scottish, so you know they're freaking hilarious. Scottish. Something about Scottish guys. Jesus, how do they get so funny? I don't know. It's just the accent. It's just silly. But it's more than the accent. It's the accent that like, oftentimes there's a proliferation of curse words, which just is awesomeness in a Scottish <laughs> accent. Yeah, mm-hmm. a Scottish person saying cunt is hilarious. Cunt! <laughs> it's great. It's great. Right, I got. I got. I got one more topic to ask for. Run out. Of time. Hang on, let me finish the last topic though. Uh, if it's me, as far as the living thing, um, I used to think when I was a little bit younger that I wouldn't want to live um, without my legs. I've since changed my mind because I've. There's so many things that you can enjoy without legs. There's you know film and inter- pretty much every kind of power chair race. Yeah, power chair races. You know, there's all, you can you can drive cars now without legs. It's it's not that big of a deal. You that can you save your you money. All you need, need is Netflix, baby. Yeah, Netflix, <laughs> and you know you don't have to worry about shoes anymore. You don't have Netflix to worry about pants. Quick. Shut up, uh, Wings. Coupon code yeah, Woody. Yeah, coupon code Woody. Get yourself some Netflix. Start watching The Office. You'll love it. Netflix.com slash Woody. Mad Men's on there. I've been sick last four days. Netflix been burned up. 
<laughs> you have to keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, Wings has watched hundreds of hours of Netflix like the rest of us here. But for you <laughs> normal people out there, Netflix is a bargain. Because it's free. Netflix.com slash Woody, free month. All caps. W-O-O-D-Y. Mr. Francis. But I'm the only person here that's actually has a music video. What is it like to shoot one of those? Like, how much work is it? Uh, man. There's... Some of them are really expensive and way more expensive than the actual album costs to make. Um, I don't really get down with that too much. After the first couple videos, I decided we had to cut back on how we uh, allocate funds for promoting an album. But um, they're pretty fun. I've been involved in movie stuff, too. I kind of like I'm more into the movie stuff than I am the, the music video stuff. I was I was worried more about how what's it like like the experience. It's tedious, and you're I'm kind of like um, I'm really impressed with the organization that's involved with making it happen because there's it's it's very uh, it's like a military man like everyone knows their role everyone's on point when they need to be and taking care of various uh, <laughs> jobs and positions and making it all happen when it needs to happen. Um, I'm it's, there really just to kind of like, I mean, this, I'm talking about the actual filming, but the, right. I mean, pre-filming, we're talking about treatments and writing the, the video and making sure like, <clears throat> you know, we know where all the money's going and stuff like that. But the actual filming process is, uh, <laughs> waiting around a long time and a long time and then just like doing a 20 second uh, I don't know delivery of some kind of lyric, and then then you move on to the next thing. But I don't like that shit, man. I've never, I didn't grow up, I didn't grow up making videos. The reason I, I ever got known wasn't because of videos, and now I'm stuck in this kind of like new video world where YouTube and uh, just videos on the internet are the norm, and I have to like adhere to that. It's it's just different. It's not like I was cool with people never seeing this fucking ugly face, man. I was all right with that. Oh, don't sell yourself shirt. Well, Rever- you reverse know, skunk boy. Reverse skunk. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with people not knowing about the fucking reverse skunk. But here <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know that. Like, yeah, you ever thought maybe uh, the collage videos? What kind? Like collage videos, kind of like your Ubuntu video. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we did the the. There's a video called Love the Lie, which is. Uh, Stop motion animation. Those kind of things, though, take like a month or two months to do. It's just so much fucking preparation. And um, I mean, I, I respect that a lot. The people who are able to make it happen are incredible at what they do. But it's just like it's a deviation from what I do as an artist. Like when I have to consider, okay, this song is going to be visually represented by this from here on out. I'm not so sure... I'm um, I'm equipped to deal with that, but you know, a good music problem. video though is important still. Like I, for a oh, while, I thought it wasn't important because MTV doesn't really pimp it anymore. Yeah. But but YouTube does. I, I watched um, you know, Wax and Herbal Tea. Are you familiar with their work at all? Mm-hmm. They have a lot of videos on their YouTube channel that, at least to me, look like they didn't spend a lot of money on the on the music video. And then they have one. Rosanna is the one I'm thinking of. It's obviously been professionally shot, color graded. The thing matches. 
and it has way more views. It got way more exposure. I'm sure right. it sold way more songs. Right. And it's like, wow, that investment in that video probably paid off for them. Yeah, and there's just so many instances where people have, have, have thrown money into a video where it didn't pay off. And it's weird, but you're you're right. It's like unless you have a video for a song, it, the song almost doesn't count. Like so many people experience their music through the Internet now. Mm-hmm. And I have like 200 songs. I'm not making 200 fucking videos, and I'm certainly not going into my back catalog to make them. But the majority of new listeners are truly just looking for videos. Some of them get stuck into the trap of just like letting the YouTube play and they'll click random links. But you'll notice that the songs that have videos are the ones that get the most attention. They get the most views. Those are the albums where most of the attention is brought to. I respect that and understand that. And I, I, I give attention to that. It's just what I'm saying is that is not it's how a lot I of fucking work. It is. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of money. You, it's a lot of preparation. Are you with a guy named Nice Peter? What's that? Yeah. You're, you're familiar with Nice Peter? He's a YouTuber? No, I, I don't know. He does epic rap battles of history? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm familiar. Like, he shoots one of those out like every week. You oh. should hit me up. I, I'd like to do that. <laughs> yeah, epic Rap Battles History. I think that's the channel it's on now. Like it started on his own Nice Peter, and and now Epic Rap Battles. I mean, History. just imagine, he has to have great work ethic, dude, because he gets he, he puts those things out fast. Those yeah. are heavily. That's editing. a lot of work, man. That's, that's a, a lot you, of work. You got to have people with the tools to make that happen. You got to have the editors, you know, the, the camera operators, and mm-hmm. everything I else. I mean, it just takes the writers, everything, the the the, the main mind around the whole process to make. To form it, yeah. he puts those out weekly. Wings, I must miss a ton of them. I don't. Well, I don't they know take, if they weekly, took breaks. They've they've started back up again. They do seasons, if I'm correct. Yeah. Oh, like they do them in like joints. They'll do like five or six at a time, and then they'll take a while off. He might do them all at one time while they're on the break and just release them weekly. Hmm. That would make sense. Right. If you were in Epic Rap Battles history, who would you want to play? Uh, I could a, do like Benjamin Franklin. Oh, they probably already did him. Uh, I would like to do a Helen Keller. I'd like to do Helen Keller was a girl, right? I think I could. I think I. Could, I think I'm feminine enough. I think that I'm. Definitely I'm seeing it. I see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have the flow and the delivery. I don't see why they wouldn't. Have you Have you reached out to them? No, nah, I don't reach out to nobody. Let, who do you think that might he be would a problem fit? right there? Yeah, that is that's not good business right there. I who should you play? Damn, I'm looking at you trying this is to a good time. Out. Let us know in the comments who Sage Francis should Matter of fact, why don't you guys go nice Peter and see if they would want, would like to use Sage Francis in one of their videos? I'll I'll go straight for like almost any historical character. I'll make it work out. I just like Helen Keller is pretty dope. So. You look yeah. more like Billy Mays. Billy Mays? Yeah, the, Billy, Billy Mays, you know, the orange glow guy. Okay. He's not oh, here. another TV offer. <laughs> He's not too historical, man. Lay out your they resume for us, Sage. What'd you win? You, you uh, I forget. It starts with an S, right? Scribble Jam. Oh, Scribble Jam. Yeah. Scribble Jam. Yeah, Scribble Jam winner. There was uh, the freestyle battles. There was the Super Bowl battle in Boston in '99. And, and what's was... what's the house that Sage built? <laughs> no, it was on. It's on, it's on Wikipedia. Scribble Jam is the house that Sage built. There it is, man. Uh, Miss Mr. Dibbs built the house. I I just rented it for a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy can write some flows for you guys. That's me trying to be cool. 
<laughs> I, I just never understood why Sage Francis didn't get more popular. Like, I ain't trying to say you're not popular. You're way bigger than all most of us. But, um, like, you have such good melody. Like, songs like Love the Lie and The Best of Times, it, it just flows so well. I appreciate that. Yeah, well, I'm still, this, I, for the past three years, I've been writing a new record. This, I have five of them out now, studio albums and more mixtapes and stuff. It's been a lot of stuff. I'm kind of just, I got to write for myself and hope that it, it resonates with a certain portion of the public so that I can continue doing more. And that's what I'm going to do. What's the biggest thing you've learned over your five albums? Like, is there one thing? Yeah, always um, work with people who you trust and never go against your gut about, like, who is trustworthy or not. Like, there's been people I've worked with who I kind of knew weren't tight, and um, I live with that for the rest of my life. And these albums are stuck with me for life. That's kind of why I put so much effort into them. I know that I'm attached to them forever. So I don't want to fuck around and, <laughs> and, and kind of have to carry the burden of someone else's bullshit. For, so how, how, how long is the Sage Francis career? Are you just going to do it till you get rich or you going to do it till you just run out of inspiration? No, I kind of feel like, have you ever seen the movie, um, uh, crazy heart? No, that sounds like a chick really flick. Good. That was like the country western singer. It, it was, it was Jeff amazing. Bridges. Jeff Bridges, it's an amazing movie. Yeah, he like, gave the money away at the end. Yeah, I feel like I'm a mix between him and the and and the wrestler. Have you ever seen the wrestler? Okay. Okay. The wrestler, but like I'm thinking more of the Joker, where he just burnt the money. <laughs> it's a whole shit. It's a combination of three. Eventually, mm. that shit's gonna happen. There's there's too many people I know who need that money, so I don't know if I'd burn it or just kind of like drop it off in a fucking parachute before I jump off the fucking... So you, basically money doesn't mean nothing to you. It's just you just want enough money so people don't bother you. No, money means a lot. I mean, it's, it's the, the, repre- the the symbolism of the money and, and attaching it to what I do and knowing that, okay, I'm working toward this. I'm going to get this so they can have that. So I, you know, I live okay. I'm all right. I got my cats. I got my couch. I got my TV. I got the internet here. I'm good with that. But... I mean, shit gets bigger and stranger and weirder as 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 I get older. I more responsibilities fall into my lap. I want to make sure that people are taken care of, man. I mean, people die, I bury them. I put their money, you know, like where it needs to be, and that's going to happen to me too. And you know, we'll see how that all works out. I I'm okay with how everything has turned out. I just it's not just a personal thing, but I run a record label, so there's a, there's artists who deserve as much recognition and and exposure as I get. So I need to make sure that that's taken care of and yada yada. I, you know, I've I'm been, just a daddy. I've been dying to ask this: uh, when you make a record, what's your preferred microphone? I don't have one. I, God, I'm, fuck I'm, you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm using I'm using I'm using the laptop mic right now. I'm yeah, I hear of, it. I hear it. I know. But what's your preferred microphone? No, I'm the least fucking tech savvy dude you'll ever meet. I'm sorry. So so sad. I mean, there's it's silver. It's long. <laughs> I can grab it for you if you want. Hold on a second. Yep. Does it look like this? <laughs> I want to see it. Probably is. It's probably close to that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing an SM58, the seven, which is the one with the ball head on it. This is a CAD 570 GXL2 2200. Oh my God, are we on mic talk? We are. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
Son of a bitch. So you I, got I, gun I was, talk. You got gun talk. Yeah, you'd be happy. Oh, but I had that guy going all negative on me. <laughs> I, you, you brought in Harry Reid to fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever get truck talk. Here dude, it is. Dude, you got so much truck talk last last show that it spilled over after the show. <laughs> Sterling? Is that the name brand on it? Yeah, Sterling Audio. Uh... ST-59 Class A FET. Okay. It's actually really good, but I don't I don't know shit, so fuck me. <laughs> Man runs a record label, don't even know what microphones are good. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, I actually know just how to min- That's a man that's guy. about the music. That's about the art. The music. I got a guy. Yeah. Yep, it's a it's a solid mic. I don't know much about it. It's a condenser mic. I don't know. Yeah. From my experience, I hate phantom mics. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. There's supposed to, some of the best mics require phantom banner, phantom well, power. For but I Call of Duty commentaries, phantom power mics have always let me down. All right then. Yeah, I don't have any experience with them. I sometimes I want to buy one just to play around with new mics, but um, to you played around frugal. with mine at my house that one day and you couldn't get it to work either. I don't remember that. Remember I said it was only giving me left audio. Yes. But that's the interface, not the mic. I could get it to work in Vegas. I think I did, too. Yeah, but it sounded like crap. It didn't sound like a, a $400 mic. <laughs> okay. Uh, Wings are just shitting on audio now. <laughs> Background yeah. sucks. This microphone sucks. I, know. I need a better microphone to pick up my yapping dog in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Can I bring it closer? No, no, we no, don't want no, that. No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. God. All right, let's. Kyle. Sir, yes, 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 sir. Do you want to talk about taxes or Bitcoin? I don't know what Bitcoin is, so let's talk about taxes. All right. It, it's taxes are fucked up. <laughs> I don't know taxes how to begin. Uh, I spent the better part of my day preparing my own taxes, and uh, uh, like it. I'm for a progressive tax rate, and what that means is that people who earn more should pay a higher percentage of taxes, right? Not just a flat rate. It's the opposite. Um, I've been broke, broke. I, I've, I made 17 grand a year when I first started as an adult. No, 14 grand a year. And even in the 90s, 14 grand a year was freaking nothing. You know, I, people have heard me I repeat myself too much, but I remember I'd go grocery shopping. And it was orange juice. That was the thing. I would look longingly at orange juice, thinking about some kind of future where I could afford it anytime I want. Like, if I desired orange juice, I could drink it. Not just orange juice, but the good shit. (laughs) Anything. Like, I I was a water guy. That was all I could drink. And I would treat myself with, like, uh, powdered iced tea or something. But mostly I just drank water because that's what I could afford. That's that's what I was when I first started growing up. I remember... I talked to my wife and I was like, I don't think we'll ever be in a position in our life when you can buy bath towels and that's not like a family decision. Like, you know, something where you and I together decide whether we want to put our resources into a new bathroom towel like that. That was us when we were broke. And I haven't forgotten that. And I still think that people who are doing well should pay a higher percentage of their income in taxes because it's that low tax rate that enables you to have some kind of future. If you have oppressive taxes on poor people, then you 
stop them from going forward. Like at that time, I couldn't afford orange juice. I couldn't afford it because I was funding my college degrees. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't afford a bath towel because I had bought a PC that year and I was, you know, teaching myself to be a better programmer. That- Can I run two things past you? And I, I, I really like what everything you just said. Surprisingly. Mm-hmm. So here are my two things about that. One, as much as I agree with everything you just said. I feel like if you tell people that if you make one more dollar, then your tax rate goes up by 5%, that hurts everyone because that person isn't going to hire that other person to work for them. That scenario could play out. Also, I feel like so many times the answer isn't to raise taxes, it's to control spending. So let me come back on that. Uh, first of all, that tax bracket thing is often misunderstood. Like, I'm going to simplify it, but let's say that there's only two tax brackets in the world. One is zero to 50 and the other is 50,000 and higher. When you move from 49,000 to 50, it's only that last dollar that pays the higher tax rate. So your effective tax rate, pretending the two were like 10 and 20%, it's not like when you make four nine nine nine. Yeah, you do, but I, you know, there are people watching who maybe don't. Um, Sorry. When you earn that one more dollar, your tax rate doesn't double. It's just that last dollar you pay twenty cents instead of ten. Like that's how tax. And yet you. Really work. And yet you're still telling them that any that if they work harder, then you're just going to take more of their money. It's almost a punishment for success. Could could you view it that way? I can see where you're coming from. There are other things in there. That strike me as more of a general, like, I'm going to start cursing, but a general fuck you by the IRS that, that frustrates me more. <laughs> like, for example, children are tax deductible, right? You get, you know, tax credits and, you know, standard deduction goes up and stuff like that when you have children. But if you earn a lot of money, they start phasing that out. They're like, oh, those tax credits you get for kids? Not you, asshole. <laughs> like, yeah, we just start taking that away. You can afford your children. Uh, yeah, We're but then forget about the crack babies. So it's it's a sort of hidden way to increase taxes on people who make more. And then, but there's another thing that bothers me way more than like the phase outs do, and it's um, or alternative minimum tax, which I don't love, but it's uh. It's capital gains and dividends tax. Now, they just went up a little bit more, so that'll affect 2013 and beyond. But the way it is now is stupid. If you work for your money, and it's not even a rich-poor thing, if you work for your money and you're Kobe Bryant, then they tax the heck out of you because you're you're getting paid its ordinary income. If you work for your money and you're a heart surgeon, then they tax the heck out of you. If you work for your money and you make a normal wage, like maybe you're an experienced teacher, then they tax the heck out of you. However... If your money makes money, meaning you earned it in the stock market or you earned it through, you know, either capital gains or dividends, you know, you earned it by your earning interest in your bank account. If your money earns money, then you get a really favorable tax rate. Everything in your life is cheaper for you because you have less in taxes. You know, if if Kyle wants to go to a restaurant and make it rain and just buy, you know, everybody in the place and it's $6,000... He effectively has to earn twelve grand to make that happen. However, if Warren Buffett wants to do the same thing and spend six grand on everyone in the restaurant, he effectively has to earn, I don't know, eight grand instead of Kyle's twelve. Why? Because when Kyle makes money, you know, he's out there working for it and getting deals and you know producing content. When Warren Buffett makes money, it's interest and dividends and therefore it's tax. Seems like it should be the other way around, doesn't it? Yeah. Now there's this notion from people, like the argument they use is that 
investments make the economy go. Like these are the superheroes of the economy. By buying stocks, you're enabling things to happen and therefore it's good. And I'm like, what a load of horseshit. People actually bought that? The superheroes of the economy are the people who go and become plumbers and start their own businesses and hire, you know, a handful of people. The people that decide, you know what? I can make a better coffee cup. I'm going to go into the coffee cup manufacturing business. I'm going to start my company. These people who are earning money, the plumber, the coffee cup guy, the heart surgeon, the whatever, they're taxed stupidly high. But the people whose money are earning their money are taxed low. And anyone who says that dividends and capital gains are double taxation, please study up on it. Like actually learn what capital gains tax. Capital gains is no way double taxation. People don't know it. People say, oh, you know, I earned a dollar, turned it into a dollar twenty. But since I pay tax on that first dollar, it's double to no no no. It it is no different to buy a stock for a dollar, sell it for one twenty and pay tax on that twenty cents than it is for a retail outfit to buy a coffee cup for a dollar, sell it for a dollar twenty and pay ta- taxes. Double taxation does not refer to capital gains. It refers to people who own a business and then pay corporate level taxes and dividend level taxes again at the personal level. But I, I had a fan letter from an accountant roll in, and he's like, "Oh, thank God! You know, I feel I felt like I was the only guy who understood double taxation until I watched Painkiller already." And this guy's a CPA. I'm right on this. I have an accounting degree in college. I understand double taxation, and a lot of people assign it. They think that if you make a dollar and then they just keep reinvesting it and turning it, that you should never pay taxes again. No. New income, new tax. That's not what double taxation is. What are your What are your issues with, say, a flat tax of some kind? Uh, it, the, the challenge, so oftentimes the people who propose flat taxes have things that actually make it pretty progressive. Like, it's a flat tax, but it only impacts the portion of your income over forty grand. So that makes it damn progressive, to be honest. Progressive means that more people pay a higher effective tax rate. Like, if you earn forty-five grand and the first forty grand of that is tax-free, then you're paying an effective tax rate of, you know, something on $5,000. It's going to be really low. But if you earn $5 million and the only portion that's taxed is the part over forty grand. Then you're paying, you know, basically that flat rate. I, the trouble is, it's at forty grand, it's not so bad. But you, a lot of times, these proposals are a little rougher on people who don't earn much compared to the progressive rates we have today. Rates that get progressively higher as you earn more. I'd rather see a system that had fewer deductions and more obvious rates. That's that's what I want. You know, I want to. I wish that. I, so there, there's there's dozens of ways to do it. There's so many different plans. There's so many different flat tax, fair tax, progressive taxes. There's so many different ways. Here's what I wish. I wish that they would force down the IRS's throat just one rule, one rule and one rule only. You have to come up with a new tax code. <laughs> 2,000 words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, like, for instance, right now, people at the C level, CEO, CIO, etc., they get paid in these really complicated ways. It's like yeah. deferred interest. I hope I'm getting uh, that uh, right. And um, uh, you know, by that, they're able to take their pay and reclassify it as interest and pay low tax rates. And like, I look at this and I'm like, what kind of horseshit is this? You know, these guys are basically, you know, even at the CIO level, they're basically trading work for money. But they're like on the inside. And, you know, they're getting special treatment and they're able to just get paid in a way that has less taxes. Like, how how horseshit is that? It should be fair regardless of how you earn your income. 
that that's my big tax issue. And then Kyle brought up earlier the spending. Uh, I have issues with some of our spending too. I have issues with lots of our spending. Yeah, I bet we have issues in different places. <laughs> we do. Yeah, we do. But, think? Yeah, but 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 it's not so much. I, I like the idea that our military is just overkill. It's just retardedly like overspent. Uh, retarded overspending. You know, mm-hmm. spend, you know, ten billion for laser weaponry and fifty. <laughs> You know, spend an extra trillion so that our plane is not just the best plane on Earth, but it's probably the best plane in the galaxy. <laughs> I like that kind of shit. I like knowing I that when the Martians come. Why do you come, like that shit, dude? I like knowing that when the Martians come, they'd be like, why the fuck do their atmospheric vehicles travel at Mach 4? That doesn't even make sense. We don't even do that shit. <laughs> Only our spacecraft goes that fast. I don't like the 58 cents of every dollar goes to the military. I don't I, like that at I, all. I like that kind of overkill. It makes me feel safe in my bed at night. And it, it We weren't getting we didn't have that shit in the 1940s when we beat two countries at the same time. I don't know how true that is. There was a lot. Of, there's a huge economic and socioeconomic difference between now and the 1940s, though. That's neither yeah, but the fact is, we weren't, we weren't ahead of any of the other countries in technology. Germany was out, obviously out, out technological, more technological. We, we outworked them, but we we paid for it in uh, in human lives. I, I I don't have an issue so much with the military spending. It does need to be. There's a lot of red tape, a lot of bullshit, a lot of wasted back. money there. It. I don't. Okay, so we disagree there. What, but everywhere else, I'm willing to cut back as much as you want. 40 fucking percent on income alone. My state tax hadn't even came into effect yet this year. 40 we, goddamn percent. Me and Woody... I, 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 I think I, your your math is wrong, bro. I'm not Somewhere. Look here. You're not I, carrying a one. <laughs> you're doing something wrong. All right, Lefty, here. You do the math. $7,300. I'm getting taxed at twenty nine fifty. Twenty nine fifty percent no, $2,950. That's how much federal income tax I'm paying out of that. Is that not 40%? Give me the two numbers again. 7300 2950 Yeah, that's about right. I, I, what I actually did No, but I think when you're, when, when you're like writing it down to get to those numbers, I think something's getting screwed no, no, up. No, no, that's the only numbers. I, that's, that's what I gave my accountant. I get, she goes, what is your income for March? I go, this. This is my income. She comes back with that number. I go, why am I getting taxed at 40%? She gives me no answer. You know what you need? New accountant. accountant. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bad accountant you got there, bro. I mean, so, but like... Wings, I'm going to set you up a conference call with my dad. You were going to walk... my. <laughs> I'm going to sound like a fanboy. My father is like a super accountant. He's been an accountant for... Shucks, I don't know, 30 years or something like that. He has a master's degree in accounting. He's owned his own business for decades. He's handled way more complicated stuff than you. And when you walk away from that call, you will be informed. Yeah, I just don't understand. I never paid nowhere close to 40% last year, and I just got like a 30 like – If well, you I'm want to understand to get a it, take me up on my offer. And- you know? And this is good, too, because this goes to what Sage was talking about earlier in terms of those court shows being kind of teach you something on certain levels. Just because some guy's like, I'm an accountant, doesn't mean he's not going to fuck you. <laughs> I, you think they're pocketing that money? No. I think either she, your accountant is incompetent or trying to fuck you. One of the two. You think she messed up somewhere? She's trying to put the money back, or like, why, why would she get me forty percent if she can get me if she actually just pay the rate I actually owe? It's it's inconceivable to me that she'd take part of your estimated taxes and put it in her pocket. Like that'd be 
impossible. That's not to such catch. a huge crime. It's yeah, uh, I, I don't buy that. Like it's never happened. Oh man, that's it, right. So, okay, so it could be, or she's just an idiot, or she screwed yeah, up. Yeah, she, she may have made a mistake in catching her. And like, because if she's an accountant, everybody she knows yeah. is coming to her for tax advice, right? I mean, now. It's possible that she had you at like you know ten percent in previous months, and now she's doing some sort of catch up for previous errors. I don't know what the deal is. But I can get Maybe you squared away. Going on a cruise compliments a wings of redemption. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, she wore a lot of nice not carnival. When, you, when she told you this, did you notice a lot of new jewelry? Maybe a new car, something like that. No, they drive a shitty car. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it, it, so, I, don't, not, I just thought of you know a few sentences to sum up my position on taxes. Sure. I think the rich should pay a slightly higher percentage or a higher percentage so that it doesn't uh, uh, hold down the poor. But I think regardless of how you earn it. You should pay the same rate. That's it. I have a new topic and a new question, and we're kind of staying in the same genre. <clears throat> genre. Do you think that you should have to pass a drug test to receive federal aid money? And we're talking about, say, welfare, government yes. housing, etc. If I have to pass a drug test to be able to work, you should have a drug test to be able to live off my work. All right. Got a yes from Wings Redemption. I, I, I knew I could count on it from him. Lefty? Uh, what about alcohol? You can drink C- cigarettes. You can smoke. Why? Because those things are legal. Okay, okay. Uh, if it ever becomes legal, then no. If it's to remain arbitrarily illegal, then I guess yeah. Just to Wait, be consistent. Is it in this uh, situation purely pot? No, no, no. I'm t- no. I I almost don't even care. Well, about it's probably mostly if- pot. It, it, if I were passing the law, pot would be okay. But we're dealing with the federal government here, so let's just say illegal drugs in general. I can only get on board when it's like the other stuff. Like if the guy's on speed or cocaine or... My, let me run this one by you, Woody. These are people who are basically applying and saying, I can't feed myself or I can't house myself, and yet I can spend... 20 bucks a day to support my non-addictive drug habit. You know, you're not going to love my answer. It's not that I frown on their drug use. It's not that I have an issue with them smoking marijuana. It's that they are taking their $20 and, and buying pot instead of taking that 20 bucks and buying a whole shit ton of ramen noodle. Ramen I, noodle. I, I need a study. Like, here's here's where my answer late is going to fall. Twenty dollars buys a shitload of ramen noodles, like four or five. Damn, right. <laughs> I could go for yeah, ramen noodles hold right you now. Over for a fucking half year, man. <laughs> ramen noodles are so good too, but they're... I like them. The chicken ones. Oh, God. oh I'm sorry. Are the Woody, best. Woody has an educator. Yeah, they're they're totally I'm... devoid of any nutritional value. Who's it's just sodium? Cares. That's all it is. It's that's all it is. You're going to have. Do you guys realize? Food. You can do double ramen noodles. Like I didn't. You use the same yeah. amount of water, maybe mm-hmm. a little more, and two things of ramen noodles. Uh-huh. And, oh, yeah. and it's a meal. Oh, it's not man. a snack anymore. That's a grown man meal. Chop up oh, yeah. some hot dogs and that shit. Who gives a fuck? Oh, oh, oh yeah. God, <laughs> I gotta do that now. I've never done that. You never. No, you never done ramen noodle spaghetti. What is that? That's where you take the noodles ramen. and you put them in a wok. And you cut up like a Jesse James hot dog package and throw it in there. And you put like hot sauce and like ketchup and everything and stir it together. Oh, that sounds so delicious. Right? God, we need an in-person Sage PKA. went to get some ramen noodles. He's like, fuck <laughs> this. I got, go. I, got like, I got these jelly beans I've been munching on. We need an in-person painkiller already where we cook. I think that'd be All fun. All right, so, so, so what was you? You sounded like you had an educated opinion. I don't know if it's going to be that great, but it, it's this. If we can prove that the 
drug testing saves us more money than uh, you know the output we would have. Then yeah. it costs to fund druggies. Then I'm down. Then you got to test for everything though, because if you're just going to test for pot, then there's going to be a lot of. I uh, want the opposite actually. I'm going to leave potheads alone. Oh, well, you, I, I, you, I was you just saying. Can't test for everything. If you're going to test for everything, you got to test everyone. Everyone who gets government money needs to be getting tested. If you can't do it at work, you can't do it when you live in awful work. I, I just right, want to so make sure I the tests aren't happen. stupid. I don't want the test to cost like a billion dollars a year and I then not. find out we save you. a million. I'm educated on this. Hang on, I got this. So I just happen to be sitting next to a person. No, no, no. You make those motherfuckers go to a free clinic and take oh, those tests. All right, I just so oh, happen yeah, to be... Free clinic. Who pays? Who makes... Wait, 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 wait. wait. I have sure the answer to your question. Reed, please give Kyle the floor. <laughs> I have a professional next to me okay. right now who works for a company that performs these drug tests. When you apply for a job and you do the drug test, her company does it. $7 for the full drug screening per person. That has to be profitable, right? You have... Yeah, I, I, it's getting me on board. Like, at $7 to administer a test... You must be oh, saving often. more than seven in in fees, in welfare. Yeah. Now, and and, and I, I just want to get this out there. This, whenever this sort of legislation or, or, or alteration of the law is proposed, the uh, certain people always say that it is a race, racially motivated thing. I do not care what color the person who is failing the drug test is. I don't care who government assistance goes to if they truly need it. And and it's gonna help lift them up and get them and make them productive members of our economy. I don't fucking care white, black, or brown, or yellow. Yeah, but I don't Carl, see the racial component in that. But I but oh, it's always brought out whenever that whenever someone brings this up. Well, yeah, because I know lower, from experience that a, a some, large majority of, of 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 lower income communities are not white. Sometimes people bring up racial accusations, and the guy's not actually racist at all. Back me up here, Lefty. Right, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I can empathize with people that um, that suffer from that. Yeah. So, so what I want to do is I want to stop these people who you see driving Cadillacs around and buying steak, and they're and I'm and it's on my tab. I, I don't like that. I think you should do a car picture every now and then too. Yeah. You know what? I've got a little story. When I remember, I, I talked about being broke in my early days. Whose noise is that? It Just can't fixed? possibly be mine. Wings, is that you? I'm right here. <laughs> I like it. Everyone, hands up. Make it. All right. <laughs> well, Lefty did it too. Anyway, when I was broke, I lived in low-income housing, and you would think that means subsidized, but it doesn't. It just means all my neighbors were subsidized. I made enough money to or better yet i made so little money that i qualified for low-income housing but then they start stack ranking you <laughs> says, hood that's, pass. that's the hood pass right there for people who know he's he's holding up a pass that got him to the projects he was raised in anyway so in this low-income housing i was broke enough that i qualified for government help but the thing is there were too many people that qualified for government help so they started stack ranking you and the only people who actually got government help were the liars. There are people who would literally claim they made $0 a year or people who claim they lived on, you know, like $3,000 a year, which today would be equivalent to like 5000 a year, right? Clearly, they're not living on that. But um, those were the guys that got government aid and the people who gave honest income estimates like me got nothing. And I thought that sucked. Yeah, I think I've told that story before. My mama used to be on government aid. 
And like when she got a job and she tried to get off of government aid, she got like a job that paid like six dollars and twenty five cents an hour, which back then was minimum. No, it was five dollars and twenty five cents an hour. That was minimum wage back then. And when she got a job, her ha- her housing rent went up from zero to like two hundred and sixteen dollars for the same place we'd been living in. I mean, it, it goes to say like my. Buddy Bastard Brook, he's trying to get on disability. He has a really bad liver. His body swells up with fluid. He's going to be dead in probably another three years. I mean, his liver's just going to give out on him. He's going through it. I said, my. Uh, Is he drinking a lot? He drinks a lot. He's been drinking. He drank a lot his whole life. And he's yeah. been trying to get on disability because he can't work. He can't walk half, pretty much. He can walk very short periods. And they won't let him on it. So, so by everyone else's, from what I've been hearing from everyone else, he probably shouldn't be able to get on it, like according to their reasoning. For, oh, okay, he put himself in that position. He he fucked up. He drank so much. He doesn't deserve that money from from the government, which comes from us. No, none and, of us said that. We just if he were if he had some disease brought on by his massive <laughs> heroin addiction, I might have an issue with that. Or oh, well, he, that's okay. That's not okay. But alcohol is okay. Yeah, no, but this, see, this is disability. We were talking right. about welfare. It's, it's a, if they put themselves in a fucked up position because they, they you know, I'm kind of a sage bored, on this one. So. Like I, I find but, myself. Let, dude, let's put it, let I'm, I'm not even arguing that point. Like no, I don't no, no. I, I, I believe that. I, but I, I guess I want to say I'm with Sage in pointing out my hypocrisy, right? Because in my heart, I'm like, well, give Bastard Brook the money. He's Wings' you know, friend, family, etc. Yeah, it's all these anonymous right. people. Those are the ones we want to take the money from. And I recognize how that's not right. Let me let me go to bat here for Brook. Brook was a plumber for 10 to 15 years. He owned a plumbing company called Red Dog Plumbing in Georgia. And... What basically is his ex-wife fucked him out of it, and the housing market crashed, and then he became homeless. He pretty much lived off the church, and that's how he got here. But the fact is his liver started recently failing. And But this is disability, not welfare. Disability is something you pay into, and he, he needs it now. He should be able to get what he's paid into it at least. Yeah. Where did he pay into it? Into where? Yeah, it's not a savings account. I mean, it, welfare is something you pay into too. I'm not saying it's a savings account, but the fact is he's put he's, he used to be a small business owner for 15 years. You don't think he's paid more than like I don't know Brittany up at the at the Scotchman? Yeah, I don't know Brittany, <laughs> but you know she works at the Scotchman and, and nobody at the Scotchman. I don't know what the Scotchman is. Yeah, is that a bar, a hotel? That's, that's a, it's a convenience store. Okay. Okay. <laughs> There's no convenience store clerks that are rolling around in Bentleys. Maybe. The, I, I I see your point. Um, my my thing is my thing is I think I think Bastard Brooks should be able to get some some government assistance because he's obviously down on his luck and he needs some he needs some help. But I just don't think that the people that I, I don't want government money to go back to, to to go into drugs and and other frivolous things. People that are oh, wasting dude, it all the time. We get, we like get alcohol, like copious amounts of alcohol that kill you well, your liver. Frivolous things. I I don't think food stamps should work for alcohol, and they don't. They don't. No, they only work for soda hardly. Yeah, they don't. I mean, I, I've I I have no experience with them, but I and I this may be a lie, but I've heard they don't work for diapers. I don't know about that. Some, kind, well, you, some kinds of diapers, I think. I don't know. If you go to the yeah, bad side of town here, we have what you call. Diapers. 
Only <laughs> <laughs> full typers. Oh, that's a oh thing. Uh, the bad side of town here, we have a lot of what you call doinks. I think that's what they call doinks or donks. They're basically these old like Chevrolet Caprices on yeah, these donks. twenty-six, yeah, yeah, twenty-six inch rims. And they're in the areas of town that usually are on the welfare. <laughs> I just want to say, if edible diapers are really a thing, people don't know about them. So consider advertising on Painkiller already. <laughs> yeah. Email yeah. Heather at WoodysGamerTag.tv. Throw me a kickback. With, Wings will eat some edible diapers off his girlfriend in the, during the show. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, no. Happily. Happily. We, care. we don't care. <laughs> 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 if the money's there, we don't care. That's what should be on the pla- that's what should be plastered below on our uh, on our thing on the screen. <laughs> if the money's there, we don't care. We add the- <laughs> I like that shit. That's, that's, a, that's our new mantra. <laughs> that's, the, that, that's the funniest thing Wing has come out of Wing's mouth in a long time. That's good shit. I like that. I can I add like it too. I want a shirt that says that. <laughs> if the money's there, we don't care. All right. No, I, I just, I, I just, I'm, uh, I could see uh, your, your points about cigarettes and, and alcohol. I don't drink. I, I don't drink alcohol. I occasionally smoke cigarettes, but I, and I can relate to people. I, my grandfather died of alcoholism. I understand this disease that people get are addicted to alcohol. They're addicted to cigarettes. I understand those things. Can I call some bullshit here? But since they're legal, I don't have an issue with with people getting assistance if they're doing those things. I Just feel like, like I wins a, a redemption, you know. F the law. I, my own moral well, system well, fits a little better. You know, I wouldn't yeah. say that you know fat yeah. people shouldn't be able to get government assistance because they're obviously eating well. You know, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't give you a cholesterol test and be like, right, none of this makes sense off the scale. I mean, the fat. No, it's. I want wings to fucking talk about calling you out. Yeah, Wings. Call Dude, out I, that bullshit. Oh, the bullshit? I think, wasn't Kyle drinking moonshine on the last PK? He no. was in a race with Mercadurka, as I remember. No, he so, was in a race getting drunk with Mercadurka, and he just said he doesn't drink. I... Dude, I, I haven't drank since then, literally. When, I'm, when I say that drink... That was last I mean, week! <laughs> that, was not, dude, that was three weeks ago. That was three weeks ago. I, okay, I drink... I'll say this. I'll say, now, Woody, Woody, would you say that you drink... Infrequently, the only time exactly. I drink Kyle is with you, and it is the gayest drinks known to man. Yeah, yeah, I drink when I I I, I drink about as frequently as Woody does, and it's usually like the I last so little Kyle that if you if you if you tried to siphon my piss, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> I don't know what that means necessarily. I'm so confused. <laughs> probably so, to, I don't want I don't want to be anywhere near your piss wings. Is it, it how do you siphon piss? I will, I will not be siphoning it. Yeah, is this like some gravity based catheter? I don't even know what's happening here. Uh, no. Yeah, but, but it, it, every time I get together with Kyle, we have one drink, and that's pretty much my annual consumption. And the drink we yeah, what did we yeah, have last time? Remember that last one? You had that um, pink fruity when it out back. It was oh no it no was it rainbow. No, 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 we got that um, star spangled margarita or something. Yeah, we got a star spangled margarita last time, and the time before that, when we were in Conway, it was we like got a that gingerbread um, cookie, gingerbread cookie martinis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so we're, we're so just, awesome. We do. I was. We were at the W Hotel, and this this I, I don't use this word much, but this cunt of a waitress <laughs> came over. Woody, back me up here. You don't have to say the word, but uh, she was hard to like. There you go. <laughs> she comes over eventually, and and let me yeah. just say, like, like I'm not trying to be braggadocious here. I'm not, tr- but the we didn't look like we had much money, but the people that were sitting at my table 
were probably some of the richest people in that room. Ten digits. And this, yeah, yeah, absolutely. There was there was a million dollars in the bank accounts of that of that of that. Uh, That's seven. Now these that guys table. were like ten, like I think, right? I don't oh, know. those guys. Oh, I thought I was thinking. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, the first I've got multiple we were, dining with rich yeah, the people first, stories. Okay, so the first table we were sitting at was tens of millions of dollars, and apparently this more, yeah. cunt just didn't give a fuck. She screwed. I, I, I was like, uh, she screwed our drink orders up to no mm-hmm. end. Like, wouldn't show us any like. I don't, I'm not even talking about respect. Like, she wouldn't even show us like common courtesy. Like that, you would show someone that you that not not only that you were working. That's neither here nor there. She was a bitch, but. <laughs> I remember the drink that I ordered. I was just like, bring me what Elton John would order. Bring me the <laughs> gayest, fruitiest thing you have. And I meant it. You know, I wasn't trying to be an asshole to her. I meant, you know, bring me like a pina colada with like extra like sugary stuff in it. Because I don't, I don't like the taste of alcohol. She, like, being a I don't a know what ass, that concoction was. It was red. It was red. It had strawberry seeds floating around in it. There was like cherries on top and pineapple, and it tasted like straight vodka. It was awful. It was yeah, yeah. She got no tip. That 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 chick was that. I tip well, and this chick was just a complete disaster. She was incredibly attractive though. <laughs> That's how you know that this this lady was a bad waitress. She was incredibly attractive, and I hated her. You know, I um. <laughs> I tip well. We have one waitress at my local, is it Lone Star? That's the name of the restaurant. She's fantastic. She always remembers our order. She always, like, treats us well. Um, I, I I like the bread there. And um, usually they give you, like, half a loaf or something. And I'm like, can I have the whole loaf? You know, like, I don't like waiting for this. Now she just does it, like, without me asking. Anyway, around Christmas time, it's kind of a thank you. I tipped her 50 bucks. And um, the last time we went there, which was like a few days ago, I could tell she got that tip right after she found out she was pregnant. And I was like, ah, I feel better about the tip, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like the timing I, uh, was good. A little Christmas I went to present. Pizza Hut. I went to Pizza Hut the other night to, to pick oh, up an order to take back home. The 50 bucks might sound like nothing as a tip. We ordered like soup. <laughs> so it was a yeah. good tip. It was a lot more mm-hmm. than the meal was. Anyway, carry I on. I went to Pizza Hut to pick up an order the other night, and there was, like, only one person working back there. There was, like, this one girl who was, like, not only cooking all the pizza but running the cash register, and she was working her ass off. She's back there. She's slicing pizza, topping pizzas, baking pizzas, and then running the cash register. She's, like, running around out of breath, and I think my order was, like, $18. It was a couple of pizzas, and I, I, I tipped, and, you know, you don't you don't normally tip, like, the cashier at a, at a Pizza Hut, but I tipped her 50 bucks, and she was, like... She looked at me like she just had won the publisher's clearinghouse million dollars. She was like, <laughs> she was like "What?" I'm like, "You're working your ass off back there." She and she she was just, it was like that was the best day of her life. And I went back the the next time, and wow, she had help this time, so I wasn't gonna tip her. But she, I could tell she was like working her ass off for me, trying to like make sure I had all. My, she's like opening the boxes. This is what you had, sir. Correct. I'm like oh, she wants that fifty bucks again. I can't come to the pizza. Yeah, I did real well there. I can't go um, Dana Whiteball or anything. Like, he's known for his $900 tips or anything, but I'm doing better now. And, uh, yeah, you know, the people who stand out, they get stand out giving back. What do you get? You're mad about your hair. Do you have people fight over you at the hair salon? No. No. I I I use mine. Like, I get my head shaved. I just. Uh huh. I usually I usually pay for the twenty and just let them keep whatever the difference is. Why mm-hmm. Why don't you do it yourself, man? 
I do this myself sometimes. With a Bowie knife. Not with a Bowie knife. But, but I do like, myself it, sometimes, it, but sometimes I just want to pamper myself. You want to go, sit back, relax, have them wash your hair, and... I, I used to rock the same the same hair, you know, just buzz it, you know, like like a like a two guard or something, and I just did it myself. It was so easy to just like and just be done with it. Sometimes I just want to get pampered, pimp. What's nice about doing it yourself to me, it's not it's how fast it is. I'm so huge on fast. Almost every service I get, speed is one of the components that I value the highest. And uh, when like you, you eliminate the car drive both ways, the weight, all this stuff. And- I never do it just to go do it. Now, it's usually I'm waiting on somebody. Mm-hmm. And the um, I remember one time like I got my uh, my cousin to cut my hair because it's kind of hard to get the back if you're using clippers. And, hard to get uh, level. Well, I mean, I just put it on like a three guard, and I, I would I would buzz my entire three head. guard doesn't level it, dude. I I beg to differ, but <laughs> but but I remember I, I trusted him to, to to cut my hair, and I'm sitting there, he's just going on, and you know it takes two minutes to cut somebody's hair when you're just using one of those. He left, dude. Dude, he left like a quarter sized patch of hair. That was three and a half inches long because my hair was really fucking long before I buzzed it and didn't fucking tell me. I didn't notice it until the next fucking day, and I went out. <laughs> I went out into the fucking world. And he knew what he was doing, it. right? Well, yeah. Oh, he knew exactly what he was doing. It was straight out the back of my head. It was like a rat tail. It was like, it was disgusting. I, I had a rat tail at twelve years old. I did when I was twelve too. But when I got back home to and I was I like happened to reach back there and I was like what the fuck and I like look in the mirror and like hold it and I'm like. Motherfucker! I call him up. He's. I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? He's like, you found it, didn't you? I'm like, fuck you, man. <laughs> it was disgusting. I had you know, a- all my hair is as short as wings, except for this one quarter-sized patch of hair that's like three inches long. It was awful. I had a rat tail at like 12 and my father was embarrassed. He didn't. We were going to go out that night, and he's like, I can't take this kid to a restaurant. He was ashamed of me. Sage, are you standing? Yeah. You've been standing, standing for this four hours. Yeah, I'm standing up. Wow. I don't know how to show it, but <laughs> yeah, I'm standing. All right. That's so hardcore. We're about four hours in. Yeah, we guess... should call it soon. Yeah, I, I I try not to be the one that calls it because everyone hates me for it, but I'm feeling this time to rap vibe. Yeah, four, four hours is good. It's more than I've talked my whole life. <laughs> oh, you didn't have to stay the whole time, Pim, but we right. th- we could thank you for it. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I appreciate you, you guys having me on. Thank you so much, and uh, yeah, I'm let you guys. Hopefully, it's an fun. enjoyable experience. We don't try to make it too much like work. That was cool. <laughs> All right. Yep. Painkiller already. Oh, and let's. What do we want to drop? We're getting today. Camping drop. Police St. You should check out their YouTube channel. We have Sage Francis. He's doing the Abutu. A charity. If you would like to, uh, to donate to the charity, it'll be in the link below. As always, it's Painkiller Already, episode 130. Thanks, guys. Oh. Holy shit, he knew what episode. You're the man.